Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Gamiverse Award Podcast. I am Raven, and I'm joined by Wasabi Ice Cream. I'm so excited. Yay! Hello, everyone. I'm Wasabi Ice Cream. Good to be here again. The, the I real, missed that. The real I missed host. Out on, the, uh, on the last like couple, I missed out on them, so... The real host. Oh, not anymore. You're a lot better than I was, so. No, but but it's okay. But you're you're here now. The homie is here. Yeah, you know. And also, they call me uh I see paper stacks in the street. Yeah, that's what you are. <laughs> I see yeah. paper stacks. Nobody calls them that. And I'm joined by my other my other my other homie, which is Crack is back. Hey, what's going on, guys? Glad to be here. Yeah, and we're going to give you an award show. And it's an honor. Before I start, I want to say it's an honor to be here to talk to you fine gentlemen over over this fine gaming year. And boy, what a year it's been. It's but, been interesting. Yeah, 2016 is really good for for like games in general. Some will say it's the best year for gaming. I wouldn't say that. But some people would. I wouldn't say that. That time is long gone, but... Yeah. So, before we start the award show, I wanted to uh, see how you guys were doing, what you guys have been streaming and everything else. been pretty good, actually. Uh, I've been doing all sorts of stuff. There's a... Uh, we got a video up for Let It Die on the YouTube. Let It Die. A lot of people like that. Uh, it's a really good game. Surprising how good it is for being free. Um, so yeah, we, we knocked that one out uh, early this week. And then uh, there's a few articles going up on the site. Uh, Steam sale is going on right now, so I'm kind of going to comb through that and uh, find the best deals and uh, put an article up on the site to let you guys know you should be spending your money on. Man, there's some good deals in that Steam sale. If anyone wants to, anyone wants to see that, I mean, go, 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 spend your money. Go give your money to Gabe Newell right now. Go, go do it. Because I'm I already spent like fifty bucks. Already, uh, I'm already eyeing Final Fantasy Lightning Returns, which I'm a masochist like that. I need all the Final Fantasies, all of them. So yeah, you can get FF2 Yunus, Gowron, all that stuff. So. Yeah, they changed the store around. They, it's now more gray, but right now you can get Hyper Light Drifter for eleven dollars for twelve bucks. The Long Dark for ten bucks. The Doom franchise is forty. Okay, so it's twenty bucks for Doom. Yeah, that's an awesome deal. Yeah, it's twenty bucks for Doom. I got yeah. the Long Dark today too. I haven't played it yet, but I'm excited to check that out. Yeah, so if you're looking for if you're looking for some good Doom stuff, also Doom onto Evo is the three DLC packs bring all new multiplayer content. Twenty bucks for Doom is a really, really good price. So for anyone who wants to jump on that, definitely. Didn't someone say Hitman's on sale too? Yeah, Hitman is less. I think it's like seven or eight dollars right now, just for like the episode one. Mm-hmm. Um, that's a really good way to like dip your toe in. Because Hitman is probably one of the most underlooked games this year. Absolutely. And yeah, for a really, really fucking good game, just to dip your toe in, you can get the, the first episode. I think it's like six, seven, eight bucks. Uh, the, 
invisible. Yeah, I'm, I'm gonna put an article on the site that'll go through all of this and find find those deals, so you don't have to do it yourself. Yeah, Invisible Ink is there for anyone out there. There was another one I was looking for. Hyper Dimension Neptunia. I have this for like $15, but it's a it's a weeaboo game for your weeaboo fantasies, but those games are terrible, but <laughs> you know, for the right price, I guess, you know, it's it, it's worth it. Yeah, Dishonored, that, I see, $3. Yeah, and that price is $15. That's the only price you yeah. Dishonor's fifteen dollars. The Witcher Wild Hunt is twenty bucks if you have the computer to run it. So there's only one thing you should buy in this is the Blood and Wine. Does that come with that? Oh, the Game of the Year edition comes with all that, is it doesn't it? Yeah, yeah Blood, Blood and, Wine. and Wine is really good. Thirty bucks. Thirty bucks for as someone pointed out, the best RPG of the year. Idiot. <laughs> We're not gonna mention them. Idiot. Just Wait, who was it? Oh, never mind. The Game Awards. <laughs> Idiot. Did not come out this year. Did not come out this year. However, yeah. Blood and Wine did, I believe. That DLC Blood and Wine, did. that's a DLC pack. That's a whole different. We have uh, a section for that, though, so we'll get into that later. Sultan Sanctuary is 12.05. And this is from Ska Studios? One of my favorite studios? Love Ska. Oh, man. I would totally play this. Ska Studios is great. Yeah. Sultan Sanctuary is amazing. Yeah. I love Ska Studios. Their their art style is very emo, but it's very good. They're one of the most emo uh, game developers out there, but holy crap, do they make really good games. Like, uh, the first dishwasher was amazing. Oh, I'm trying to relive my edgy teen days, so this would be perfect. Oh, if you want edgy teen, like, I don't want to say, like, dispatch mode, like, I hate you mother and dad, is, they're, they're more like, ooh, here's, here's a guy with a, uh, with some pitchforks and go out there and chainsaw some people. Yes, it's the game was called The Dishwasher. <laughs> it was a uh it was one of the first Xbox indie games that came out. Like they they uh, when I mean one of the first, it was one of the first uh games that they uh they came out on that you know, they had like what was it? Not Flower. They had uh they had Toy Car. Remember Toy Car? I don't Remember that. I wasn't there for those early days of uh, Xbox Arcade. Yeah, Xbox Arcade, but it was like... I mean, yes, they had indie games, but it was like... It was more that. So they had Dishwasher, Vampire Smiles. It's called The Dishwasher, which is a weird name for a game, but it's about it's about this dead samurai that likes to rock out and guitar. It's, it's a hack and slash. It's a hack and slash. Yeah, and Salt and Sanctuary is probably a better Dark Souls game this year than Dark Souls 3. Really? You're going to compare those two? Uh, we're very comparable. Salt and Sanctuary they? is pretty much 2D it, Dark Souls. Yeah. Okay. That's why I just saw it like 2D. Yeah. 
Well, that's pretty cool. Can't wait to see that article. So I don't have to waste my time going through Steam page after Steam page. Yeah. Let you do that for me. Uh, and then, yeah, in other uh, Game Overs news, uh, Crack's been doing these uh, stream highlights. We're talking yeah. about that. Yeah, yeah. I've been streaming a lot lately. Uh, and uh, I've just been doing highlight videos of funny stuff that happens on stream. And uh, I, I, I had two up there right now. The first one is a little weird because my audio got corrupted. So there's no audio. So I just like put music over it. But the second one uh, I just put up, was that yesterday or the day before? So it should be the newest video on the channel, on the, the YouTube channel. Uh, yeah, it's up there. It's, uh, it's pretty It's pretty funny. I think you'd appreciate it. It's only it's a short video. Check it out if you got the time. And uh, we'll probably be seeing one of those come up about every week. And uh, hopefully it'll be more than just me streaming. It'll be like these other guys that stream. They'll send me their clips too. And I'll just have you yeah. know, everybody's stream highlights uh, compiled into one video. Yeah. I've definitely been sending you some of my uh, Layers of Fear highlights. Oh, yeah. We played Layers of... Well, Sabi played Layers of Fear last night. But uh, <laughs> we all kind of played with them. <laughs> it was pretty interesting. I actually just bought that game today. Uh, there's a DLC for it, so I want to play that game myself. Uh, I'll probably do like a whole face cam thing, and I, I'm pretty. You can Wasabi can attest to this. I'm pretty. Uh, I'm pretty scarable. Yeah, <laughs> I get. I get into it. I get a little excited. Yeah, I freak out. I'm a pussy. Whatever. <laughs> the only yeah, times so, uh, I've the only times I freaked out was Arkham was the new Arkham City game with. Anyone see the end of that with the with the uh, with the statues, and then they come near you, and then Joker comes. I was freaked out. Oh yeah, Batman is a pretty scary game. Yeah, but that scene was like, "Fuck, <laughs> what?" I wasn't expecting it, but yeah, I'm not saying I don't get scared easy, but you know, it's uh, it, it's all about the false mood and all that stuff. If they can get you in that false mood, then they got you. Yeah. But yeah, that I yeah that that layers of fear does look crazy. Oh my god, dude! It was, I'm, I can't stop thinking about it. Yeah, that that highlight reel is gonna be good. It's gonna be like, what the fuck? What happened? Ah! Yeah, it's just me screaming every two seconds. <laughs> so good. If you can see me, like I don't just scream. I like back away and like kind of duck and shit. Like underneath my dad, I get freaked out. <laughs> I get real. I get real into it. I like it though. I like the scary shit. I get yeah. really hyped up with it. I love scary shit too. You'll definitely be seeing me doing some Outlast too when that comes out. The only thing, that, the only other thing I got freaked out was the Twilight Princess spider thing that came. That thing was freaky as fuck. Yeah, that's because you're scared of spiders, though. Yeah, but that thing was extra scary. That thing was like HD scary. Yeah, that thing was like, oh look, I'm like, no, you're far worse than I remember now. But yeah, that that's that's crazy. And then the only other thing that uh, we've got going on here is, I guess directly after the the podcast, I'll be giving out one thousand points, game Ooh. of points to the to the stream, and you can use that to buy uh, random Steam keys from the bot. Yeah, we got we got a lot of them this year, so. Uh, or you can gamble them and try to get more if you're feeling feeling frisky. You're feeling lucky. Yeah, it's been known to work out. 
in recent times. Yeah, one guy won five in a row. It was ridiculous. Yeah, he, uh, him. thought he was hacking, <laughs> but yeah, what did he do? He he had like fifteen thousand GPS, and then he uh, he he bought a game for a thousand, and then he had five hundred left, and he bet it, and then he won five hundred. And when you when you bet five hundred, you win a thousand. You'll go you'll get a thousand back. So he had fifteen hundred again. Buy a game, bet the five hundred, won again. He just kept happening. Yeah, he got about like fifty bucks worth of games out of the vault. Yeah, so if you're feeling that lucky, you can try your luck, or you can just get your guaranteed get your guaranteed game. Yeah, good luck. He is broke now in this chat. He doesn't know he has none he left. He's, He's probably negative now, by the way. Yeah, he spent all of them. He tried. He tried it one too many times and lost it all. But he walked away with at least like sixty bucks worth of games. So yeah, he got he got some good games too. Yeah. But yeah, that's it, I guess. An incentive for being a watcher. Definitely check that out after the stream. And uh, yeah, absolutely. Oh, look at these guys. These guys are already loaded. They got a nice little base there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They're ready, man. They're ready to, to gamble and do what they need to do. All right. Uh, so I've been playing Mario Kart and Smash Brothers and all that stuff on the on Saturdays and uh, in the Foskies on Thursdays. So just getting things ready for this Saturday. Um, I, I just want to say that, yeah, Wasabi's been streaming. Um, crack, if you don't mind. It's been streaming uh, Smite on Twitter. Uh, mondays and you've been doing a lot of that yeah yeah i've been streaming quite a bit um probably see me doing at least uh probably about 20 hours a week if not more i've already done 20 hours this week and i think my week ends on christmas so i'll be be i'll be doing some streaming as well on saturday you know we'll we'll jump in with mario kart is the intent you know the first game and then Splatoon, and then uh, Smashing in the Midnight, and then we'll jump into Gears of War 4, and uh, Deus Ex Mankind Divided, or I might pick up some Steam games and play some of that, so we'll have a good array of games for for your palette for this Saturday coming up, but definitely check out the stream for, you know, if you need Smite and all that stuff, it's all here, if you need colorful games, that's cool, gritty uh, craziness. It's all there. So, uh, I'm gonna warn Kainu here. <laughs> He's brought up the idea of buying a uh, game over his points with uh, actual money. And don't give me ideas, Kainu. I will implement that <laughs> so fast. If that's if that's what you want, I'll get it done real quick. Hmm? I don't think anybody wants that except for him. <laughs> hey, if so if that if people want to spend money on Game of First Points, please do. Just saying. All right, before we get started into the, uh, before we get started with the award show, uh, I wanted to talk about a a thing that people are freaking the fuck out over. Uh, What's that? Tracer's gay. Everyone. No, um, she's not. It's all a lie. It is. Uh, people are freaking out over over this lesbian kiss of Tracer. I, when I mean everyone, I mean everyone's freaking out over it. You know, Tracer kissing a girl. You know, it's not like 
she was making out with Widowmaker over there, but but my crazy part is they're saying that we still can't fap to Tracer because she's gay now. I'm like, what are you talking about, you crazy people? <laughs> um, I can fap to anything. Yeah, really. I, I don't. I don't get the logic of hi, she's gay now. You, you guys that you straight guys can't masturbate to her. I don't like. Are you saying only straight guys can masturbate to straight women? What the fuck does that mean? But yeah, people are freaking out over over that. But it's not like she wasn't... It wasn't like we didn't know this was coming or anything, you know? It's like, okay. So she's like, oh, I'm really sorry, Emily. One thing led to another. Like, the scene itself, it's like cute and all, but it's not like... You know, if you're in, you know, they're young and then high school or anything, it's not like there wasn't going to kiss anyway. I'm sure a lot of girls kiss people. I'm sure of it. I've heard stories. I've heard, yeah, I mean, you know, it doesn't mean they're gay, but, you know, people are like, ah! You know? Like, yeah, here's here's the scene right here for anyone. It's like, I like the scarf, and then they start kissing, it's like, who didn't see this coming? I mean, if we live in the 21st century. I mean, people... You know, we got people that are that that cross dress, gender gender bang, and everything in between. You know, it's just one of those stories that I I look at and I go like, "Oh, calm down, people." And then the other people are like, "I'm not playing Overwatch anymore," and it's like, "Okay, this this offends you that much? Go away." You know, and then you have the other idiots on the other side that go like. She didn't go far enough. I'm like, do you want a porno? Is this what you want? Yes, that's what they want. <laughs> it's like that's, that's literally exist, what they though. want. That exists. I know Pornhub. Yeah, but I'm just saying, do you, do you want do you want the Tracer and Emily porno? I'm sure someone's working on it. See, personally, I don't even like. I, as far as I go, like I I play Overwatch. You know, not like a ton, but I but I have it. I play it. I don't care about the fucking comics. Yeah, I wouldn't know about this shit if nobody reported about it. I, I would have no idea. Yeah, it would have flew. I don't care. It would have flew so under the radar, it wouldn't matter. You know, yeah, it would I be don't. going like, whatever, it's a game. Who the, who the fuck cares about this shit? I don't. I, my thing about this whole thing about the Blizzard and people going absolute H shit over it, it's not in the game. Like, the actual mythos of the game itself, you know? This is, this is just extra, extra stuff in the ethos, in the actual world, and people freaking out over it, it just makes no sense. You know, it's like, oh, Tracer kissed the girl that kind of looks like a guy. Who, who cares? You know, the next scene, they could, you know, they could show Tracer having a boyfriend or something. It's like, you know, people go through phases. It happens. Yeah, it is a controversy, kind of, because they were... They were complaining that Tracer is not gay enough. Figure that one out. Not gay enough. Yes. What's, what's the what's the like measurement? Like for like gayometer. Yeah, like Kutaku yeah. was complaining about like, oh, she's gay, but this other person's not gay, and what about Widowmaker? And they're like, oh, they didn't go far enough, and you know they they were like they. Like the other thing is they they made her sound like I'm like but she's hot. Like the problem is she's gay. You can't masturbate to her because she's a lesbian. I'm like, fuck you. I'll masturbate to whatever I want. See, my question is, and 
this is something like me and Crack were talking about earlier, is that did they originally write the character to be gay, or is this something they just came up with to kind of... I'm going to say no. I'm going to say the character wasn't gay, and we just made her gay. Yeah, that's, that's kind of how... That's probably what happened, I think. Yeah. I think... Uh... I think uh, someone in the chat there was kind of hinting at this too. You know, it's just in time for the end of the year award season. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, which is you know at a certain level political. And yeah, I think uh, fucking dumb. <laughs> it's it's dumb from both sides. You know, people going like, "Oh, it's the male gaze." It's like they, you know, it seems like everyone's stereotype of a lesbian is big fat and ugly and i'm like no there's pretty lesbians and all that stuff like why does tracer have to be this this bull dyke yeah that's what fucking zarya's for yeah (laughs) yeah i mean that's the thing it's like does she have to be a bull dyke no could she be like a you know it's like people forget that lesbians can be girly they you know it's like they they don't go like hey i'm a trucker Uh, i'm gonna go home to to bertha i'm like no yeah, I'm. I'm just saying. That's just this. This whole thing is just the dumbest, you know. You know. You know. I. I I'm just saying. You know. When you have songs like "I Kissed the Girl" and I liked it, doesn't make Katy Perry gay. Just saying. Makes her a bad musician. Absolutely. <laughs> I'm just saying. You know. When we. Yeah, have, I guess you. When you have songs out in the ethos that we go like "I Kissed the Girl" and I liked it, you know, it's not like she's gonna go like "I wonder what clam tastes like next." Yeah, I thought they would, yeah. Good jump. <laughs> Just to eating clams. That's I how it goes, dude. Clams are pretty delicious, but... Um, I'm just saying, it's just, you don't go from one extreme to another, you know? It's not like you're going to kiss a guy and go like, hmm, I wonder what the sausage is. Just saying. I think sausage is pretty good sausage is pretty good but i'm just saying it's just how people freak it out i look at it like hmm, cute move on seriously we're, we're moving on <laughs> seriously we're done <laughs> yeah seriously that that's how i feel about this story we're done awards time to talk about wards and stuff time to get into the grit and the needy gritty of it you guys yes. you guys ready yeah, so yeah. I, yeah, we should uh, before we before we get real deep into it, mm-hmm. I think we should go over you know how it works first because uh, absolutely there yeah, are some so things in here we need to talk about. What it is is uh, we're not giving the awards; we're coming up with the nominations, a, a top five for each of our categories, and then the users decide uh, on on the uh, the users will vote for it on the site. For the the winner of each category, right? And um, yeah, it's been a pretty prominent year, especially for virtual reality, because uh, we name we name all of our we name the year. We give it a like a title, and this year is the year of virtual reality. I can't see. What can't you see? Are you blind? I'm I'm in virtual reality. Where am I? I can't. Oh. <laughs> All right, so I, so so the way this works is this is pretty self-explanatory. Some of this, but um, to be nominated for an award, at least for most of these awards, there's a couple like novelty awards that are a little different. But 
for uh, the game of the year contenders. Um, that must have obviously been released this year. Absolutely. All right. Um, what else is there? You may nominate a remaster of a previously released game if the remaster was released this year. And you may not nominate a re-release or a port of a previously released game unless the game released this year, the original game. Yeah, so it's just like an example for that would be like Rise of the Tomb Raider released last year on Xbox One and then released this year on PS4. That's right. not eligible to win any awards. Right. And uh, as far as like cross-platform goes, we don't really... We don't really care about that because um, your experience with certain games can be different on certain, you know, platforms. So if like there's a game that's on you, you nominate it for like Xbox Game of the Year. Um, it, it doesn't have to necessarily be exclusive, right? Is that how we're doing it? Uh, so there's, there's some caveats. Uh, so there are like console exclusive uh, categories, but for Xbox, like they caveat there is kind of they did that play anywhere thing with pc uh those are those can be like included with the best like xbox exclusive games yeah there's there's very few like big names that are coming out on xbox that you can't get on pc like the same day or you know pretty much pretty much the same day i guess my problem is i view the windows store as like the xbox store still kind of the same thing that's pretty much how you should think about it i think yeah, I mean, some people go like, well, it is on PC. Yeah, you can play it on your PC, but it's kind of, you know, if you think about it, they, they're molding the Xbox store and the Windows store into one thing. So, yeah. you know, that's just how I see it. It's like, if it if it's a game that's like best on Xbox, it's basically best on uh, the Windows store as well. Yeah, so, in some cases, yeah. I mean, I think that you could... Like the best PC game of the year, there could there could be the same game on Xbox, but the experience is better on PC. Like, right? Yeah, I think we'll get into that later. But uh, I have some thoughts on that that category in particular. But it's just kind of weird with the PC to Xbox thing because lots of the things are on both of them. So that's just something to mention before we get into it here. Right, and you and we put up the nominations, and you guys vote on it. Yeah, we don't actually vote the winner. We're just we're yeah. just arguing and uh, not really arguing, but uh, deliberating the, the right. five nominees for each section, and then uh, yeah, the users go in and vote based off of the nominees that we pick. Mm-hmm. And you guys are here, so for any any of you guys wanted to say like, oh, what about blank or whatever, we can right, consider yeah. and all that stuff. But this is you know, once this podcast is done and we we say okay, these are the this is the thing, this is the thing. I don't want to hear oh, what about Nadine or whoever, and what about this or that i'm like nope we're done right and uh who is before we get into it we should also figure out who's going to be uh writing this down uh i'm going to be writing it down probably i already got a page open for it so we could just type in the uh yeah okay all right i just want to make sure we have that thought about all right well without further ado all right Sorry, just typing that kind of stuff. The first one on our list is best character of the year. Yeah, best new character. New New character. character. Yeah. All right, so 
of course, was <laughs> Richard typed in basically the whole cast of Overwatch. I don't know. Uh, there's some I don't like. <laughs> see, I don't Maybe. feel like. I, I mean, I don't know. Maybe not the whole cast, but like, there are some like good cast. Like, I mean, see, I don't know like the the lore behind Overwatch. It's not what I play Overwatch for, so I never well, seek that stuff out. That that's the thing is like the lore is like is extracurricular in that game. It's it's not really necessary. It's not even really that encouraged in the game. Yeah. So I, I have a hard time picking any poor, Overwatch characters. It's poorly received in the game. It's like, oh, these people escaped, and now you have to put them back together. And like, I get that, but why the other Overwatch people fight the other Overwatch people over this? Yeah, it's just the story is so. I don't even care about it to be honest. For me personally, like Wasabi said, I don't play the game for that shit. So, and I feel like there's no like, there's no real like. You don't get to see character development too much. I mean, you kind of they have like little. You know, Tracer being a lesbian thing in the past, you know, but they don't really have like, yeah, there's no real development of characters. Like, That's more fan service, I feel. Yeah, exactly. It's like I mean, a, they, like they do release off. those like those like animations. Yeah, every once in a while, and I've never watched a single one. So yeah, like, I've seen I've, some of them. I've seen this one that he's showing right now. Yeah, Dragons is really good. I like this one, but it's it's the. The thing about the animations, they are good. I like the animations. But the comics, you know, to get back to that was like, oh, whatever. That seemed like more fan service than anything. Like, this seems like this is more concrete. Like, oh, this is what the character was. This is how they work. And it's like, you can get a deeper feel. But that's not really, you know, Overwatch is just like, you know, like these characters in game say their lines. And, you know, cheers, love, the cavalry's here, you know. Yeah, it feels more like a like a MOBA in the way of like you don't like every character has lore, but like it it's really more about what the character can do and the gameplay aspect of it, and as far as your team comps go, so you don't really care so much about the lore. Yeah, it's just like a little extra you know thing there if you want to soak it up. Like Winston and peanut butter and all that stuff. Like, why does that have to matter to the game itself? The game is fun, but is there character development in the game itself that you go like, ooh? So I think there's likely a lot of other better options for character of the year. Uh, I think Wasabi has a few in mind. If I remember yeah, correctly. absolutely. I have one in mind. I got a few. Uh, let's see. So I threw, uh, I threw Prompto in there from Final Fantasy 15. Um, now a lot of people don't like Prompto. They think he's annoying or. All the characters like in a, Final Fantasies are annoying. Yeah, yeah, pretty much every character in Final Fantasy is annoying. But I think Prompto, like, um, having him throughout your entire quest, pretty much the whole party through your entire quest. Now, I'm trying not to, like, spoil anything here, but uh, he uh, he takes pictures of your entire quest and... Uh, once you're at the end of your quest and you like look back at the pictures, you're like, man, like it, it kind of brings a tear to your eye that it's about to end. Um, and Prompto is kind of like the comic relief guy. You know, he's the one that kind of brings all the, the the cheerfulness to like the rest of the group because everyone's kind of a, a, a downer. But uh, 
yeah, Prompto was just like, I don't know, he, he just felt like the most uh, relatable, I guess. He'd be the one I want to hang out with the most out of anyone, pretty much the entire game, actually. Uh, so he kind of stuck out to me as like um, just a good a good character for that game. I I can agree with that. He seems like a very good, uh, strong character. Uh, good bud, you know, going out there and you know, just yeah. having fun. And the game itself, I mean, as a whole, isn't very good at giving you any real backstory. Uh, right. So. If you didn't watch the movie or the anime, you kind of don't get, you know, anything involving any of the characters past. So, uh, but if you combine all that, which I which I am for this, uh, it makes the whole the whole thing a lot more cohesive. Yeah, that seems crazy. But yeah, Prompto seems like a, you know, he seems like a cool guy to hang around with. But uh, my thing is, is he more noise than Titus? Well, you know, he's not talking about his old man the whole thing, the whole time. How much he hates his old man. Boy, I hate my old man. And you never see him. He's like, wow, this guy sounds like a dick. Like, that's, I guess that's my thing about this game is like, people like hated Titus so much. But like, I didn't find him that annoying. He just seemed a little whiny. Yeah. He was like, my old man, all I wanted to do was just play Blitzball. <laughs> and, and, then I, and then I found Yuna, and then she was emo and sad, and she made me laugh again. Ha, 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 where am I? Oh, my dad's a dick. Yeah, Prompto is a lot better than Titus. He loves chocobos, so when you uh, find chocobos the first time, uh, he gets really excited. <laughs> Uh, he compares everything to Chocobo. His hair looks like a Chocobo. As far as I understand about that game, Chocobos are the best part. Oh, yeah, dude. Can so, you, you, uh, you know, Chocobos? seems an important role. Hype up the Chocobos. Can you eat but, a Chocobo? Is that can you possible? eat a Chocobo? Probably. Yeah. I mean, it's like a bird, right? Yeah. Shit, it sounds pretty good. Yeah, I was wondering about that. I always, I always look at him and like, I want to taste you. Just fucking Ravens is playing a new game. Like, I wonder what that fucking bird tastes like. Yeah, I, I am. Like sometimes I'm playing like tactics or a fun thing. I'm like, I wonder what this tastes like. I wonder what what this chocobo tastes like. I bet it tastes yummy. Now I sound like a serial killer. Yes, you do. <laughs> you sure uh, do. Yeah. So this is one of my one of my picks. I don't know if anyone else has any. Uh, I have one. All right, what's that? Lily from Pokemon Sun and Moon. Now I haven't finished Sun and Moon. Does um, do they get into her like kind of backstory? They do. Yeah, they do. They it gets crazy. Uh, Spoiler warning. For anyone out there, spoiler warning for, for Well let's let's try to stay out of like spoiler territory. Oh this is oh it's it's great. I mean yeah, I'm gonna stay out of that, but let's just say that let's just say that she has her, her moment. She yeah, has I remember you talking to me you were, you were talking to me about this. She 
interesting character. It is. She is a very interesting character. She doesn't like hugging Pokemon, so if any Pokemon gets on her lap, she freaks the fuck out. Uh, one of my favorite parts about Lily is after you beat her mother, she goes shopping for a, for new clothes. Who can... She just comes back and goes like, Hi, I am... I'm back. I bought you some luxury balls. I don't know why. So, not really a deep character. Kind of like a... I don't want to say she's a wuss because she's she's rich and she gives you balls. So, she's yeah. good for something. So, and then at the end, you know, you... They they do a, 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 a I don't want to I don't want to say what happens at the end but they do fill in her backstory her her mother's a real bitch her mother is like the world's bitchiest bitch but she's 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 a decent character I think you know they the whole game pretty much sur- surrounds herself around her even though it doesn't seem like it and then after you beat it it's like yeah you can go pretty much do what you want but that's the thing about Sun and Moon it's very uh, linear to a point. But, hmm. but yeah, I mean, I think Lily's a pretty good character. I don't think she's, you know, she don't, she can't talk, but you know, because of the game. But it is what it is. Yeah. But what about the uh, Uncharted Four? What's that? Nadine. Nadine. Yes. Uh, Nadine. So, Nadine is my pick for Uncharted Four. I know Akainu just mentioned uh, Sam Drake. Uh, the brother to Nathan Drake. Yeah. Uh, which, yeah, I will give you Sam. Sam's a good character. Uh, the only reason I picked Nadine was because I think she was, like, a stronger, like, you, you never find out, like, too much about Nadine. She's always, like, shrouded in, like, mystery of, like, her, her past. But you know she has history with, um, Sullivan, because uh, they they kind of have um, a couple run-ins and and the the dialogue exchanges there like oh man you guys are there's some history here between you guys and then um but uh, Nadine's such a first of all she's a she's a well-written female role that um that you don't that th- it wasn't seen a lot. Uh, especially this year, I think I've only got one more female role uh, in mind for mm-hmm. for um for this uh, category. But I, yeah, I, what I think my problem with Sam Drake is he's a little too much like Nathan. Yeah, like, and that was my thing is that I mean they're pretty much like the same character. Like they're liars, they're thieves. Uh. You know they're they're brothers, so right. I don't know. I just felt like they they were like, hey, they're brothers. They're they're kind of they're gonna act pretty similarly, and I think they just like played off of you know Nathan's characteristics and kind of gave him similar things. Yeah, I didn't think he he was that much different from Nathan. I mean, yes, he was different in a way, like he drove a bike and broke him out of whatever that that foster school not the foster school but like the the orphanage and they're like we're gonna go do this and do that yeah and like for me like having a brother that i also don't see a lot um like i can feel like the like they really do have some like brotherly love there 
but yeah, you can buy it. Yeah, you can, you can buy the relationship. Yeah, you can you can buy their relationship with it. You know, like the Uncharted Four tells a really good story. But yeah, yeah I think uh, I think I just feel like they're 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 better at writing. Well, they're they're female uh, leads, and and Aiden isn't even a lead. She's like a side character, but. I don't know. I feel like like her. I, I feel like she's much stronger of a character, just because like the first time you meet her, she whips your fucking ass multiple times. She whips your ass and uh, Sam's ass at the same time. I think she at does. one point. She does. Like, I mean, she's good. She's good with hand to hand. Like I think she's like a like a African like military leader, um, and just like she has this like no bullshit attitude she's fucking like just runs everything and even watch i'm not gonna go into spoiler territory but she like takes control of pretty much every situation she's in throughout the entire game uh and like that's what i like she's just fucking she's a badass like female character that's uh, um i love to see what they do with her in the um in the upcoming uh I guess prequel. I guess it is, yeah, but yeah. yeah, like it's. I feel like yeah, I feel like she's really, really good. She's got it together. She's a strong, absolutely, you know, like a militant. Like, but she's cute. She's not like some brawny person that goes out there like ah. But absolutely, I, I adore Nadine. I think, uh, yeah, you don't know too much about her, but when if she if she wants to get her hands through, she's like, all right, where 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 do I sign up? Let's do this. Everyone else would just go like, you know, what was the what was their her boss's name? They got locked up in jail with him. Uh, you talking about Rafe? Yeah, Rafe. Yeah, like he's kind of a pansy. Yeah, Rafe, I didn't like at all, man. Like he just just basically sat back and went like, "I just got the money." Yeah. You, Nadine, you need more soldiers. Uh, they're all dead because these two a holes shot them all. Oh, get some more then. He's pretty much like a weak, uh, like a weak Lazarevich from uh, Uncharted Two. Mm-hmm. What was that three? There's two. Right. And. Yeah, that that's the thing about that. It's like you know, the, the Sam Drake just seems similar, and yeah, Nadine can get her shit done. All right, so we we uh, good on Nadine. Yeah. All right, the next one I want you put you you put this one here is uh, it is uh, Dahlia from from Firewatch. Oh, D- uh, Delilah. Delilah, sorry. Did I spell that wrong? Uh, no. Oh. Yeah, that's it. I meant Delilah. You're right. Yeah, I meant Delilah. So you put Delilah in uh, in uh, in that group, and I'm the only problem I have with Delilah is to, we never get to see her. She's she's a voice on a on a on a on a thing on a walkie-talkie. Yeah, she's a voice on a walkie-talkie. She's not really anything else. And uh, I think because of that, you've got to make like the character, like dialogue, so much stronger than you would be able to if you were just you could see the character, you could know their like mannerisms and how they look, and 
You know, like all you have is their voice and what they say to go by. And she was she was such. And I I think a little bit later we have a best female performance, and I think I nominated her for that as well. Um, like you you learn so much about her through the um, through the dialogue of the main two characters, and she is. And it's easy to spoil this game just based on because how like short it is and how much uh, like happens during it. But um, uh, like the the voice the voice transactions that happens between um, Delilah and what's the uh, what's the guy's name Henry? Yeah, Hank. Hank. Um, yeah, they call him Hank. Yeah, it's it's uh, it's it's just so like convincing. At least the the first half of the game, uh, second half it kind of falls apart for me. But like I was I was like completely into it like through through, through the first half of that game, man. Like I just wanted to like, man, I gotta meet you. I gotta we gotta like find each other. We gotta like hook up or something. Get some, <laughs> get some fireworks. Like it was it was it was great. Yeah, but he, Pink was still married to the psycho bitch from Australia. Yeah. He's like, I'm married. Let me take my ring off. I'm not married anymore now. He married, <laughs> yeah, he, he married an overworked psycho bitch. And then she was like, Henry, I got your wife here. She's real sweet. And she would go like, hello? In that Australian voice. Henry, yeah. how are you, psycho oh, yeah, like, how are you, psycho bitch? I'm okay. You know, how's your mother? I'm still psycho. I'm like, okay. <laughs> I'm still out in the woods trying to make sure that you're okay. Okay, I got to go back doing my job. Yeah, yeah I- like, I loved, I loved Delilah because she was so, like, she's so, like, sarcastic. Like, she would constantly just fuck with you the entire time. But, like, she would be, she's, like, serious, too. Like, you know? And she can just flip the switch and be like funny, serious, sarcastic, uh, loving. Um, yeah, I mean, it's like she's written so well during the entire thing. Yeah, she's, she has written really well, even though she's just a voice. But you, you, you fall in love with the voice because it's so soothing. Yeah, and because like you're, I mean, you're the only two people out there. Yeah, out there in the middle. I, I I adore Firewatch. It's it's one of those games that yeah, it's four. It's about what four to five hours. I was kind of stupid, but you can get through it, and it's it's really amazing looking. Also, do not call the number. Don't do what I did. Oh, was there like a phone number? There was a phone number, a real phone number in it. And you called it. What was it? It was the park, the park that they were in. It's a real phone number you can call. And it's a thing that said, want, you know, wanted, uh, oh, it was a missing sign. Like, missing, this person's missing, call this oh. number, it's a real number. <laughs> Were they, like, in on the gig, or was it, like... I don't know, but I called it, and I went, like, hey, someone's missing out there, go check out, my name is, <laughs> my number, I almost gave up my number, I was like, yeah, thanks for your time. <laughs> And just hung up, and I was like, "Ah, that was a real number to somewhere, like to to a real forest." I was like, "Uh oh." 
Yeah, usually they don't do that, but... <laughs> yeah, it's a real number to a real place, so for anyone out there, don't do what I did. Do not do what I did with that, so don't call the number. But yeah, uh, Delilah's... Yeah, you, you fill in the blanks with Delilah, so I, I get what Wasabi's saying with that, but she's still just a, an intercom in a voice. I thought you did. Yeah. All right, so we're going to move on uh, to our next person. I didn't play too much Titanfall 2. This is, must be the uh, this must be in the story. Uh yeah, BT. He's the uh he's the Titan and uh Titanfall 2, the Titan. I mean, there's more than one, but he's we, you know, we nominated we nominated a Titan. Yeah. So they, I mean, all all the Titans have like personalities of their own. They don't have like AI and stuff, but BT is the one that you pilot uh, as the main character. And uh, what's cool about him is like he's not your he's not your Titan. You just get assigned to him. His uh this happens at the beginning of the game. Uh, his pilot dies, and he kind of promotes you on the spot uh, to be a pilot because you're kind of just like a lowly like foot soldier. Uh, and he you get um. You kind of bond with him, and uh, he dies, promotes you on the spot. And so all of a sudden, uh, BT uh, seven two seven four becomes your Titan, and uh, he has his own like kind of quips and and uh, like dialogue that <laughs> really like uh, lets his like personality shine almost. Like uh, the main character would say things. I forget his name, but. Uh, he'll say things and kind of, uh, you know, BT kind of won't understand like the the literal. He'll take it like literally when he when uh, he's like meaning like figuratively. Uh, he'll say like, "Oh, it's gonna be a shit storm," and like BT will be like, "I uh, really don't think that there will be human fecal matter raining from the skies or some shit like that." Is it voiced by Optical Prime? <laughs> I actually don't know. I'm not sure whose voice is on that, actually. Um, well, whoever it is is really good at doing like a ro- a robot voice. <laughs> but um, yeah. So you you kind of just go through this like bonding experience between you know this robot that you just inherited uh, and uh, the main character. Um, you start trusting each other more and he's throwing you across gaps and you're like, hey, uh, BT, you sure about this? And he goes, you know, my calculations are this, this, and that. Here's a wind resistance. Good fucking luck. And he throws you. <laughs> and I'm like... Uh, but yeah, you know, he, he learns how to like fist bump and stuff like that and he's really cool. <laughs> he fist bump with a, with a robot. Yeah. Hey, robot. Fist bump. Yeah. Pretty cool. Uh, yeah, I really liked him as like a character. Uh, th- there's a lot of characters in that game that just really, uh, and this is talking about the game as a whole now. They don't really give time to shine for like the main bad guys, I guess. All the bosses is kind of like you meet them and then you kill them. And there's no like build up, really. Yeah, there's just no like build up. It's is it. That's my only like real huge like problem with that game is like there there could have been a lot more character 
development in terms of like the bosses. Yeah. And it kind of just squandered that opportunity. Because there's some real like good personalities in that game that you only hear like on radio, like back and forth with each other. And then when you finally meet them, you know, they have like this cool ass intro and then you kill them. And it's like, oh, okay. You're kind of interesting for a minute or two there, but you're dead now. But so, yeah, having BT there through the whole game kind of allowed that development to happen. He's a really cool character. Yeah. All right. What's what's next then? The other one is uh, ETH Infinite Warfare. Oh, Ethan. Mm-hmm. Ethan. So he's another robot, actually. I don't know what it is about this year and in, in, in robot characters, man. But they're kind of knocking it out of the park. I think the robots are taking over. Yeah. So Ethan is another one who's kind of, um, I guess, assigned to your unit, and. There's like this, I don't want to like say it's like, what, like racism, I guess. But there's like a, a lack of respect for the, um, I guess, the robot combatants. They kind of see them as like tools and not as like, you know, partners or whatever. Um, and Ethan is like, he's pretty much like a human. Like he has the personality of a human. Like he's always making quips and jokes and uh and you know helping everyone out but he never like gets his one character that never like accepts him until he like well i guess like spoilers again but uh ethan like proves himself and then all of a sudden he gains respect of um some of the other characters Mm -hmm. and um yeah i don't know like seeing that development between you know him like proving himself and you know, like being accepted fully as a, like a member of the team and and uh, stuff like that. Um, he's another like robot. By the end of the game, you you really like formed a bond with him. That's kind of like the 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 premise with my picks is that you know you you kind of meet them in the beginning and then you form More a about, bond with him. A lot about the development. Not just yeah, the, yeah, yeah. I think that's what it's all about for. Indeed. Character of the year. Uh, yeah. All right. So we you know, have, let me see here. We've talked about six, right? So one, two, three. no, no, we talked about five. There's one more I want to, I want to put on there before we move on after this. I feel like if we move on and we didn't talk about Trico. I feel like that would be a crime. Yeah. I didn't play uh, the last guy in. I probably won't. Mm-hmm. Um, so. That's kind of all I can say about that. All right, but I'm just saying some people would play it and go like, "Well, is Trico not on there?" Just want to just want to be the the voice out there to say like Trico. That that's that's all I wanted to say is we we mentioned him, and that's about it. <laughs> uh, yeah, I think. Uh, uh, I mean, I haven't played it either, but I think that it should probably be a nominee. Hmm. Just you know, based on the uh, the fandom of that game, and so so we gotta we gotta narrow it down to five though before we move on because we talked about six and then Chico makes seven. Yeah, uh, I'm probably gonna say I'm probably gonna say Lily's out. I, I would say that uh, we gotta drop a robot, so you only get one robot with Sabi. 
and then pick up Trico. And then uh, the other ones will obviously be the, uh, Pronto, Delilah, uh, and Adine, and then uh, one of the robots, and then Trico. All right. How do we feel about that? I feel fine with that. I say Ethan's gone. Yeah, I, I never really played Infinite Warfare. I played a little bit of Titanfall 2. Yeah, I mean, so I can definitely see where where uh, Wasabi's going with uh, BT seven two seven four. Like he 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 put up the like I I I buy BT being way better than Ethan. What do you think, Wasabi? BT is a lot better than Ethan, but uh, I don't know, dude. Ethan Ethan man, he he's 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 a lot more human than he is robot. So he's, he's Mega Man. He's like yeah, he's like Mega Man kind of. He gets a team out of a lot of sticky situations. Um, I don't know, but yeah, we can drop. Okay, we can drop Ethan if we need to. Mm-hmm. Who's, right. Who? Who else do we have then? So we have Prompto from Final Fantasy, Delilah from Firewatch, Nadine from Uncharted Four, uh, BT from Titanfall Two, and then. Um, what was the fifth one? You just you just said him, Ravens. Uh, Ethan. No, no, no. Uh, Lily. No, you just said it. Oh, Trico, 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 Trico. Yeah, yeah. From from Trico? the last. Oh. Yeah. So that, that'll be five. Yeah. All right. I feel good about that. I think that's pretty good. I think that's fair. Fair and balanced. Yeah, Trico. So it'd be. Give me just a second. I can just type it in a comment. Yeah, type it in the comments and then I'll drag it. If you can do that, that'll be that'll be great because I got Yeah, you got to yeah, you got to deal with the uh Yeah, that'll make things go way faster if you can do that for me. And then I'll have a page for you in a second. Okay. Computer's being slow. Oh, Clef 5, don't forget Beck from Mighty number 9. No. Um, no. Yeah, no. It, uh, wait. The problem with Beck is I don't even want to say that it, it's his friends, man. I just want to choke him. I mean, Beck really doesn't have any character, I don't think. He kind of just exists. He right? Kinda, he kind of I mean, he kind of sucks. He has no personality. Yeah, I mean, if we're going for worst character like, of the year, he he would definitely rake up there. I'm just trying to like, I, I'm trying to remember, like, I mean, he has a least personality out of all of the robots in that game. And all like, the other least, and all the other robot masters hate him. Yeah. Why you know he's like what is his purpose? Oh, someone attacked me. Okay, back go out there and destroy them. I guess you know. And I think of, when I think of a name like Beck, I keep thinking of that singer called Beck, and I go like that's no. Well, that's the point. I'm like no, that no, I don't want it. I don't want a character that is named Beck. I think that's what they were going for. All right. Headline, boss attacks Beck. Correction, <laughs> twice. That will always be stuck in my head forever. Yeah, Beck, Beck. Uh, or that or that ice one that just goes like, oh, Beck, are you, are you cold? Oh, 
let me warm you up. I went, like I wanted to murder. <laughs> I, I I almost wanted if I if I could if I could VR and go into the game, I would murder that ice that 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 snow cone. I would go in there. I'm like I will I will beat the shit out of you. Like I would yeah. I would beat him with his own skull and say, please shut the fuck up. You're just as annoying as a YouTuber. Please shut up. Yeah. All right. Nominations are in there. All right. Thank you. All yep, right. I'll just do that. I'll do that for a section because you got the stream and shit. So I'll take care of that as we go. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. I will get a, a page and all that stuff as, as we go. All right. Next one. Ooh, this one's a doozy of a boozy. You guys yeah, ready? Quite a bit. You guys yep, ready for I'm, this one? I'm, I'm ready. You, you, oh, yeah. you got your chainsaws ready? You got your... Ch- yeah, you, you, we got... We got a... The next one is... Holy shit, has it been a year for shooters? Yeah, this actually almost was called the year of the shooter, if I don't if I remember correctly. I yeah, mean, almost... It was called the year of the shooter. Then I remembered VR came out this year, and I was like... I'm, I'm, I'm telling you this year, I could... You know, like, people are like, why this year is the year of the shooter? Isn't every year year of the shooter? No, this year is the year of the shooter. It was going to be the year of the return yeah. of the shooter. Yeah. Oh, you're right. That's what it was. Yeah. Oh, yeah. The sh- shooters never went away. Never. Not at all. It's always been there. But this year, it's like they stepped it up. So many out. big names, you know? They I mean, it and, and not only do we have shooters, but we have, like, a variety of, like, types of shooters. Like, right. Like you know, Shadow not, Warrior 2, for instance. Yeah. Different style. Yeah, I mean, I mean, you got you got Doom, you got Overwatch, Gears of War Four, Shadow Warrior Two, you got uh, Call of Duty, Infinite Warfare, you got Titanfall. I mean, there's so many of them, so many big names. You got Battlefield One, you got everything. I mean, so and they all came out. The, the crazy part is, is that a couple of those came out really like back to back to back. Yeah, especially towards the end of the year here, not too long ago, about a month ago. Yeah. So, so uh, I think. I, I think we can get something out of the way real quick, right? Uh, we can get a few of these out of the way real quick. Yeah. I think Overwatch is certainly going to get a nomination. I, th- I think we can all agree on that. Overwatch is definitely on there. So Overwatch uh, is going to take a spot. Keyed. Okay. Uh, Doom is definitely on there. I'd agree with that. What do you think, uh, Ravens? Uh, I, I agree with that, mostly. Yeah, I, I think Doom is personally for me. Uh, Doom is like it, it's like number one or number two. I, I'll probably give I'd probably personally give Overwatch number one, but Doom would be num- number two for me. Uh, here's the thing about Doom, and this is not a knock against Doom. Overwatch has no single player. You know, I don't I don't think that matters though because Doom's multiplayer is pretty weak. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that's the real. The star of the show for Doom is that single player, which is fantastic. Yeah, beautiful world, su- such a fluid, fast-paced gameplay. Uh, it's just fun, the, the, and the music in that game. Oh, it gets you going. It gets you going. Yeah, yeah, that 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 gets you going indeed. I'm I'm not gonna sit here and go like, well, I have no qualms with Doom. The only thing I I saw, if you crank up the difficulty, it does get hard. Like it it does get you. Oh yeah, absolutely. Yeah. I was having trouble with it on like 
normal, I think. Yeah, there's some parts that are quite. If difficult. you don't like, if you don't try to go back and get all those relics, it it right. can really yeah hinder like your performance in that game. That's the only thing I can hark on it, but that's really nothing, you know. I mean, it should be hard. Yeah, yeah that's mean, what you want. Yeah, but if uh, you're, you know, if you if you are man, you should be skipping easy and normal, guaranteed. Yeah, but I'm not I'm not gonna hark on a game for it being hard. You know, I'm not gonna go like. Well, the game's hard, so you shouldn't play it. I'm like, no, no, right. it's, that's my fault as a player. Not not good enough to beat it on whatever setting. And if you set it to hard, you're kind of asking for it, right? Yeah, game's no joke. <laughs> if you st- if you play that on the hardest difficulty and you stop, like literally, if you stop moving in that game in a fight for like a second or two, you're gonna die. Yeah, yeah. you gotta. Yeah, you got to plan out your kills, and then if you you know you right. have enough chainsaws to make sure that you have enough health and all that stuff. But it's like that's the thing. It's like I feel like that slows down the flow, but that's such a such a small little thing. I'm not I'm not I'm not arguing for that. That's just my experience. I'm not like oh give it a less points because it's hard. I'm like no no that's that's dumb and no one should ever. Yeah, it kind of reminded me like I mean this is gonna sound kind of weird, but. The way that that worked on the on the hardest uh, difficulty, like you had to be thinking about, you know, okay, I got I got to make sure I have my chainsaw here. If I need ammo, I got to be looking for the next health pack as I'm moving around trying to kill all these things. Because if I stop, I'm dead. Mm-hmm. You have to do it. You have to do it right. You have to do everything right because you make one mistake, you're screwed. It kind of reminds me of like the, you know the, those old school platformers where, you know, you have to do everything the right perfect way. Mm-hmm. Otherwise, you got to start all the way over again. It kind of reminded me of that in a way. Uh, of course, the difference is that. You know, it's constantly changing in Doom. If you play through that game a second time, like you know, it's not going to be the same exact moves you have to do. It just kind of gave me that feeling that that like level of uh, difficulty, Where, like you just can't stop. You got to make this jump and then jump on top of this to jump on top. You know, it kind of reminded me of like some old Mario games and stuff. So I, I liked it. But uh, what else we got? Uh, so of course Overwatch and all the other stuff. You want to? Uh, I wanted to get. Uh, you know what I don't see on here. What are you missing? Uh, we're missing the Big Kahuna, the one that is forged in World War One, the greatest Battlefield game ever, ever, ever. Oh yeah, I did not like Battlefield One. Me either. No, did I? I think now here's here's my thing with Battlefield One is I feel it's it's is a fantastic game, like on its own like merits, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, I think it's the best like big team battle multiplayer shooter uh you know that's that's around but my thing is the world war one setting kind of feels like a skin you know what i mean to me it is a skin i'm not playing that game any differently than i was playing the you know any of the previous battlefields right yeah i'd agree with that um like the story to me was well, the the multiplayer to me was the strongest part, but the story was like very weak to me. It felt like it felt like a weak um, kind of version of like Far Cry. Like they added, they gave you the binoculars. Now you're like scouting enemies and uh, pinpointing them on the map on your on your HUD. It was it different. Yeah, it's it was different than like other uh, battlefields battlefields but it, it, it was like a the lot weird, like far like, cry it was like weird like small it wasn't even like you know it wasn't like one consistent story it was like the small stories 
there's like five or six small stories and like they weren't very long i mean you know i know people don't really buy battlefield to play the story mode but um it was just, it was different i i liked parts of it i didn't like a lot of parts a lot of the parts you're talking about it wasn't as like action-packed as i wanted it to be it was a lot of like like you said scouting and stuff some of the storytelling was kind of cool because a lot of it was actually informative uh, and interesting um but it wasn't I, I don't know. It it wasn't like the worst part about the game for me. I I guess I don't judge a Battlefield game based on its story very much. It's like a very low weighted, you know, expectation for me. Yeah. But as far as like the multiplayer goes, uh, you know, I've I Battlefield Four to me was so much better than Battlefield One's multiplayer. Infinitely better to me. I I don't know. I did not enjoy. Battlefield One multiplayer. I don't know. I don't know if it's like I didn't like the World War One arsenal available to you. So, most of the, lots of the guns just felt like the same gun to me. Like, I don't know. You know what I mean? Like I could just be. Obviously, there was probably a lot less variation back then, um, in uh, weaponry, but it, it just didn't feel. It wasn't as exciting as like the way Battlefield Four was. And I, I do think that there are games out there that are available on steam right now that are that do what battlefield does the way like the big massive multiplayer you know 64 man servers you know battle thing there's games out there that do that they're not you know triple a titles but there are games out there that do that i think and that i think i think do it better uh like armor 3 i think does does it better of course armor 3 doesn't look as doesn't look as good it still looks pretty good but that to me i wouldn't put it in with all the shooters that came out they would have to. I would have Battlefield one out because of it. I think all the other ones are better. I kind of agree with yeah. that. I think Shadow Warrior two was better. Obviously, Overwatch and Doom. Uh, I think Titanfall two was better. I I would even I I would even say like I Call of Duty would be better than Battlefield one. That depends. Yeah. So yeah, the the stuff I don't I don't I didn't like about the story in Battlefield One. I loved about the story and Call of Duty, but then the multiplayer sucked in Call of Duty. So I don't right. know. It's 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 uh, it's a double edged sword. Yeah, and I know like people are probably asking like, well, why does Doom get a pass on the multiplayer? It doesn't. I mean, the multiplayer was serviceable on that, but. The single player was so fucking strong in that that I mean You're also talking about Doom here. Yeah, and you're talking about Doom. I mean it's it's You're playing a game that you played when you were a kid in a whole new way, like Yeah. In, in a modern way, and it's just to me that that was a big part of why I liked it. Cause I played those games, you know, when I was younger Wait, and they remove Levolution in Battlefield One? Mm, no, it's still there. I just don't think. Well, that's a big part of four. I don't know. It still has destructible environments. So like if you shoot at a certain, I think it's just certain walls and shit like get destroyed. See that map that is showing right now on the stream, the the desert one. I fucking hated that. Yeah, that was the beta oh, map. Oh yeah, and that was. Yeah, that was a beta was map. Awful. It was literally just a sniper shit show. Everybody was... sniping. The problem with that was, you know, the way I like playing Battlefield, I understand Battlefield's a big open world game, but I like its close quarter combat. 
And that was the worst way of showing off that game, in my opinion. I went like, this is horrible. It takes so long to get to anyone, to kill anyone, and it's like, what am I doing? Yeah, that's a hard game to play by yourself, I think. It, it really, the game really needs, like, team communication. Like, they kind of, they, they, they try to emphasize it in Battlefield, because they put you, like, in a squad, and there's a squad leader, you know, randomly assigned for the whole game. And But it, very rarely do you see any kind of direction come out from the squad leader or the squad in general. So it's kind of just like you're running around randomly trying to kill people. And uh, another thing that I just reminded myself of talking about that map and the sniping in it. Do you guys remember the sniping in Battlefield 4? Yeah. Just... That shit was hard. I mean, you're talking about like pretty pretty serious like bullet drop. Like, and comparing it to Battlefield 1, I, I just didn't... I didn't think it was hard at all, man. That thing was OP. Like, it... It didn't have that same like skill level you needed to be good with that weapon. And also, in Battlefield 4's base in modern times, why would a sniper from World War One be way better than a sniper from you know, from not modern times? It's crazy. Yeah, and I believe with the if you look in the chat, you get you know, we're talking about uh, you know the uh, destructible environment. Definitely did seem ter- uh, tuned down or uh, turned down in Battlefield One. Yeah, you get you get some more like weather interactions, but like in Battlefield Four, like buildings were getting fucked. Like it was, I don't know, I I don't know. It it might, I don't. Know. I just didn't feel it. I wasn't feeling it, man. I was pretty disappointed to be honest. Bought that game, you know. I think I spent. I think I got like the seventy or eighty dollar version with like the DLC or whatever it oh, was. Okay. But yeah, I just wasn't impressed with it. I think I probably spent a total of about five to six hours total playing that game and i just couldn't keep going i think my problem with battlefield one for me is i played a lot of battlefield you know like i played the shit out of hardlines to the point that when i play i feel like i i feel so full if i play more battlefield i will probably puke like yeah like i am i am so burned out on it and a lot of people that come back to the series like oh this is great because they probably only played Call of Duty or those games. They never played Battlefield. Like they never played four or three, or three Bad really Company. Good too, yeah, yeah. They never played you know Bad Company, which everyone likes, or you know they never played the close quarter combat like I like. You know, like that's the thing about this game. I'm like, man, this just seems like this is just open world combat with bolt action. Guns. I'm like, I don't want that. But that I'm, I'm talking. You're talking to a guy that's an, like, I'm an old man, and people are like, this is great. And I'm like, go fuck yourselves. Yeah, this doesn't didn't live up to my expectations. I remember way back when uh, the initial trailer came out for Battlefield One. I was pretty excited. I was like, this looks awesome. Like, I'm really excited for the World War One setting. Oh, but yeah, didn't didn't live up to the hype for me. I mean, it wasn't a horrible game. I'm not going to say that. Yeah, it's not a bad game. It's not unplayable. It's just, you know, I would never, if I could go, I wouldn't spend $60 on it now. It seems It seems like it's one of those games that got hyped up to one of those, and then people are like, it's great, guys. It's great. And I'm like, I know what I'm, I know what I'm getting. You guys can shut up. And I think it's unfortunate, too, because I think with the re- the way that you know EA released Battlefield One and then pretty much released Titanfall Two right after, kind of overshadowed Titanfall Two. It overshadowed it big time. I mean, which which is sad because Titanfall Two is a good game. 
Titanfall 2 is a great game. It, you know, like I, I yeah, Fantastic way better game, game in my opinion. Yeah, yeah, really good game. And you know, I feel like it. It kind of sucks for Titanfall 2, man, because that game would have had a lot more, uh, you know, influx of players. I think if uh, if they weren't released so close together, it's just a shame that EA didn't recognize that. It's a shame that Titanfall 2, you can, you know, the, back in the Thanksgiving sale, there was a one on PSN, you could buy Titanfall 2 and Battlefield 1 for 75 bucks. So that's like Titanfall 2 for $15. That is nice. Yeah, both both games for $15. And I'm like, wow, Titanfall 2, you've, you don't deserve being $15, but you're $15. You know, I mean, just yeah, say. yeah. All right. Uh, well, we talked about Battlefield One a lot. We'll we'll come back to after we talk about the rest. I guess uh, I get the only for sure nominations we have. I think right now are Overwatch and Doom. Yeah. Um, so I, what's what's next? Uh, oh, okay. Well, I think uh, I think we should talk about let's just talk about Call, Call of Duty right now. Uh, Infinite Warfare. Uh, I played a lot of it. And it's Call of Duty. Yeah, it's kind of... I, I didn't play too much of it. I'm not a big I, Call of Duty fan, I mean, personally. I don't know what to tell you, you know? Like, me yeah. just saying, oh. I mean, I think... Well, Call of Duty, for me, because I, I didn't play the last... Uh, I didn't play Black Ops 3, but I played... Uh, what was one before that? Advanced Warfare? I liked that a lot. Advanced Warfare was great, but I, the good thing about, like... Uh, infinite is that the way the uh, the missions are structured, like it's it's non-linear. Like you go to like a um, a war table and like a, a a mission map, and you can kind of just pick like these like missions that you just want to do, and they're not like chumpy side. I mean, they, they kind of are chumpy side missions, but they each have like a little like story attached to it. They each have like some cutscene in the beginning and end. And um, some like story development, character development, and stuff like that. So it's really cool. You just pick like where you want to go and kind of do this nonlinear thing, plan of attack, and each one uh, like unlocks you like you know some weapons and stuff like that, so that you can kind of build up your army. You know what it reminded me of? It reminded me of the uh, what was it Mass Effect Three when you're like getting a galactic preparedness or whatever the hell they called it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, that's what it felt like. It felt like you were going around um, taking care of missions like on the side. That way when you can get to like the, the main battle, you were prepared. That's what it felt like. Or you can just go straight ahead and do the main mission with whatever you had. But when you did that side stuff, you would unlock like you would unlock like new type of gr- grenades and like new attachments for your guns, new weapons outright, uh, new armor, like armor for your ship. Uh, you get a ship. You can fly the fuck around and like uh, do like air combat, space combat missions. <laughs> uh, like that shit was really cool. It was really like dumbed down kind of combat. Like all you had to really do was like hold one button to like follow and like shoot and shit like that. But uh, I mean, for like a Call of Duty game, I guess it, it fits. Um, but. I mean, it was probably the most unique Call of Duty game I've ever played, like since Modern Warfare, I guess. I I would say, like, as far as how, what I think about the game, uh, I, like I said, I didn't play it too much, but 
the multiplayer wasn't very you know it, it it was you know it's whatever it's it's Call of Duty multiplayer but the story was interesting it, it was the most interesting uh, campaign I've seen in a long time in a Call of Duty game uh, if if not ever so I, I did I will give it that definitely had a good story which is some, not something that you really come to expect from a Call of Duty game you know so it, it was a nice surprise and just like we were talking about you know had some mechanics in it that I thought made it pretty interesting. Uh, so yeah, so it, it definitely deserves deserves to be considered, absolutely. And uh, whether whether you like it or not, Call of Duty is one of the most popular games in the world. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, so, if you like Call of Duty and you like Black Ops Three, there's no point of not liking this one. Yeah, I think the shooting's a lot tighter in this one. In my opinion, I think that I like the shooting better in this one than. Than Black Ops Three, but that's just me. Yeah, I think it's I think it's hard to have a best shooter section and like not have a Call of Duty game in there because, like I said, a lot of people, you know, they really come down on Call of Duty. You know, a lot of us fucking sweaty gamers do. But yeah. when it comes down to it, that's one of the most popular games in the world, right? And they keep making money off of it, and people say like they're you know they don't they don't really change too much. You know, they just put out the same shit every year. That's the thing about Call of Duty is the people that love Call of Duty wanted to wanted wanted to say the same. The people that hate right. it wanted to change. But so, why would they change it if it's if successful? Is what I'm, exactly, what I'm thinking. Yeah, exactly. You know? If it ain't broke, don't fix it. But I I understand there's the, yeah. there's two sides of this argument. But also, if you change it too much, the old school people go like, "What the hell is this?" If you change it, if you change a lot of it, then you turn off this base. I get yeah. what they're going. Yeah. Like they a lot of. Good. I, I think with Advanced Warfare, a lot of people were just turned off about, you know, they changed the, you know, you could jetpack, go forward, go backwards. And I'm like, I like that. Yeah. And yeah, you know, I, yeah, I, I agree. Like, I liked, I liked the shooting and I liked the jetpacking around. Like, I know this has jetpacking, but, like, that mechanic hasn't even been back since Advanced Warfare, which is crazy, in my opinion. How come you can't boost forward or boost backwards or side to side? Why is this the only the only game that can do that? And it, you know, a three year old game seems better mobility than the newest one is crazy in my opinion. Yeah, I also think like the people that really enjoy Call of Duty. I've talked. I, I've said this before. You know, Call of Duty is a is a. Uh, it's not a, it's not like a serious game, you know. It's something that it's something that you play with your buddies mm-hmm. on the weekend, you know, have a couple of beers, you play some Call of Duty, you know, after work or something with a couple of friends, you know. It's it's not like the hardcore gamers are you know playing Call of Duty a lot, it, you know. It's it's the average the average gamer, the guy with the next box on the weekend, you know, with the place that you know. It's it's a uh, there's a reason why like you know the people that spend a couple thousand dollars on a PC rigs, you know, it, the game's not popular on PC. It's not popular with those like diehard people that that shell out tons of money, you know, for better, like, you know, hardware and stuff. This is like your casual gamer. Th- this is what this game is for. And like, it's so. and it's doing worse on PC year over year. Oh yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I mean, you just got to think about who who they market this for, and this is for, you know, it's more of like a broad audience. So, I I think personally, like this game has to be on the nomination list. Uh, how do you guys feel? Mm, we we well, still got we still got some 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 more right. We still got some more to talk about. That's just how I feel. 
It's Call of Duty. I mean, if its story is that strong, then I have no problem with that. We'll come back yeah. to it, but uh, at the same time, we're not going to grandfather it in just because. Right, right, right. If it deserves to be there, it deserves to be there. That that's all I have to say about that. But this year's, you know, if, if it will make bottom five at least, you know. All right. Okay. So let's. Uh, I think with next we should talk about Titanfall two. Titanfall two is definitely Titanfall two. That game yeah. is uh, amazing. Yes. Yeah, yeah you want to talk about mobility in a first-person shooter? Mm-hmm. Titanfall Two is the prime example. I'd agree with that. Uh, pretty much. I mean, so much of an example that Call of Duty's been chiefing off it since what Black Ops Two? Yeah. Three, I think. Three. Three. Yeah. Yeah, I think people don't realize how integral Black Titanfall was to the the original one. Yeah, like it, it, it is, uh, like mobility is key, I think, in a first person shooter. Um, oh, if yeah, you can't yeah. like move around in the game, like and you don't have to have like so many options that you know to 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 move around that it's ridiculous. But Titanfall Two gives you, it just feels good to never stop moving in that game to run on the walls to do the there's a glitch where you can uh like pick up speed if you do a uh if you jump and continuously do a uh a crouch a crouch slide um and they're not going to patch that like i think it's cool that they're just keeping that in there uh it's kind of like bunny hopping and uh uh quake was just like yeah people figure out these ways to just keep moving it's and it's great uh, Titanfall two, and not, and not only does it feel good to just move around, but like the the shooting in that is great. And then like it change and shit flips when you call down your Titans, and then it just feels like a first person like MOBA almost because you're like launching like uh, skills at e- other Titans, and you each have like a cooldown in your skills, and like it's it's it becomes like a, a whole different game when you when you're fighting like Titan on Titan and stuff like that. Yeah. Um, and that's before we even start talking about the single player campaign, which is like to say there's like platforming in a first person game. You immediately think, oh, boy, this is this is going to be bad. But they completely pull it off uh, and every level feels different. I mean, there's like a, a level that's like a time traveling level where you're like going back and forth between uh like the past and the future and you're platforming and you're going back to the past and you're to hit another platform that wasn't there in the future and you go back to the future hit another platform it's like man and like it's different like consistently changes it's it's like thing like it's gimmick like consistently throughout the campaign it's a good fucking game that i think should be number three on this list right should be on the list absolutely timefall absolutely on the list there is no debating about that i'm not gonna sit here and say yeah it's it's a lot of fun i've i played a lot of it so absolutely uh a blast i love you know what my favorite titan you have a favorite titan is the one with the sword oh yeah love the the titan with the sword and then it's kill it's kill animation (laughs) 
I don't know what it's called, but you know when you when you down a titan and then you just stick the sword in it and it just yeah. explodes. I was like, this is greatest titan ever. Yeah, yeah, yeah it's that's a good sadness. game. I mean, Titanfall Two deserves a lot more recognition. It, uh, it, yeah, it definitely deserves a lot more recognition, but it just seems sandwiched between a right. rock and a hard place. Yeah, Battlefield One and Call of Duty kind of covered it up. Also, fortunately, also the, the the maps are free, so can you really complain? You know, it's just that kind of game. It's just it's fun to get into, you know, and play. It's not a serious like MOBA shooter. You know, it's not like oh, get into rank battles and go. You know, it's it's laid back. It's good to get into a game with your buddies and go that. Yeah, I mean, the game has like has no season pass, which is should be considered like an absurdity. Uh, right in the year 2016, like where the fuck is the season pass? But it doesn't need one. Like it's gonna be, it's gonna have like no I additional. Think, I think the problem with season passes is they get in the groove of like, okay, we promise you three map packs, and here they are, and go fuck yourselves. You're like, wait, there's no more of this? No, we're done. Yeah, like that's but... the thing. What killed Titanfall One was if they kept bringing out maps and things. I think that. The, the game would have last longer. Yeah. Yeah, and the improvement from Titanfall 1 to Titanfall... Titanfall 1 was a good game, but the improvement it, that was made between the two games is huge, I think. Yeah, they refined what what needed to be done, added a yeah. few things, added, you know, the, the, the grappling hook, more Titans, more everything, and that's what you needed. You know? Yeah, and it, you got you know, Titanfall itself set a standard, I think. It set a new standard, which Wasabi kind of touched on this earlier. You can kind of see Call of Duty trying to, like, play off that after Titanfall, the first which, Titanfall came out. Which I think a lot of people don't give credit to, which is weird. Right. You know, you know right. a lot but of the, people... The fluidity of Titanfall 2, though, is just amazing. You know, a lot of people Fast go like, fluid. well, Call of you know, these... I mean... They moved the the genre forward again. You can sit here and go like, no, they didn't. You know, the Titans themselves didn't move forward, but the mobility did. Like the actual, you know, doing stuff and uh, being there is absolutely the mobility got it there. So for anyone out there, I think Cleft uh, in the chat makes a good point. Uh, as far as the season pass thing goes with Titanfall Two, that does certainly have a lot to do with it being a new brand. Uh, it's definitely not because they're trying to set a new industry standard because, you know, EA. Yeah. I feel like... Battlefield 1. I feel yeah. like the, the, the argument, not the argument, but the, the, the business thing is, do we go with a season pass or do we go with microtransactions? Do we go with season pass or do we go with microtransactions with both? And if we do season pass, what do we do with the microtransactions? Yeah, that's another argument, though. But I, I think the Titanfall to... Uh, to get a nomination yeah yeah i played it we all played it it's it's basically yeah it's there's i'm not gonna argue against it i would but there's i no really point. don't yeah there's, i really don't feel like you can yeah well yeah i mean it's a solid I mean, package it, from my perspective i'd rather play that game over battlefield one and call of duty infinite warfare yeah, yeah, yeah. By, by default you i mean how do you feel wasabi you think it deserves a nomination Oh yeah, I already said it's the number three spot. Okay, so I got it on there. So right now we got Overwatch, Doom, and Titanfall two. We got a few more games to talk about. 
Yeah. And then, uh, I'm gonna. Done here with I'm, I'm gonna go to. I'm gonna go to mini war on the on the next one. What is it? Which one? Uh, Gal Gears of War four. Okay. Yeah, I wanted. Um, yeah, so I bought that game for thirty bucks. Just want to just say that you know played a lot of the. Uh, I played a lot of Horde, a lot of multiplayer. I didn't get into the single player yet, but I really like it. Like, I really like chainsawing people. It feels solid. Like, it's a really good Gears game. Yeah, I, I liked it quite a bit. I've been a Gears fan since the, like, the beginning. Um, and I, I, you know, the game before, uh, before uh, Gears of War 4, we had uh, Judgment. Which was a flop, in my yeah, opinion. Yeah, wasn't, wasn't and very good. Pretty, pretty, pretty much. You know, everyone kind of agrees with that. Um, but Gears of War Four really, I think, brought it back. Um, I know some people don't like it. I like the ability to be able to like some. Uh, it's kind of like a I love it and hate it thing. As far as like you know, you can play like the non uh, PvP modes with your friends uh, that, that are on Xbox. It's mm-hmm. kind of cool. Sometimes it can be annoying. I, I know I got in several uh, horde matches uh, where I'm playing on PC, and yeah, Wasabi was there too. Uh, and you know, it's harder to aim on a controller. It's just the fact of it. So there's sometimes when it was like you felt like you were carrying the whole team. But uh, I think it's good just because you know generally in these types of games, PC is going to have less of a player base, so it still gives you the option to find games. You know, the non-PVP modes at least. Um, I thought it. Was, I thought it was cool. The uh, the campaign was awesome. Mm-hmm. To me, it was all around a good game. The, the mechanics were good. There was a couple new guns. Um, story was story was good. Uh, just it held up. It's end of the bargain, in my opinion. It held. Yeah. It, uh, my my thing with Gears Four was that um, the story the story was like really interesting. Until like the locust or what the fuck are they called in this one? <laughs> oh yeah, uh, what do they call them? The the, the, the hive, the swarm, swarm. Is that it? Yeah, swarm. Yeah. Uh, I was like, yeah, no, those are locusts. You know, like yeah, I mean, they just like, started calling them the swarm. Yeah, that was kind of weird. I'll give that to you. Yeah, they're totally I'm, the locusts. Uh, yeah, so I was like, man, like you even like eliminate them the same way you throw the grenade in, into the into the uh, emergence hole, or they call it they call that something different too, the nest. I was like, come on, guys, like be a little bit more original here. It's like that's kind of where it fell apart for me. It was like I thought it would have been better just keeping it how it was. Yeah, in my opinion. Um, and that's what I liked about the game. Uh, it didn't try to like. I mean, like yeah. what it did cool, I thought was like when the um, like those robots, I thought was cool, and they were like airdrop them in, so like mm-hmm. they were just pretty much just airdrop and then drop them right on top of you, and so you had to fucking like run around like real quick to kind of like reshift your your uh, your placement, right? Um, and that shit was really cool. Um, like I feel I I I thought they would come up with like, some more unique enemies like that, but yeah, um, that would have been nice. Um, uh, Hardy Andrea says, "Fucking the robots were lame." I thought, I thought they were better. You know, at least they were different than the fucking locusts, which we've been fighting. You know, through right, every ever. game, and yeah, and then they bring them back and try to call it something different is was was completely lame to me. I think, and then uh, like the 
I'm not going to get into spoiler territory here, but fuck that ending, man. Like the ending was was fucking bullshit, I think. Like no, nothing is resolved at the end of this. Nothing is resolved. Yeah, they set they set up you, for the you, next you one. You pretty much go through this yeah. whole thing and the ending comes up and it's a huge fuck you. I'm not going to go into specifics, but that's not that's not very uncommon though. For it's not, games. but I feel like, like if they're gonna it, do another one, you expect them to do that. They come back just to set up another trilogy. Yeah, like I feel Wait, like I'm not surprised. I wasn't surprised at all. I knew I already assumed that they, it was gonna have an ending like that because they were gonna open it up to a, you know, to a, a Gears Five. I think yeah. my problem, I get what Wasabi's doing. Like in Halo 1, they kind of like, oh, you know, we destroyed the ring. Oh, we're not done yet. It kind of leaves an open book, but not really. But this one's like, there will be a sequel. Like it literally just smacks you in the head with it. Yeah. Like, And then, um, I don't know. I guess the most of what I played in that was the Horde mode. And I think the more I played of that, the like less fun i was having with it because man i i don't like completely remember how like the previous horde modes worked but and this one it's the fucking same every time so what ends up happening is you kind of just know what you have to do every time you play it is is you just um like you just set up shop inside the spawn area and they'll all come from one direction yeah and you play it the same fucking way every time you play it. Like it was, it was just so like you play it like paint by numbers. It was boring as fuck to just play it. So you're yeah, saying. it was it was fun for a while, but it it's I mean, Horde's always been like that. I mean, as far as as long as I can remember, it's always just been super repetitive. But in this one in particular, it's you literally. I, I thought you, I remember the. I thought I remember like the waves being different though. Like you never knew what was coming in the in the old ones. It's really not. It's really not different from the old ones. I mean, like you still have you have the waves, and then they get harder increasingly. And then every tenth wave, you have a boss, and it's like a random, it's a random boss, right? And uh, depending on your difficulty, there might be two. Or we often got to the point to where we killed it so fast it was two. Is what I think was happening. But in this one, like the uh, the upgrades and stuff were like you had to do those to win. You know, you know what I'm talking about. Like the engineering class, you had to like. Yeah. You had to have like a bunch of auto turrets and uh, manual turrets like upgraded up, otherwise you were fucked. And you, it was the same thing for every map, really. You know, there's always this, there's always different maps that are that are easier to win on. You know, that we found because we we played the shit out of that. Uh, yeah. Me, me, you, and uh, Uncle Dolph, and uh, you know, it, it, you just it wasn't. I it would have been nice if they did something different with it. If they made it give you more options on how to like actually beat it. Cause really there's only one way to do it. <laughs> there's only yeah. one way. And that's you, you get an engine. You have to have an engineer. Cause if you don't, you're fucked. You're never, you're never going to make it like all the way through. And he has to just like upgrade everything and like use all your shit to just build a, a bunker in the spawn zone every, every single time. So, so yeah, I, that's definitely something that I got burnt out of. Yeah. yeah but- I guess my my thing is why I like it is because it's been a while since since I played Gears and I feel like the the multiplayer is really fun. That's just that's just me. Yeah, because- and, that, and that's that's the yeah. It's Gears of War at its core is a very fun game. And since it's been so long since we've all played one, it's kind of you know a new refreshing thing to get and just spend all this time with again. It's like a long lost friend. 
Yeah, yeah, I agree with that. And it has a nostalgic factor to it as well. Uh, at least, at least for me, because I remember, you know, I loved that stuff when I was growing up. First time I played Gears, I was like, "This is so cool! I can fucking chainsaw people in half with my chainsaw gun! Like, this is the fucking smartest thing anyone's ever done." I put a chainsaw on a gun. Yeah, chainsaw guns, the Lancer, the, the you know. Now they added the. They basically went to the school of Halo Four, Halo yeah, Halo Five of microtransactions so now guns are more goofier and people are like we don't like this the guns are now colorful and stupid and like well good don't just use black and shut up yeah yeah there are things there are there are things about that the microtransactions that I, i didn't necessarily like um i don't have a problem with microtransaction as long as it's cosmetic I don't really like things that like boost your gameplay, and they did have some stuff, at least for the horde mode, but they were completely unnecessary in the horde mode because yeah. it, it's you didn't need them to win. You just needed to. Uh, we already talked about it. You could win every single one just by upgrading a bunch of shit in the corner of the map. Like, but you know, that's neither here nor there. As far as like the characters go, I I didn't mind the characters. I thought they were good. Uh, I. Uh, I actually thought Marcus was dead like the first part of that show. Like for first part of the uh the game, I didn't realize he was still alive. Oh yeah. I didn't realize that. How did he so have, that was cool. I got a question. How do you have time to breed? Like all this shit's going down you, how, <laughs> how do you how do you just go like, Hey Anya, get over here? <laughs> <laughs> That's a good point. Like yeah, you gotta find time to fuck. That's what I always say. I, I have no idea. I mean, he's always hanging out with Coltrane and other people. It's like, does I mean, does he go like, hey, Coltrane, here's here's a lancer, go away, Anya, get over here? Because I don't see him being like the romantic type of going like, you want to go over here to this not bloody place and talk. <laughs> Anya, I don't know who's who's the mother is. I haven't played the. Uh, the single player yet but i will but it's just one of those things i'm like hmm he has a kid his name is jd and he's fighting the war with him i'm like marcus phoenix you old bastard i mean you know that's just one of the things is like he just seems like uh he just seems like the type that would just go like get over here girly i like you and she'll probably like i like you too suck dick let's do it it's like whatever Yeah, I don't. I don't see Marcus being sensitive. But no, definitely yeah. not. Yeah, I don't. You know, the girl has to be as hardcore as he is. But you know, it's it's. I I found it fun, maybe because it's been so long since I played that, and the you know the the multiplayer's were fine to to a finite detail. I thought Gears of War Ultimate sucked. I, you know, I feel like you can't go back to that because it's like, what the hell is this? Oh yeah. yeah. Yeah, I felt like that was the wrong game to remaster and redo and I felt, you know, if you buy Gears of War 4, which mm-hmm. I bought it for 30 bucks, if I bought it for 60, then I would feel gear I feel what you guys are saying. But that's, you know, price aside, I I felt like that's it's a good price. Yeah, also with Gears of War 4, um the PC port was awesome. Oh yeah, it's it was really good. I would consider that a perfect example of like how a PC port should be. Yes. Because it had I mean not only did it run like magnificently, but 
it had like every option you, you would expect. Yeah, you'd have it. Yeah, every option you expect for a PC game, and it also had a, a benchmark thing for it, which was awesome. Yeah, and it, I did not encounter any, not one single issue with that game as far as frame rates or any kind of stutter. Like, there's not one issue I had. Yeah, it was perfect. It was like it should be the standard. And and not only for like PC ports, but it was a it was a marvel coming from the you know the Windows like platform the uh, you know the the Universal Windows platform because everything that came out of there in the past was fucked. Yeah, they really Uh, put the work. Rise of Tomb Raider, Quantum Break, uh, Forza Horizon, like everything that came out of that was fucked. So you you thought there was no hope. And this comes out and it's fucking like a shining beacon. It's like, whoa, why is this so good? Why is everything else so shit? Yeah, it was really good. Um, yeah, I was really impressed. The game looked beautiful. Hmm. And the game actually plays pretty well with the keyboard and mouse, which I was yes. not expecting. Uh, I was uh, when I first loaded that game up. I was using the controller and I was like, you know what? I'm going to try the keyboard and mouse, see how it feels. I'm probably not going to like it. And I actually liked it a lot. I had to, I had to change a, like one or two key binds um, for my own personal preference, but uh, I liked it a lot. I thought it was really, really well, well played on the keyboard and mouse, which I uh, was not expecting. Yeah, I, I played on a, and I think it looks fine on, on consoles itself. Actually, you know what's weird about this Gears? And I have to mention... It's very colorful. They added color to it. Good job. It's not gray and brown. Doesn't. Yeah, look- it was a. I guess it was a bit more color. I, I, it didn't. It wasn't like overly done. Like they. It was still like a dark game. You know. Yeah, but it, but it wasn't. You know, there's some color to it. You know, I'm like, there's blue. There's yellow. Like actually in the scenery, not on the people. Like in the actual game, it didn't look like this. You know, it's like color but that's yeah. that's neither here nor there so that's gears of war i i think yours should go on there but if you guys argue against it then that's that's fine too not gonna i i agree with you um just based on we have one other game to talk about i think just one other one and then uh we already talked about uh battlefield one and call of duty so gears uh versus those two games i pick gears personally right yeah I'm just saying the story and the multiplayer. I mean, I played a lot of the multiplayer this week. So for me, you know, just chainsawing people in half, you know, using a Nasher to destroy someone is so satisfying. Just oh, see yeah. them go. Just see them go to pieces. It's just the headshots yeah. are just beautiful. Yeah, I love. I love just you know just the Nasher just going up to someone, just go like and then. The pieces go everywhere. It's just magnificent. Yeah, so satisfying. It's like, uh, yeah, you're dead and you know it. All right, so let's, let's talk about this last one here. Um, I don't know if you played this, Ravens. I know I me did. and Wasabi played this. Uh, Shadow Warrior 2. I've seen it. I've seen it. It looks it looks like Borderlands with magic, but I know that's not, that's not it. It's fucking sick. I love that game. It was so fun. All right. Yeah. I really enjoyed it. Um, what I saw of it was totally. It looked great. It looked yeah. So you're not you're not too far off when you say Borderlands with magic, but it looked, it, game, looked, it 
look better than Borderlands to me, honestly. Like, I wouldn't. It's it's so much better than Borderlands. It's pretty much I would compare it to like Doom. Doom meets Diablo. Yeah, it'd be D- Diablo, meaning like the uh, kind of like the loot system, I guess. Yeah, right? yeah. The upgrading and you know, kind of like how in Diablo you have the gems that you you know upgrade and put into your sockets. You know, kind of kind of like that. It had that kind of thing going for it. That was like the main thing, really, as far as the loot goes. Yeah, but the the way you play it, the movement, you just got to keep moving. It's, yeah, it's so much like Doom. Now there is, you know, it's. It's a. I, I know, like, I was thinking about this, like, it's under shooter. I know the game, you know, there is a strong melee emphasis in the game, but it plays like a first. I mean, obviously, there's a tons of guns, too. Uh, you can yeah. really go whichever way. And uh, the way I played, and I think the way both you and me played, and most people probably play, is you kind of mix and match yeah. uh, your, your weaponry there with melee and uh, guns. But even, like, the melee, like, some some of the melee was like a gun, like it, you know, it's projectile. Like you slash it, shot the slash out. Yeah, it, it was it was pretty cool. It's kind of like a like a laser beam sh- thing shooting out of your sword. So I just wanted to say that before we started going into it. Now there were some issues with that game, though. There um, were uh, early on. There were some issues, like when the if you weren't the because the multiplayer game, you can play up to a four people. And one of the issues I had was I wasn't the host. And if you weren't the host, you would get performance issues. And yeah, I, it would happen to me pretty much consistently where it shouldn't happen to me. So a lot of the yeah. game is server side? Uh, no, it's just uh, I, I think it's, it was just really buggy when it when it launched. And they yeah. ironed a lot of that stuff out. And they put out a lot of free uh, like uh, patches and DLC that add even like more shit to the game is just outrageous because there's already a lot. <laughs> it launched with yeah. a lot and they added even more to it. Um, yeah, and the, the difficulty customization was pretty intricate. You could really like really oh, yeah. narrow down how you wanted to do it. There was like a base difficulty and then like a modifier for the amount of players you had, which would increase the more players, the harder the, uh, the harder it would be. But you could like play by yourself. We were like me and Wasabi were just me and you, and we played like I don't remember what we do. It was like insane on like a times three, like three player modifier or something multiplier. Yeah. 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 So that was kind of cool, and that 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 definitely felt like uh like that kind of like Diablo feel to it, the way that worked. Sounds yeah. Like, sounds like that's. It sounds like it's gonna be a fight between COD and uh, in that. For I, I'm pretty confident in putting Shadow Warrior. I'd agree. I had a lot of fun playing that game. It's different too. It, it, it's different experience than these other games. You know, with COD, you're yeah. getting the same COD experience for the most part. I think. Oh, I want to mention this. This is we're not ranking them. I'm just saying bottom five, the ones to get in. Yeah, the top five is the art. Yeah. In. I don't. I don't right. want. You know, when I say bottom five, I don't mean like, oh, it just barely made the list. I'm just saying, like, from I'm I'm thinking like from strongest shooter, like, like okay, Overwatch and all that stuff gets. I don't want to say like, oh, like why you keep saying bottom five? Does that mean that it's the no, no? It's all up to you guys. Just want to say that. Yeah. So yeah, Shadow Warrior gives. It's a different experience in a in a shooter game that you just don't get out of any other shooter game, and, and that that's a big reason why I think it should be nominated. 
and it's funny, man. That game's fucking hilarious. <laughs> oh yeah, Lil Wang is just like a wisecracking. I mean, it's just jokes left and right, and they're yeah. all like cheesy, cringy types of jokes. But like, <laughs> it works, man. It works. Yeah, really it just well. it works. You need cheese. Yeah. Yeah, such a fun experience, and you know the game doesn't take itself seriously, which is really really nice because yeah. you know I, if you look at all you know well, what we've talked about so far, you know Doom, Titanfall. Gears of War Four. These games take themselves seriously. Uh, yeah. Doom, Shadow Warriors, Doom, kind of Doom not so much, but yeah, does Doom do take yourself seriously? I didn't think so. Well, yeah, I mean, but... it's not like there's no jokes in Doom. Like you're, yeah. you're, you're the you're the Doom Slayer. You kill you kill fucking demons. Like that's what you do. Uh, it, it doesn't have that. Same it presents feel, itself yeah. seriously. Yeah, it presents itself seriously. I mean, that's just how Doom games are. Like they don't really go into too much detail, but like you're the Doom Slayer. Go fucking kill shit, yeah. Like with no no fucking around, you know. It's not like that with Shadow Warrior too. It's like it was it was really cool. I yeah, it was a new experience for me. Sure. Yeah, I think Shadow Warrior also didn't get a lot of recognition uh, because it kind of just came out and really didn't have a lot of. I mean, it had like no hype behind it, no real build up. But I think that game is going to be next year's Doom. When it hits the consoles, hmm. yeah, I like it. I I think this stays, but I just want to say that one little part about that. So, didn't want people to think like bottom five, bottom that. So yeah. yeah. So, is that all the shooters? I think that's pretty much it. Unless anybody has anything else, uh, are we are we in agreement with Shadow Warrior uh, Two filling that that fifth slot there? Yeah, so I'm, I'm down for it. It's Doom, Overwatch, Gears, Titanfall Two. Um, yeah, and then Shadow Warrior, Two. Yeah, I, I, I like that. All right, it is in there. That sounds that sounds good to me. And if you were like Battlefield, no, All right, this wasn't it just didn't live up to it for me, man. Just couldn't. It can't compete with that lineup, in my opinion. Oh yeah. It can't win that, and, and, and neither can Call of Duty. I know I said earlier, like you know, how you know maybe we should put Call of Duty in here because it's Call of Duty. But now what I'm looking at the list we have: Overwatch, Doom, Titanfall Two, Gears of War Four, and Shadow Warrior Two. Like, I wouldn't rather play Call of Duty over any of those games. Yeah, yeah that's that's how I kind of feel. I feel like those are the the shooters, in my opinion, that are like perf. You know, like the ones you should play. Yeah, if you haven't played Shadow Warrior Two. Play it. Yeah, I, so I, I've it's seen so it. funny and it fun. Looks, it looks awesome. So, like this list, I have no problems with. You know, I'm not gonna sit there and go like, "Well, we just didn't like COD and Battlefield." That's just that's just we just didn't. Yeah. They, they had, I mean, we they weren't I, horrible I, I, games. We, we we sing praises when you know when it's warranted. We're not just like saying, "Oh yeah, no, this game sucks. It doesn't deserve to be like they're they're nominated here for reasons because they they are good at what they do." Yeah, I, I just I just wanted people to point out if you like Battlefield One, like Battlefield One. We're just this is our opinion. You know, this is and we didn't think Battlefield One was as strong as it should be. Yeah, I mean, not a horrible game. You know, if that game went on sale for like thirty bucks, I think it's worth picking up for sure. Um, I I just you know, I think these five would be something you should play before <laughs> you 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 even went into Battlefield One. Or Call yeah. of Duty, but uh, all right. So what's up next? Action. Oh wait, let me just uh, okay. Let me just uh, where 
we're like two hours into this. I just want to remind everyone, this is going to be a long fucking show. Yes. We're two hours in. We've only done two categories. And we've got like maybe yeah. 10 more. <laughs> so it, it will slow. It will speed up once we yeah. get to like certain yeah. uh, categories. But right. Uh, if you're still here. No, oh, it's going to be a pretty long show. Yeah, buckle up, everyone. I mean, Hardy and Clef know that. I already told them, like, buckle the fuck up. Yeah. Yeah, like, everyone that's going to be here, buckle up. We're, we're, you're in for a night. So, there you go. So, here, yeah. okay. The next one is Bex Action Adventure Game. Yeah, and this is going to be Action Adventure, Sandbox, Open World, Platformer, Game of the Year. Kind of an interesting. Not even the year of the platform. Yeah, mm, yeah. There's, there's not a whole lot. I mean, there really isn't a whole lot for this. I mean, if you have Recore in this list, you you have problems. <laughs> as a as a as a as a category, if that's the best you can do. Now, well, no, Recore wasn't. It's not a bad game. It was actually really good. It falls apart at the end. It kind of does, but it's not like it's fun until like it's a it lot of fun apart. actually. But it's a lot of fun until it gets to that point, uh, which the point we're talking about is kind of um, the game presents like it's it's pseudo open world, and where you can kind of tackle things uh, as you want. It presents a lot of like optional dungeons to you that you can uh, kind of go into and and loot as you as you want. Uh, but then at a point in that game, the, those dungeons become not optional. So then you're kind of forced to kind of go in there and you you might have done one, but didn't do all of the objectives that were inside there. So now you got to go in and kind of just milk everything to because the game is forcing you to do it now. Uh, and that's kind of where it falls apart. But like up up until that point, it's it's a lot of fun. Like and it's a, a lot better than I expected. Um, like it's just fun. Uh, like every enemy kind of has its own like element or weakness, and you know you can just run around and and kind of shoot shoot stuff. But then you know when it throws like multiple types of enemies at you, and you kind of kind of got to prioritize. Like okay, I got to take care care of this guy first and use this element against him, and then that guy's got to go next because he's a he's a motherfucker. Uh, it gets it gets really um, you know it gets really intense, and there's a lot of good platforming uh, sections in it as well, where you're you're jumping and you're using boosting, you're double jumping, and you're going through platforms that or uh, teleports that like re re um reboot reboot your boost and your jump, so you can just jump boost and get a lot of cool platforming done. Um, it it, it all feels good too, like they didn't you know skimp with anything. But yeah, it kind of it does kind of fall apart at the end there. Yeah, I mean the first the first few hours into it's great, you know, and then it falls apart. Like the, it, like the difficulty and everything ramps up, and then it's just like go fuck yourself. Like it's like they were trying to do something with it, but it was forty. What's it forty when it came out? Yeah, it was forty. Yeah. It's twenty now. You guys want a copy of Recore? It's twenty bucks, which actually sounds right. It's a great game. It's just you know doesn't hold up all the way through. Yeah, it does not hold up at all. So 
You know what game does hold up? What's that? Ratchet and Clank. Yes, it does. Yes, it does. And you know what? That I think that is uh, the first game in a while, as far as I can remember, that I beat, that I finished, like I completed it, and then I went back and started a new game, like right after. Oh yeah. Like I don't know, like, <laughs> like I can't remember like the last time I did that. Ratchet and Clank, fantastic. Um. Yeah. I don't know, like, what else to say about that. Like, it's 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 Josh a reboot. It's a reboot of the first game, but it, it tells the um, story of the movie. It's kind of like a movie tie-in, but it is pretty much is the movie. Um, and yeah, it's just uh, it's so fucking good. Uh, like that is like the return of the platformer right there. I think is is pretty much that game in a nutshell. It's how you it's how you do a it's how you remake a game and then re reimagine it in a way. But it's a new game, so I don't want to say like it's a it's a remake. It's not. It's a brand new game, brand new mechanics, brand new weapons. You know that disco yeah. that disco ball. Oh yeah, love the disco ball. It's so stupid, but it's so good. You know, when you throw that ball, they start they start uh, getting down. Like even the bosses <laughs> get down with the disco ball. Like this is oh, yeah. fucking great. Yeah. yeah, Russian Clank is pretty much my um my like sure sure thing on the on this list. Oh yeah, Ratchet and Clank. I cannot talk any more good about it. The the actual strafing, the shooting. It is the most refined Ratchet and Clank game you will find. You will not find a more refined version of this game. It is a phenomenal, uh, a phenomenal. Uh, my problem with this game, if there is a problem, it it just kind of ends. I felt like the first one didn't yeah. kind of end. Like this one just kind of just went there and just like it's over. I'm like, what? You know, I felt like there was some some. I felt like I guess the first one had a lot of padding in it, and this one didn't. Yeah. And I guess some people go like, "That's fine," but I, I felt like there should yeah. have been a little bit more. I thought it was fine. Like I felt like it was as long as it needed to be. You know, like I didn't. Like I did, like go right back to play it some more, but I didn't feel like I needed um, like more of like the story to go on or anything like that. Like yeah. I just wanted to play it again. Yeah, I just wanted to experience again. Oh yeah, yeah. It's definitely a game that you can play multiple times, speed run and do all that stuff. Like I did the same thing too and just go back in there with the with the weapons I have and you just you just beat the shit out of things. It's just so fun. It is it's, you know, the PlayStation 4 doesn't have a lot of first party games and I think a lot of people forgot Ratchet and Clank this year, you shouldn't. You shouldn't. And also, that game's 30 is really good. It's how you do a 30. You know, I had no problems with the frame rate or it being 30 frames. I thought it was fine. Yeah. I, and, like, I mean, graphically, it's, it's one one of the best-looking PS4 games to to have come out. 
Oh yeah, yeah. It's it's a it's a looker, all right. Even on the uh, you know it came out on, on the slim PS4. Now I'm just gonna call it the slim, the slim model. And you know I know there's a pro version that you know has HDR and looks better. Still a phenomenal game on that. You know the uh, you know Insomniac Games reinvented uh, Rats and Clank, and I hope they do another. I really do. Yeah. Like they re they they did something to Ratchet and Clank, which I think is kind of hard to do. They reinvented the they didn't reinvent the game, but they definitely refined it to enough that it's definitely a game you should go back to. Definitely, I want to see more of this. Is what I'm saying. It's like I know they've been doing these games a lot of years. Some they didn't get perfect. Like what was it, Ratchet and Clank All for One and Cracking Time, Future Tools of Destruction. Like those are fun. Like they took out those elements and actually made a game that seems seems it's really solid you know the strafing and all that stuff i you know the i played the resident claim collection and this is a lot more solid than that so if you guys wanted to play a really solid resident claim game with a solid story absolutely you cannot go wrong with this game you know if you pick up a ps4 for like 250 this game's like what 40 as well but this is a better 40 because it doesn't fall apart at the end yeah also um, there's 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 a demand for these games now with with like ukulele, uh, coming out and uh they remastered Tyler Tasmanian Tiger for for PC. Yeah, I saw like, people some of that. people people want to play these these types of games now. I, I I like the the rare replay that came out. Um, really gave more life to Banjo Kazooie and Conker's Bad Fur Day stuff like that. Like and th- this game is a perfect example of like, man, like this this these types of games are like fun as fuck, man. The mascot, the mascot, uh, the mascot platformer is coming back. Yeah, as they call it, it's not, he's not a mascot, but you know, but it's nice to see Ratchet and Clank in in a new adventure in a new game. You know, I'm glad he's not a forgotten relic in the Sony ethos. Yeah, definitely. Because there's a lot of forgotten Sony people in the ethos. You know, a lot of Insomniac games that people, they forget too, you know. But it's nice to see them, you know, after they did that Xbox One game, which was pretty good. But, not, you know, Sunset Overdrive and then come back to come back to Ratchet and Clank is really nice. And... It's a new game. It's not a remake of anything. It's not like they cleaned up an old game. Like here you go. It's a new game. Yeah, I mean it's a it's a reboot of the entire franchise. Really, it is. It does follow some of the same like footprints of the of the first Ratchet and Clank game. But uh, I mean, it's completely. It's pretty much just completely redone from the ground up. New story. New game. I mean, it's just a tie-in with the movie, pretty much. The tie-in failed. The movie failed, but this this is pretty much you play this and you and you've played the movie. Yeah. Well, yeah, the nah. movie wasn't that great. All right, the next one I want. Yeah, we'll just go down the list. Hitman. Hitman, dude. Now, this is a game that. Is a sadness that no one's played because I, I guess the the whole um, episodic thing soured a lot of people's taste. But 
I think it's something that works so perfectly with Hitman because Hitman was never the type of game that you would just sit down and play like the entire thing through. Like you would do it like mission by mission. You know, you would fail so many times it you would you know, it would take you hours upon hours to finish one mission successfully. Um, that's kind of the same formula here is that but uh, in, in this game, failing isn't necessarily you, you, you don't necessarily fail a mission because you've like botched it or whatever or because you've killed like a bunch of, you know, people that weren't your target. Like every time you do a mission, you learn uh, something like new because each you know mission area is this huge is way bigger than it's ever been in any Hitman game. So you like learn, you know, the spots. You're like, okay, I learned that this guy's routes and I learned, oh, there's a little handhold I can use here to get inside this this mansion. I'll remember that next time. Um and it gives you incentives to keep playing over and over again. It gives you like, oh, you you discovered they had that whole online DRM with that too. I don't think that was an issue though. Yeah. But um uh yeah like they give you incentives to keep replaying the same mission again say you unlock a new um you unlock new weapons you unlock new gadgets you can use oh i've got proximity mines now so let me try this mission again with the proximity mines and let me try this mission again but instead i can start with this costume i can start with this uh hiding spot and then and then they come out with the um elusive targets like everything you do when you replay those missions is pretty much practice for the elusive targets and what the elusive targets are they're like exclusive you get one chance to uh take out one uh target and if you fail it you can never try it again um i think they were doing like once every month they would come out with an elusive target so it was your pretty much your only chance to take everything you've learned by redoing the mission over and over again, learning all the spots, learning all the routes. You can finally put that to use on a target that will never come back. If you fail it, you can never attempt it again. I think that's the beauty of the game is like it, you, you, you become this master class assassin by replaying it over and over. And then you can put your skills to the real test with the elusive targets. That's actually really cool. Yeah. Like that that's the beauty of that game is 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 um like they don't just say, Hey yeah, just replay the mission over and over, it's whatever. But they give you a reason to. You know, you can unlock all this stuff and you can learn you can learn everything about uh where everything is, learn your routes, you know, become a master assassin and then really put your skills to the test. Uh, but yeah, that game's great. I think, you know, at that, that a lot of that stuff that you don't immediately see when you, you know, when you look at the game, you know, on the story page or whatever, or you see someone playing it, but, um, like if you're kind of person that enjoys like really putting your skills to the test, um, and like, you know, teaching yourself because game doesn't hold your hand. You can kind of, you're free to like fuck about as you want. Like I said, like fucking up in a mission doesn't automatically fail, you know, give you a fail. You can go out, you can go in and like murder a whole town 
But if you still, you know, get the job done, you can walk away and say, okay, that's how I don't do it. Or, hey, I noticed this that time. So when I do it next time, I can try this and this and this. Um, like, it's kind of opposite of like the Dark Souls mentality of, you know, you fucked up or like that get good mentality of, you know, when you fuck up, you're pretty much fucked. Uh, and this, when you right. fuck up, it's a learning experience. You know, you can walk away with some knowledge that you didn't have before. I like that in games. Hey, you're not you're not punished for it. You're actually rewarded. So it's you know, it's I think it's it's a really good game. It's probably the best, I would say, in the, in the entire series. Yeah, I mean, Absolution, you just go around killing people if you want to. But this one sounds like they actually took what was Hitman and went like, all right. And they made it episodic and made it work with uh, different maps and different, like, okay, here's here's France. Go find the elusive target. Go find this guy. And then there's so many ways to go through that game. If you get your target, you can go through it again in another way. You can go through it again until you get all the uh, points that you need. It is an absolutely uh, masterclass in that. And if you're on, if you you're waiting for the whole collection, that's coming out in January. Yeah. Like the you know the the whole thing. What I mean is uh, on PC consoles, all that stuff. You want it like a yeah, like uh, a disc a disc release. Yeah, disc release with all of it on there. You know, it's for I think it was like sixty bucks. You know, you know they did it with Life is Strange, which I don't recommend anyone. But oh well. Actually, I do recommend it, but don't don't spend too much money on it. But yeah, uh, yeah, Hitman definitely. Uh, the last, what was the other one? The other one, I didn't play this one, but it's eleven dollars on Steam. Hyperlight Drifters. Hyperlight Drifters, fucking fantastic. Uh yeah. So th- this game is uh, it's an indie game, and. Uh, Let's see, it's pretty much like I don't want to compare it to Dark Souls, but um it's like a Zelda you take Zelda, the original Zelda, and you add um I don't know, I guess kinda like Dark Souls ish combat to it, but still keep, you know, keep the 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 the, the visual, like the the mechanics of a, of a Zelda game. It's hard to explain, man, but it's, um, it like, it, it, it looks amazing. It feels amazing. Pretty much the combat is like the main focus in this game. So you can, you have a, a sword and a gun and the gun has limited amount of charges. You get maybe three or four shots and you recharge it by melee attacking. So you're constantly in a balance of, okay, am I going to save my shots or am I going to go in and risk it, you know, risk a melee attack or, hey, I've used all my shots. So now I am going to have to go in and do some melee attacks before I can start shooting again. It's a a good balance between, you know, the the range combat and the melee combat that that like this game like thrives on. Um, And the movement, you're you consistently like dashing around. Uh, avoiding projectiles, uh, avoiding attacks. Um, 
Yeah, it's, it's it pretty much it pretty much feels like a like a modern like open world Zelda one. Hmm. Um, it's very difficult. You you have uh you also have like a limited amount of uh hits you can take. And just like Dark Souls, you're you can uh heal your health, but it's it's uh locked to like an animation. So you kind of have to like it's another like risk reward thing of okay, am I gonna have enough time? Am I am I gonna have a chance here to get through my healing animation uh before I get you know attacked again? Uh stuff like that. Like it's it, it's a delicate balance that you you consistently have to fight with. Uh it's a really fucking good game. All right. Sounds pretty good. I'm gonna add one more to this list because it needs yeah. one more. Fury needs a lot hey. more. Fury for the PC. Fury, yeah, Fury. I forgot to add. Yeah, uh, I, I just remembered it. I'm just saying, like, okay, Fury needs to go on this list. There are yeah, some, uh, there are some videos of Fury. I've never seen it. Yeah, it's really pretty. I'll throw some in just a second, but it's it's one of those games that definitely fits on this list. Like the only reason I put it on this list is because I do not want Wii Core anywhere near this. <laughs> I, I, yeah, so Fury is a um, it's actually got a lot of the same um, like principles as a uh, Hyperlight Drifter. Except Fury is is three D and it's only, it's a boss it's a boss rush game, so you're only fighting bosses. But it's definitely action. It's definitely action. Um, so it, it kind of like hyper light drifter. There's a balance between like you get a melee attack and you get a range attacks, and uh, there's different like velocities of those attacks too. So you can do weak melee attacks, you can do charge attacks, and it's the same thing with the uh, gun. You can do a charge shot with a gun, or just regular like pop shots. And um, since it's a boss rush game, you're you know you're you're uh, you kind of have to learn patterns of uh, of all the bosses and and like kind of do like a kind of trial and everything. Um, yeah, it brings it. It's definitely you got to bring the skills to pay the bills with this one. Yeah, there's there's um you can you can parry attack too. So I think almost every attack in the game you can parry attack. But it, there's a timing window on it, so you have to like get the timing perfect for it to be, uh, for it to be worth it. Yeah. No, I I like Fury. I, what I played of it, you know, it's really pretty. It's it's one of those old school kind of. I don't it, I don't want to say it's like a swept because it really ain't. But it has that, it has it has that kind of that kind of feel to it, you know, with the swords and the shooting and all that stuff but it, you know it's it's a if you want a game that tests out your reflexes and uh you know see your skills as a gamer this is that game yeah yeah fury definitely uh it's, it's one of those games i'm like yeah you want to get a bus rush mode and all that stuff and test out some skills definitely to pay the bills i like the art style Oh, the art style is great. Is this only on PlayStation? I thought it was on a PC. No, it's on PC. The art, the art is actually done by the uh, lead artist of uh, uh, Afro Samurai. Okay. So, 
It's like the art is like really fucking good. Camera angles uh pretty nice too. It's uh, it's when, an old when school you switch, camera angle. Yeah, when you switch between I noticed when you switch between like range and then melee, uh it was kind of like a cool like cinematic in zoom in. I think we all know what number five is. I mean, hands down. <laughs> you want to get into the the last one of this list? Yeah, you definitely need to you definitely need to pull some of this up. Otherwise, people aren't gonna understand what the hell we're talking about. All right, here here you go, everyone. The last of this game, Ultimate Chicken Horse. You are the champion of this. Uh, yeah, Wasabi's actually the one that showed me this game. I thought it was just some stupid game that I wasn't going to like. But it turns out it's super fun. Um, Alright, so how would you explain this game? I mean, it is a platformer, but it's like a... Uh, it's something that you play with your friends. So it it's a really good drinking game, too, by the way. Pretty much you start off and you get these like different things you can use to build with. And... <laughs> The, the goal the goal is to get to the other side but uh you kind of like try to sabotage your, your goal is to like sabotage the other person but still make it so you can get over to the you know from the start point to the goal yeah it's, so you can see here like oh he got hit by an arrow it's, <laughs> it's, it's pretty ridiculous it's a game that tests patience it, it, it's kind of like super meat boy meets craziness yeah i compare it to mario maker uh Mario Maker with friends is pretty much yeah like yeah the, it's the, Super Meat Boy meets Mario Maker meets friends yeah just a whole lot of shit talking yeah it's a, it's a great time it's one of the coolest games I've played it, it like it's just so funny like you will not play this game and not laugh your ass off like that right there what what you just saw with the the horse going crazy and the and the chicken walking out of the room all pissed off that, you're all going right to feel like that that's the game oh so you create the levels and then yeah yeah it's really cool like like you got to yeah. sabotage the other person but you still got to make it so that you can reach the goal it, it's pretty awesome so it's got like you what i can do i can do better hey i beat this level yeah it's like okay, you? this is going to be hard I think I can do it, but you know, I gotta. Hopefully, he can't do it. it. It's not easy, man. It's not even like you know when me and Wasabi played. Like it wasn't even like it was a constant winner every time. Like it just goes back and forth. Yeah, it's just a lot of luck involved too. Yeah, I mean, and, yeah, and test your you like platforming like skills as well. Oh yeah, super fun game, and like I said, awesome drinking game. Yeah, and they've they've been uh, consistent with like updating this game. Yes, like hardcore. Like they've added like several like modes. Uh, there's a you can now just like make a level now, pretty much Mario Maker style. You can just create a level and share it with other people and have them play it. Yeah, it's pretty cool. You can also join in on like you don't you don't have to play with friends. You can just join in like random random lobbies, with random people. Yeah, um, but this game definitely shines playing with a with a couple other people. It's you know you get you know you can play it with two people, but it, I think it really shines when you get like three, four people going at once. Yeah, it, it gets pretty it gets pretty ridiculous. Uh, yeah, definitely. I don't play a lot of platformers. Uh, that's why I haven't really been speaking too much about 
them so far, but this is one I played and I really enjoyed, and it's the only good thing Wasabi's ever done for me, to be honest. Yeah. <laughs> there's a raccoon Kidding. in it? There is. There's a raccoon, a horse, a sheep. There's a squirrel now as well, I believe. Ooh, yeah, squirrels! Unlockable. And a chicken. There's, and a, yeah. yeah unlockable animals. Yeah, yeah you, you can, like, unlock, like, little, like, uh, you can, like, get hats and, like, you know, outfits for him and stuff. Like, I got oh, a squirrel, and he's got, like, a He's got like a hipster beanie. You know, he's pretty uh pretty relevant. Alright. Definitely seems like a game that should be on this list. Yeah, it's really fun, man. Yeah, that seems like alright. So not I wanna keep things moving. So the list is uh everything except Recore. Basically, so that gives us uh Ratchet and Clank, Hitman. Hyper Light Drifter, Fury, and Ultimate Chicken Horse. All right. That's five? That is five. All right. That, that's that's all I wanted to know. It's just as long as Recore's not on there, I'm happy. <laughs> you really hate Recore. It falls apart at the end. It does, but it's great until then. Yeah, I'm not going to put a game that falls apart at the end. I mean... There's a lot of games that fall apart at the end. Yeah, but not like that. Like literally, the thing just like it, it, it just droops itself on the floor, and you go like, "What am I gonna do with you?" <laughs> I, I, all right, the next one's the uh, a big Kahuna. Everyone loves RPGs. I don't. I think they're they're. I think people are crazy. It's best RPG, not Blood and Rhine. <laughs> If you, if you nominate, if you nominate Blood and Rhine, I am I am coming over there with a chair. Yeah, we have a section for DLC, so yeah, no, just, just wait. No Blood and Wine. Uh, Bravery Second came out in 2015 in Japan. Oh, uh, we're doing we're going by North American release. Okay, All so right. uh, that game came out in Europe in February. And then April in North America. Just want to point that out. That Square Enix hates North America. Unless it's Final <laughs> Fantasy. They gotta get their money for that game, you know? Yeah. The next I one, never played uh, Bravely, uh, Bravely Second. Or Brave, Yeah, I, 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 I hate to admit this, but it's one of the games that I have it. It's in my closet. I can play it. I haven't. Yeah, I just really haven't played too many RPGs this year, really, now I, that I think about it. I, you know? I paid money for it. It came to my door. I have it. I can play it. I haven't. <laughs> but the original Brave Bravely Default's a great game. So I can, you know, I just if that means anything, that, you know, I paid money for it, so say that, you know, I believe in the franchise. I just didn't have time to play it or or anything like that. I would totally play it because Bravely, yeah. Bravely Default is a great game and this one adds more to it, you know. Well, it says very little about the quality of the game, but... uh, <laughs> Well, did you play it? No. The only person that put it on well, there is, is Richard. It's not here to vouch for it. Yeah. And I didn't even play it. I mean, I have it. I could, I could show you the the cartridge and everything. I have it. Well, let's 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 do let's start with the ones the nominations from the people that are here. 
Right. And then if we have any extra spaces, we'll need to we'll need to fill it with something. Yeah. Well, I I did play Tokyo Mirage Sessions, so I can talk about that a little. You played right, the go for it. game. Uh, so Tokyo Mirage Sessions is pretty much uh Persona Cross Fire Emblem. <laughs> what? Oh wait, we uh, should add that one. Wait, which old oh, Fire Emblem yeah. Fates? Yeah. I thought I did actually. I thought you didn't. I don't see it on here. Um, I did play. That. Yeah. Tokyo censored sessions. You mean? So <laughs> I played the uh, uncensored version of that game through, uh, well, through some means. But uh, yeah. So I and to, from from what I could tell, it wasn't even anything like serious. Like it doesn't even. It didn't even matter really. But, uh, so yeah, everything you expect from a Persona game is in Tokyo Mirage Sessions. And then, let's see if I can remember, because I haven't played it in a while, but, um, all of the, uh, all of the summons you get in the game, that's summons, like the, um, well, I guess they're called Mirages, is that what they're called? I'm asking you guys if you played it, but I think all of the Mirages, I think that's what they're called. Um, they're all like Fire Emblem characters. Great, but it completely plays like. No, I didn't finish it. I finished very little games. Um, but yeah, I don't know. It was a really fun RPG. Like it just filled that Persona void. That's you know, as we wait for Persona Five. Um, the, like the dungeon crawling is very good. You're just running around, um, you know, killing monsters and shit. Uh, and and then, you know, it's got all these character. I don't I don't remember the story as well. From what I remember, there's like a pops a pop star. It's called Personas. You're, you're pretty much you're, one of your friends is trying to become like a Japanese like idol. She's trying to become like a like a huge pop star, and so you're trying to um, like clear the uh, the demons out of the the um, the shit that it's there. Uh... But uh, yeah. Other than that, not too much. I went in the wrong chat room. Oh. Uh, I really haven't touched too many RPGs. Uh, the only one I can really think of that I played a little bit of was Dark Souls Three. I know a lot of people don't like Dark Souls. A lot of people love it. Um, I definitely never beat it. I don't got that kind of time, but it was a good game. I mean, it's an art. I, I mean, I, I like, I respect Dark Souls. Uh, I, I really just don't have a lot to say about RPGs this year. I feel like it was, it's not a lot, of, not a lot. It's kind of slim pickings, you know. It's not like last year. You, know, you had big names like Fallout and stuff. Uh, oh, did you play Dark Souls three? I did. Um, 
Is it? I mean, it's a Dark Souls game. You know, it's hard. I mean, I don't think it was as good as Dark Souls Two. Uh, it was a good game, though, as far as an RPG goes. You know, it was. It's the most. See, a lot of people would say. Of. A lot of people would say Dark Souls Two was the weakest. Really, I mean, I'm not like a huge Dark Souls fan. I guess. Yeah. Uh, I kind of, you know, I dabbled in them. What was that? What was the first one called? Not, not, not the. Uh, can't remember what it's called. Uh, we're talking about Bloodborne? Demon Souls. Oh, yeah. Demon Souls. Yeah. Yeah. PS3 games. Yeah. Yeah, I played that back in the day and enjoyed it. That game. I mean, Dark Souls and Demon Souls are totally different things. Same thing, but harder. Yeah. Yeah, I, I feel like that's the only thing I can really myself nominate is Dark Souls Three. Um, it's a good RPG. I mean, it, it's in, fucking hard, and uh, makes me want to pull my hair out often. But uh, I'm not huge into them anymore, like I used to be when I was younger. You will die. You will die. You will. Yeah, die. I died a lot. Pretty much rage quit that game. Yeah. I guess my problem with that game is I feel like I need to beat that game alone or not summon anyone because then then you'll be labeled as a as a pussy. Yeah. And that's kind of my like I don't know. It's not really my problem with that series. It's just it feels like iteration after iteration it kind of all feels the same to me. That's why like I Bloodborne was kind of felt like different in a way it was a lot more faster pace i didn't have to be as methodical about it you know i'd kind of play it like at my own pace yeah which usually i was just rushing most of the time um so i've been off of the dark souls wagon for a while i felt like with bloodborne you once you get a rhythm you you figure it out the rhythm like with I guess my problem with Dark Souls with me is I can never figure out the rhythm of the game. I know you have to be methodical, maybe because I'm not slow enough, but I just never could figure out something. Like, I felt like the rhythm just didn't make sense to me. But I like the game itself. I'm not saying, like, it's hard and that stuff, but it definitely wants you to think a certain way, and I don't think I I am slow enough to think that way. (laughs) You know, I play these these insane fast twitch games, and then you play something that's slow and methodical, and it's like you have to think way slower now. And that's my problem. So I don't want people like, oh, you're just saying no. My problem is I'm not slow enough for this game. Um, these guys were asking about Deus Ex, and I just want to say I don't consider that game an RPG like at all. Not anymore. Used to be. Not anymore. It used to be. But what it is now, it's far from RPG, I think. I mean, now it's just a stealth game with, like, RPG elements. And there's a lot of those. Yeah. But even that, like, I think even the RPG elements in it are so, like, watered down. Yeah, Um, I agree with that. I mean, a lot of... So many games... Most games can be considered RPGs if you think about it the right way. Yeah. Uh, that, that's the thing when I, about RPGs. When I think of an RPG, I think of it like there's a leveling system, there's things to level up, there's things to get, and there's things to grind. 
Yeah, yeah. And there, usually there's lots of times there's like class systems, you know. Right. Yeah, that's kind of what I think about too. Um, you know, like Morrowind or something like that, you know. Yeah. yeah. That's what I think about when I think about RPGs. Yeah, there's something to grind, there's something to get, you know. And it's, you know, you can't, you can play it as many times as you want and have different income outcomes. I feel like Deus Ex, there's no grinding in it. You're not going to one part and going like, alright, I'm gonna go kill these motherfuckers because I need this gun. You know, that's, it's, it, is it, was it an RPG? Sure. You know, is Zelda an RPG? I guess, I don't know. You know, I never considered Zelda an RPG either. Like, that had no leveling system, but people call it an action RPG, which you people are crazy. Just saying. It's such a broad term, RPG. Yeah, it stands for role-playing game. You're role-playing. And Dark Souls, you're you're definitely playing a role. You know, you're definitely role-playing, you know. Final Fantasy XV, definitely an RPG. Dark Souls 3, definitely an RPG. Pokemon, definitely an RPG. Yeah, I'm. I'm just saying those. You know, we're we're thinking the classic RPG formula. Are there are there first person shooter RPGs? Absolutely, but I I think when I think RPG, I think like that. You know. Yeah. So yeah, this is definitely one of them. Now, Salt and Sanctuary is definitely an RPG, and I would say. It is the uh, it is the Dark Souls of the year. Outdoing Dark Souls. Yes. Now yeah. I can't like I can't completely say that because I haven't played Dark Souls three, but I, yeah, well I did. This is the best Dark Souls game I've played uh, since I played Bloodborne. We really um, like Bloodborne. I'm glad. I like Bloodborne. Yeah, I, I thought. I mean, that was the first. <laughs> that was the first Souls game I like finished like completely. I even went back for the DLC and finished that. So, I really enjoyed Bloodborne. Yeah, and then I was, and then I even teamed up with someone else to beat this boss, which I'm not gonna say who. Well, I could actually, but that was fun too. Just went in there and whacked the shit out of someone with the resonant bell. Yeah, so Salt and Sanctuary is pretty much a side-scrolling Dark Souls game. But that's kind of like oversimplifying it because it's also like, and I hate using this term, it's also like a Metroidvania, um, which is, I mean, that's what Dark Souls is. But it more closely resembles like an action uh, adventure, like Metroid type game, like Castlevania. Than it does Dark Souls. Uh, like you can do air combos and shit like that. Um, combo attacks. You can juggle enemies. You can. Uh, like you have a lot of combat options that you wouldn't have in like a Dark Souls. Um, you're, you're, you know, your you're dodging is, isn't as like heavy as a, as a, as a Souls game. Um, Yeah, and then like the the artwork in it is so like fucking good. Scott Studios does like great work with their art with their art. I love Scott Studios. I have no problem with Scott. 
I don't want to say I'm a fanboy of theirs, but I do love their stuff, really. All right. Uh, I just want to move on to the... Uh, someone put XCOM 2. I played a little bit of that. Is that really an RPG? It's more like a real-time strategy. I don't consider that, Is that <laughs> RPG. That's a strategy game. What the... That's... That's a... I'm like, huh? Rich is lit. Yeah, I'm like... I don't know. I don't think so. Not in the classic terms. Yeah. You know, don't I don't seem like that looks like an RPG. Uh that I'm just saying that. That just don't seem like that goes together. Uh somebody was saying uh asking would you consider the division an RPG? It can be. Uh it says much it's more of an RPG than Destiny. Absolutely yeah. that, yeah. but it's a I'll say this, Division, uh it's a poor it's a poor uh shooter and it's a poor RPG. Not I don't mean the game's bad, I'm just saying those elements are kind of poor. But sure. I would say it's more shooter than anything. Yeah. How explain explain what explain how it's more of a sh- uh, RPG than Destiny? Uh, one because your your guns you have to get stuff for it. And I level mean, it the, up. yeah, the, there's you have stat you, the the stats in fucking Division is like that's a stat gear based game where I feel like Destiny is like it's a solid like shoot they focused on the shooter aspects of that more than the RPG aspects when fucking the gear and division is like, Oh, you get a plus 3.2% increase on your, uh, your sustainability. Like, why is Dolph not in here? I'm not saying destiny isn't like RPG. I'm just saying division is more RPG than, yeah, Destiny. It has, it has stat boost and Destiny's more the armor and stuff in it. You're not once you find an armor you like, that's that's the stats on it. Once you find yeah. a gun you like, that's the stats on it. With with division, you're finding pieces, you're upgrading your pieces, you know. And all that stuff. So keep that in mind. Destiny's boring with the brand landscape and the division's actually fun with a giant landscape. Sure, why not? But no, I I would say it has RPG elements, but it's not the it's not the RPG game. It's not focused solely on the RPG element of it. Yeah. Destiny's a better shooter, but Division is better RPG. Alright. I, I just want to get this one out of the way. Pokemon Go. You know what? I think I accidentally put Go on there. I meant Pokemon Sun. Now that's an RPG. Pokemon I don't Go. I remember which one I got. Pokemon Go. It's annoying. And I, when I mean annoying, I mean the people who play it and the people who get shot by it. <laughs> people who get jacked from it. Yeah, people getting mugged by it, you know. Hi, I'm on Twitch TV, which we are on. Wonderful platform. And one person got mugged, and Twitch banned them for it to get mugged. They were like, great job. <laughs> Hi, you got mugged? Guess what? Double whammy. Your, your, your channel shut down. 
They really no. shut down his channel for getting for getting robbed. Yeah, they did. They shut down his channel for him getting robbed. So, uh, that's this is one of the things I sat there and I was like, what is going on? I get it. I get it. Pokemon Go was like hot for what? Two months? Maybe not even that. I mean, you know, these uh, you know, these these mobile games come. They're they're like a fad. They come and they go. They don't stay, they go, you know. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, talk about Pokemon Sun. I didn't play enough of it. Pokemon Sun is one of the best Pokemon games to come out in a while. That's it. It features a girl and a boy. You go on a Pokemon adventure this time. You are 11 years old, and it seems a little, a lot more flushed out than the other games of, hi, you're 10 now. Go out in the world. Go collect Pokemon. Seems like the girl or the guy just went like, okay, mom, I'll go do that. I'll become a Pokemon master. Yeah, instead of the other way around. So your mother drags you all the way to Alola because she wanted to move there. She took you with you. I did not, I don't understand how, I, I thought mothers and fathers don't really exist anymore, but you still have to have permission to move? What the hell? Uh, daughter, we're going to move to Alola and you're coming with me. Oh, there's a Pokemon that really likes you. Here's your first Pokemon. Oh, go out there and become a Pokemon trainer. Okay, mom. I, I, you know, that's the thing I never understand about Pokemon is I thought it was always about like them going out and becoming masters and all that stuff. But it seems like they're trying to bring back this, this parent thing and school and all that stuff. But enough about that. That's not about the game. Uh, the dress up. Why really don't you good. ever have like a father in Pokemon games? Like, you, where's your father? Your he father. The father's an asshole. Yeah. He got killed. Uh, my, yeah. Awesome. The dark side of Pokemon. I don't talk about that. Yeah, he became a trainer and uh, he left you in charge of a Pikachu. The pressure got to him. He started drinking. Yeah, and uh, cocaine. That that's that's how the you know they didn't want to tell you, but that's how you moved out of Kanto. Was uh, they was trying to get rid of your father, and it was a messy divorce. But they didn't want to say anything. That's why your your characters pretty much doesn't say anything through the whole game, and they give you nothing but balls. Man. Pokemon got real. <laughs> Pokemon got real, real. Uh, I, I should talk about the why is this game, why is Pokemon Sun good uh, instead of the story. Pokemon's a good RPG. It's always been, it's always been a flagship of, of this series. But this year, they changed up the way... You know how Pokemon's always been about the badges and the gems and all that stuff? Done away. No, no gems, no badges, no bullshit. So... You go around, you go to these trials, which I think make a lot more sense, to be honest. You go to the trial, and you beat the trial Pokemon, which is much bigger than you. And if you beat it, they give you a gemstone. And then you move on to the next person, and then you move to the Kahuna, who is now the new gym leader. But the cool thing about the gym leaders is they come to you now. You don't have to find them. They come to you. So one, gym, one, uh, one trainer uh, was the Kahuna. And we were about to board this uh, the ship to think to Ether Island. He's like, "Oh yeah, I'm the I'm the leader. I'm the I'm the Kahuna of this island." And we just got into a battle. Like this is fucking awesome. Which uh, which Pokemon did more of that kind of random shit like that? Like, oh yeah, I'm the Kahuna. We're gonna battle now. 
Like, they never, do, you know, before it's like, oh, I'm the gym leader. Go find me. And they remix a bunch of old Pokemon, uh, like a Lola Vulpix is in there, which is an ice type. I don't know how the hell you make Vulpix into a fire type to an ice type, but I fucking love it. It's white and blue and it's cute all over. So there's that. And it's, it's just a really fun adventure to go through. Your Pokedex is fun. Uh, the, the professor wears no shirt. Lily's okay. And the Pokemon is actually stat-worthy and good. And the other thing they add to the game is the Z-moves. Is basically now Pokemon has a fifth slot that you can use. They did away with the, with the uh, Mega Evolution, where, which hurts Pokemon. Mind you, they, they hurt them. And now you do a fun little uh, super move uh, for the fifth slot. And they did a lot of things like that to remix the game. No, no longer HMs. You got Pokemon Traveler, so you can travel the world with, you know, with fast travel. You don't have to use your fly ability or use a slot in the uh, in your Pokemon for HMs anymore. But there's still HMs, but they're TMs now. Like Surf's still around. Uh, I didn't see Cut, but Surf's still in the game. Waterfall, all that stuff's still there if you really want it. But it's in TM form now. And I like. I think that's smart. I think the whole game itself is a uh, is uh, remix enough. And you don't need to know all you know back Pokemon games. Like if you didn't play X and Y, it's okay. If you, you didn't play other games, they pay homages to everything else. You don't need to know like what happened in X and Y, like other games. So you can just jump in, get a rallet, and go. So, just out of curiosity, so. Pokemon Sun and Go- Sun and Moon, they're different games, right? So they're two separate games. The difference with Pokemon always is this this year's gimmick is Moon's time is twelve hours advanced. But my my three DS clock is so fucked, so it you know, when I'm playing one one three DS, I have two. One's in the daytime and I switch it to the next one, the the one's in the nighttime, so the thing is fucked on my end, so you know, but then do we count those as separate games in the nomination no, list? No, we, we, we count them as one. We bundle, okay. We count them as one because it's it's the same adventure, different Pokemon, different. You know, you know they they're gonna they they link together. You can trade Pokemon from one version to the other, so they're the same game. But your adventure, you know, so that's um, my problem with Pokemon. Sun and Moon is the hand holding. It's a lot of you're right. It's all hand holding if you ask me. Like like every time a new Pokemon game come out, it's it's like it's such it's increased hand holding to the to the point where it's like I don't know if I even want to play this thing. Like the like this one in particular, I mean you pretty much have to go through this like four hour long tutorial before you can actually start the game. It's it a little a ridiculous yeah that that one takes a while it goes through all that stuff you you know like the first one you get a pokemon like what five minutes and what is this one takes like an hour yeah but then even after that you still got to do the bullshit like the 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 pokemon trainer school or whatever whatever it was like all that shit is just like Come on, just let me like the Pokemon Trainer School. I get, but my problem with the Pokemon Trainer School is like, oh, here you go. You're gonna learn how to Pokemon. Yeah, but it's it's gotta teach you like, hey, uh, you should probably use 
you know, a, a water type against these types of Pokemon or shit like that. Like, it's it's I don't know. It's I've been playing Pokemon for years, so maybe it's it's different if you've never played Pokemon before. But I don't know. I feel like it kind of insults your intelligence. I mean, you're supposed to be this this you know a master fucking Pokemon trainer, but then it like insults your intelligence to where it's going to tell you it's just going to tell you the weakness after you use a move on it once it's going to tell you the weakness of that pokemon you yeah, can't use your own effective like, or super effective it'll tell you can't you like use your own more. you can't use your own knowledge you know like it just doesn't trust you to have your own knowledge as to you know what the what the weaknesses are and shit like that it's, yeah kids play the game i know kids play the game i was a kid when i first played pokemon and i wasn't stupid enough you know what i mean and i remembered what the fuck you know, uh, uh, fucking Raichu was weak against. Yeah, but there's so many types now. <laughs> Not types, but there's so many Pokemon now for me. I'm like, I don't know all of these, so it's a. I know, and it's so like obscure now is what they are. It's not even like cool anymore. Like before, it was cool, but now it's just like, oh, this one's a, a what? Yeah. Okay, what it's that, a what is it's that? A, it's a Glargua. Okay. <laughs> like it's like I, it, it feels like it's, not, it's nowhere near as creative as it once was. Or well, if you got a twenty year game, it's not as creative as it used to be. But I agree with that. I mean, they're they're milking the fuck out. Like I mean, they they always. I mean, they have. I think the all problem, the reason to. I think make the so thing with money. the game was the character itself didn't want to become a Pokemon trainer. So they're trying to, you know, so they just that thing of like, you, you don't know either. And it's like, and then somehow you become good and the champion. And it's like, yep, I'm the champion. You guys might suck. I don't know. And like, I get that, you know, six year olds might be playing the game, but like, at least give me the fucking option. Like, let me skip the shitty ass cutscenes. There's cutscenes in this fucking game, dude. There's cutscenes. You can't skip them. And there's a like, story. There's- there's a there's a story you can't skip any of this shit, man. Like at least give me the option to say like, hey, I'm not a dumbass. I've played Pokemon before. Let me skip the tutorial. Or, also, hey, you can't. I don't just... want to watch the cutscene. Let me skip the cutscene. You can't get farther in the game unless you advance a story. The shits. The shits. Like that. That's what I have a problem with. Like it's it's fine to have the tutorial, but don't force me to fucking do it when I I I've been playing Pokemon a whole goddamn life. Right, I, yeah, that, that it's not. I mean, I came back to it next and why, but yeah, that that tutorial and all that stuff, and then Tapu Koko is the uh, is the 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 uh, Pokemon that that uh, watches over the land. You know, you can capture Tapu Koko. <laughs> you can capture it. I feel bad if you if anyone did because I'm like, then this island's fucked. I mean, I caught your I caught your god, <laughs> and put him in the PC. What are you gonna do now? Does that mean I get to live on this island forever with this thing? <laughs> you know what I mean? Sorry, Coco. You're 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 gone now. You're mine. Or do they just worship you for it? I don't know. But it's that kind of stuff that, you know. Also, the engine's showing its age. In double battles, the 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 frame rate is horrendous. Horrendous. What other uh, nominations do we have? All right, uh, I put I put uh, Fire Emblem Fate. 
Now, that is an RPG. It's a it's, it's a turn-based RPG. Uh, it has a pretty good story and it's it's deep. It's a deep turn-based RPG, but it's kind of the same thing with Pokémon. It's, you know, you buy one version, there's another version you can get. There's Fates and was it Revelations and one if you didn't pick the then there's DLC and all that stuff. You can romance people, and it's a turn-based RPG. You level up, you know, you build up your base, and buy baths, and buy, you know, minerals, and feed your army, you know, level up your army, and all that stuff. So it's a it's a, it's a basic turn-based RPG game. I mostly turned off all the animations. Ice Cream, did you play this one? I'm sure you have. No. Alright, I, I definitely played it, and I found it fun. I, I like the... I, I romanced uh, the girly, you know, that can sing, you know, made her mine. I'm like, all right, all right, get in here. Uh, I'll, I'll blow on you. And then she goes like, I want to be with you always. And then I found out she had a kid. And I'm like, oh, fuck. Great. I married a chick that already has a kid. Fun. <laughs> yeah, I find out later it's like, oh, she's already pre-fucked. I mean, this is not good. <laughs> <laughs> Well, all right. <laughs> oh, I I was just thinking, uh, Civilization Six that would have to go in this category, wouldn't it? It does. It's um, <laughs> an RPG. Uh, well, it's, it's I mean, you play the role of a leader of a nation. The only nation I care about is the U.S. one. <laughs> yeah, I mean that's what yeah. you always play, obviously. Yeah, I forget who was the president there. It's an RPG simulator, right? Strategy RPG simulation. I like Cleopatra. Yeah, Teddy Roosevelt. Uh, thank you, thank you. My my mind blanked for a second. Teddy. I think I, I mean I think it would be considered an RPG. I don't know how you could not consider an RPG. I mean, we count that. We got to count XCOM too, then. I'm not counting XCOM. I mean, yes, you're right. Well, okay, so what are our what are our nominations then? What are our actual nominations we're gonna pick? Okay. Dark Souls. Salt and Sanctuary, I think, and probably Pokemon. Definitely Salt and Sanctuary, Pokemon. So what else? Um Dark Souls in there, I guess at number three right now. But it's like a wavering Bravery three. Second, Tokyo Mirage Session. No one played Bravery Second though. See, it's because no one played it doesn't mean it doesn't belong here. I own it. No one played Tokyo Mirage Sessions, but I would definitely put that above Dark Souls in my... uh... Right. So we're looking at what? Tokyo, Dark Souls 3, Pokemon... And yeah. maybe fire. Well, I guess the the fight for the bottom would be would be Bravery second and poke not Pokemon but Fire Emblem. I, I got nothing else to put in there. That's why. So I I just need a fifth. Yeah. Uh, just because I played it Fire Emblem, but you know, if someone says like Bravery second's better, then we didn't play it. I mean, we could expand the category to like 
4X and strategy shit. All right, it's up to you. Just because, I yep. mean, they're, they're kind of similar. Normally, I don't know. 4X is almost strategy RPG. See, you... that's, that's my problem with not RPGs. You usually, you know, also, we forgot one. Did we? Let it, let it die? Well, that also we forgot. Final oh, Fantasy. I mean, if we, oh fuck, dude! I didn't forget. Let it die, dude. Let it oh, die. needs to go on there. We forgot Final Fantasy Fifteen. Oh, I didn't. I didn't forget that. I purposely didn't include it because <laughs> it doesn't belong on this list. <laughs> All right then. I'm fine with Let It Die. Okay. I'm just, I'm just saying, if we're, if we're gonna have this fight, people are like, you only got four. What about fifteen? All right, no, let it die, let it die, let it, let it ride. So right now I have Salt and Sanctuary, Pokemon, Dark Souls Three, Tokyo Mirage Sessions, and Let It Die. Sounds good to me. Sounds good, yeah. I say so I don't give a shit because I didn't play any of these games. Yeah, <laughs> really, except for Dark Souls Three, briefly. All right. Scary games. Here we go. Uh, scary yeah, games. Yeah, horror. Yeah. Uh, let's just put Layers of Fear five times. Yeah, Layers of Fear is. Uh, I'm all about that. <laughs> yeah. Uh, we just did that yesterday, and it was spooky as fuck. It was super scary. Yeah, it was definitely like. I would put it like just below PT in terms of like my level of terrifiedness. We're not we're not gonna put Laser Fear five times, but I would. But yeah, Laser Fear was fucking uh excruciatingly scary. Yeah, that's definitely my my like number one. There's not very many, that's the thing. Yeah, that's the thing. That's kind of this this category waivers. Well, last year it was you know we had a good amount of these, but now it's kind of like uh, should we even bother with the category? Should we just get rid of it? Hmm. I see what you're saying. Yeah. I mean, I think layers of fear. Definitely. I think it wins it. Like. Yeah. That's the scariest shit I've seen. Like, and I I look for these games. There just wasn't that much this year. Uh. There is like Oxenfree, right? Yeah. Now, Oxenfree isn't really a horror game. I mean, it's kind of like a, I don't know, like a psychological horror. I mean, in in a, in a kind of like, I don't know, like like a, a scenario, like because it's it's the it's not. I don't know. It's kind of it's, it's it's kind of a horror game, but not really. It's yeah. just like um, you know, a bunch of kids go out to this island to kind of party and hang out, but then some like some shit happens, and you end up having to people get possessed and shit like that. I mean, there, there's definitely like horror elements in it, but it's not really a scary game. It doesn't really scare you. It's not meant to scare you me yeah there's like not a lot here like the only other game i can think of which isn't uh pokemon go really 
it it's it scared a lot of people. They found dead bodies and destroyed things. <laughs> okay. <laughs> uh, the only other thing I can really think of that you could put in the horror category is Dead by Daylight, which isn't that great of a game. I mean, it's okay. I don't know if anybody knows what what it's about. It's you, you like you play with other people, and you like one person plays as like the uh, you know like the killer guy, and you you like chase around and try to kill the uh the human players and i mean it's it's pretty it can be scary i guess but i i really i mean it's probably going to make the nomination because there's not a lot of options here but uh you put firewatch like i I don't know about that yeah i put a question mark there yeah i know (laughs) i don't know that's why that's why i went like i i couldn't think of anything so like what was the scariest thing i played firewatch I was like, fire's scary? Yeah, so right, right now, I think the only three I can think of is My, Layers of Fear, Oxenfree, which is kind of a stretch, but we will do it, and then I'm Dead by Daylight. S- I'm scared of my wife? Like, what else What else can we put here? Uh, I, I mean, I know there were some other games that are kind of, uh, like, n- Narcosis. Came out this year, uh, System Shock. See, there's this, one more. I can't remember. System Shock's kind of kind of a remake, and I know some people are like Subnautica. That is a early access game. Subnautica is not a horror game, first of all. I mean, you can get scared playing that game, but it's not meant to be a horror game. Yeah, and it's early access, and we have a section for early access games in the uh, novelty awards. What's so, yeah. I mean. W- well, I'm not going to put a walking simulator. <laughs> I mean, like, everybody goes to the Rapture. I don't think that game's scary. Firewatch is an inspired choice for horror game. It does not have psychological horror elements going. It does have psychological. It does, but it's so, like, undertone. Like, it's not... Yeah, I don't... I wasn't feeling it, man. Like, hey, the same thing with, like, Oxenfree is that, like, the situation they're in is pretty, it's definitely a horror situation that they're in, but, you know, other than, like, but it's not, like, a scary for you as a player. I don't know. Yeah, like, like, Lay's Fear, like, you're fucking, you don't even want to move sometimes. Like you just you don't yeah. want to open that door. You don't want to fucking even turn around. You don't even want to like. You just want to pause the game. Like you, like we uh, Wasabi played last night and he like almost quit like eighteen times. He's like, I don't know if I can do this, man. <laughs> I really don't feel like I can do this anymore. <laughs> like uh, that that to me is a horror game. Yeah, that uh, but one, there just wasn't it wasn't a lot. You know, it wasn't a lot of them. Yeah, that one's definitely that one's definitely the the benchmark of what we're we're trying to get here. I know that that Friday the Thirteenth game, but that's not out yet. That's a beta, and I'm yeah, not putting yeah. a, I'm not putting the Resident Evil Seven demo there either. <laughs> yeah, and I know I've looked at other like uh, websites like uh, horror games and stuff, and you know they got they they just put anything on them. They got like Doom on there. It's like Doom is not a horror game. It is really like, not. Yeah, it, I mean, yeah, like it's kind of it's bloody and there's like demons, but like you're not meant to be scared in that game. You're meant to be like fuck shit up, you know. Yeah, if you're not the, if you're not screaming or or just in a state of of unwillingness, 
it's not a horror game. Right. You know, yeah. if you're if you're you know, that's the thing. If you're not sure what's going to happen when you open that door or any of that stuff, that's not a horror game, you know. I say we just um we do two things here. We can either uh shelf this category or we can just give it to layers of fear. Make it a decision decision by board kind of thing. I I feel I feel like that's fair. Yeah, I really don't know what else can compete <laughs> I, I, with that. I, I, I guess I, I honestly should be against this, but I go like I don't see an argument against it. Yeah, there's just not enough games. I feel like I don't see the argument. There's not enough to have five, and and the only one I can really, the I mean, Dead by Daylight is a horror game, definitely, but. It's a different kind of horror. It's a multiplayer game. Like, like your adrenaline's going because you want to, but like you're not. It's not like the same scary factor as like Layers of Fear is. Yeah, it's a completely different way of making a horror game. I mean, it's, it's I, horror because I, it, I think it feels like Dead by Daylight is horror in the same way that like Evolve was horror, and where like you're, it's kind of like one versus you know many, and that you're not you know you're being like followed or you're being hunted and you just you just want to you know, get out of the situation that you're in. Yeah, that's the whole premise of the game is to make it out. Like, Evolve can be considered horror just because, you know, you're one versus many getting hunted but, and shit yeah, like but that. But Dead by Daylight's meant to be like, you know, this Jason-esque character is, it's like a dark, spooky area and like, yeah, and like he and fucking I, and I catches that. you and puts you on like a hook and it's fucking brutal. I get that, but... So like, the, the game, the game would have to be like at least genre to at least one genre it would be horror for the for the game yeah but oxen free is a stretch layers of fear and dead by daylight are really only two i could think of that were like layers of fear is a, i is, even know about is but layers of fear is completely gonna blow i don't know if you know how they could compete you know the level of the level of actual fear when you're playing that game is yeah you don't want to go on dead that by game, daylight's a completely different game's a way real. of making a horror game that game's a horror game so, yeah, we'll just, I guess we'll just give it to Layers of Fear. That'll be a decision by board there. there and it'll just give us, uh, you know, one last, like, thing here. Because we got a lot of categories. Yeah, I'm going to. All right, we decided on that. Sorry, I want to speed through that. Layers of Fear is your winner. That's it. All right, the next one, best racing game, which is should arrive before Christmas Eve, which I'm really surprised. Oh, you skipped uh, fighting oh, games. I did, I did. You're right. Yeah, I just saw that. Am I all right? Fighting games, natural, natural plus blasters. I heard a lot of people like that. Uh, it's Nitro plus blasters, heroines infinite duel. A lot of people like that, so it wins. Um, I didn't play it. Oh, it's really fucking fighting games. Really, it's really fucking good, guys. I didn't play it. I wish I did, but I heard really good things about it. Isn't it like Weeaboo anime? It's anime, so it's it's a it's a crossover game where they put uh, a bunch of different franchises together, almost like a Marvel versus Capcom thing. Uh, uh, this one's like Arcana Heart mixed with a bunch of like anime bullshit. Uh, I think like Senran Kagura is there and. Um, a bunch of shit. It's the, it's the Arcana Heart guys 
mixing with the uh, Nitro Plus like franchise, and it's so fucking good, you guys. Uh, first of all, it's like really easy to pick up. Um, which you know can't be said for like a lot of fighting games. A lot of fighting games expect you to like know what the fuck you're doing, but you can kind of get by with just like button mashing and this. And expect the, you know, they expect more. They expect more, yeah. Uh, this one's really easy to get into. You kind of just button mash and not really know what you're doing. You know, do a couple fireballs, let let off some uh, some ultras and shit like that. And like when you do like an ultra attack, there's like cinematics, uh, like anime style cinematics at play when you do one. It, it was it's really really cool when you when you see um you pull one off. Um, but. Yeah, it's not much else to say. Like, um, if you're an anime fan, you'll you'll see a lot of familiar, um, like a familiar characters in there. I think uh, Sabers in there from Fate Stay Night. Um, there's like Sinron Kagura characters in there, and uh, Super Sonico. Mm. Um, so there's a lot of characters in there that, that you know if you're an anime fan, or like an Arcana Heart fan. And uh, yeah, there's not much that you can say about a fighting game that can't be said about all fighting games except like how good it is. And this one's really good. That's the only fighting game I didn't play. Which what else we got? Uh, I got we got Pokemon Tournament. Why did I say it like that? I don't because country. Yeah, it's not even country. It's. Is you a hood rat? That's why. Pokemon Tournament. All right. So Pokemon Tournament is the next game, and you can uh, you can customize your girly or your guy with pretty dresses and other things. So that's cool. Uh, I think the problem with Pokemon Tournament is it's a it's it's Tekken, of course, a little dumbed down. It's a really good fighter. My problem with it is there's not enough. I, I feel like the roster's yeah. kind of thin. How many characters do they have now? Um, I have it on there. Like, yeah, it's got... It's like 10? Like 11, 12. 12? Yeah, it's like 12. Like, the roster's really thin. Like, I felt like if it, if it had, like, a few more Pokemon in it, it would be fine. That That's how I see it. It's like... It's not a bad game, but once you find, you know, like there's two, there's two clones in there, you know, there's Mewtwo and Shadow Mewtwo, Pikachu Libre and Pikachu. Oh yeah. Did they really have to do, you know, two? They're kind of different, but yeah. Uh, well, I, I I like Lucha Pikachu as much as the next guy. So, but I'm just saying, like, do you did you really need two Pikachu's? You know. Oh, what I really like about Pokemon Tournament is that it's like deceptively simple. Uh, like on the surface, it's really simple, but like it's really the mechanics. If you go deep, it's it's really um it can get really complex, and that's kind of what I like about it. Because since you know I'm one of those guys that fucking like um 
when I play a fighting game, I like to like, you know, really dissect the, the my my character, and um, so like I got to a point where I was doing like manual combos because you could just mash uh, the buttons, and it'll automatically do combos for you. But um, I figured out some like manual combos to where I can like do follow ups and like chain together combos and air juggle and shit like that. <laughs> and when I take that online to all the kids who are playing this shit, you know, on the Nintendo, you know, I'm just trouncing everyone. And it's like, okay. Uh, I found that, you know, th- that level of complexity that, you know, most people aren't going to find in this game because they're just playing it like, you know, like the, like the deceptive simple fighter that it is, but there, there is that level. Like you can can't, you can, you know, cancel your, your attacks, and uh, so you can feign attacks and cancel, and uh, you know, do another attack. You can uh, air cancel, shit like that, like dodge cancel. Um, you know, and these are all like advanced techniques that help you like chain together manual combos. But you know. So you just fucking sat there and learned all this shit and you just go online and fuck with little kids? Yeah, 12 year olds that get this for Christmas and shit, man. I was watching them. I mean, it, it it's bad because I would get them in like, you know, unblockable combos and shit like that. Not unblockable. Once I hit them with something, you're pretty much fucked. Like half of your health is guaranteed to fucking just drain. Uh, like you got that bad. And also it's got wrestling moves in it. So you have like a finisher. Yeah. Like I wasn't like I don't I don't I didn't consider myself particularly good at the game. I just found that like level that like complex layer that I could play at that most people couldn't because I, they're you know twelve year olds. Yeah, I I, I like Pro Can Tournament. Piece I, of shit. <laughs> I like I like it. I like I liked it for that reason. It like, was it was a definitely there's a layer there that is definitely very good. You know, if you if you study the game enough and get good enough, you can destroy. Yeah. Yeah. I'm I'm just saying, like this this game's definitely a, a fun one. You know, you you know, there's you can break almost any combo really. You know, like if someone blocks, you can grab. If you grab, you know, all that stuff. So it's like rock paper scissors. It's a it's yeah. it's a deep uh, little game, you know. It's got you know assist Pokemon, but it's just not enough there. Yeah, I kind of I kind of dropped it after like a few weeks. Yeah, it's kind of n- nothing's not. It's not really there. So that's my problem with it. But there's more of it, you know, like like Smash Brothers or anything like that. We'd still be playing it, but there's not enough there. There, you know. Right, what's next? Oh, sorry. What's next is, uh, do you want to get into probably the hardest fighter of them all? Uh, this one, you can't, you can't get in. Yeah. Now I didn't play King of Fighters, so that's all you. Yeah. This one, this one, you, you bring it. This is, this is not a game for the weak of heart. So for anyone out there, you know, this is, this is for the, the masters of, uh, of fighters. So. I like King of Fighters. It is a three v three or one v one battle style. So for anyone out there that wanted to go out there and actually uh, 
wanted to check out King of Fighters, it is not 1v1. But you can go in there, uh, fight people, and all that stuff. So uh, the characters are colorful, very colorful. You know, they're, they're cute. You know, the girlies are really, they have really beautiful dresses, shorts, and whatever. So if you like beautiful girls in your game, this game definitely has it. And a deep roster of f- over 50 characters. So if you're looking for a game that has a deep learning curve and a deep roster, uh, not not as Pokemon Tournament doesn't, you, this is the game. This is the game to definitely uh, get. But definitely its learning curve is very steep. So, you know, and its moves and its chains and its combos. So if you're walking in this not as a fighter or anyone that likes fighting games you are in for a bad time they will wreck you if you're not if you're not careful but i i hold my own you know it's it's definitely it's definitely one of the most complete fighters this year uh, a lot of fighters are not complete but it's definitely one of the most complete ones if you wanted a game that you can get in there hone your skills look at beautiful girlies and uh create a good tag team yeah, uh, definitely one of that. I know some people were like, "Oh, you know, what about this mechanic, that mechanic?" I'm talking about the game itself. You can definitely get in there and uh, wreck some people if you really wanted to. And uh, it's got a, it's got a confidential arcade mode, single player mode, all all the modes that you need, trials to hone your skills. You know, it's got uh, you know the lab, all that stuff. So. The online, when I took it online, it seemed okay, but a lot of people thought the online was bad, but I can understand that. Uh, online online uh, fighters can be hit or miss. That, that's all I have to say about King of Fighters. It's one of the hardest ones to play. Not not a game for noobs. Just say that. All right. Yeah. The last... Right, use the- oh, go ahead. The last one brings us to the multi-platform shit show that is Street Fighter 4. Five? Street Fighter 5. The, multi, the multi-platform shit show. Um, so, yeah, Street Fighter 5 launched kind of in disarray. I mean, it, it wasn't a complete game. Everyone wants to give that argument, oh, they released it early for the fucking tournament players. Uh, well, they either shouldn't have, or they should have released it not at full price, or put a disclaimer on it if that was their intention, saying, "Hey guys, this you know is for the tournament players." But they didn't do any of that. Uh, just hey, this is the release date. This is the game. Enjoy. And it uh, was as bare bones as you think of a game should be. Yeah, I don't think I've seen a game. In my whole life, for sixty bucks, and the and the gall—not even the gall of it being sixty bucks, but the gall of them releasing such a thing, and then putting a season pass on on the characters that's coming up—is so criminal. Yeah, it, didn't they have to release? Um. They release some of those characters like free for a while. They're kind of rentals. Like they were. Well, here's the deal with Street Fighter. The whole point was you could win fight money. 
you know, you could win money for fights with fight money. Yeah. And they were gonna they're gonna open up the Zenny store, and you could buy the characters in the Zenny store, but they never implemented the Zenny store. The store wasn't there at launch, so <laughs> what they were doing was they were selling you the the, the season pass, so you could either buy the characters with the the fight money, or you could just buy them outright with the season pass. Right. But by the time the season pass came out, if you've been playing the game, uh. With any consistency, by the time the season pass came out, you would have had enough fight money to just buy the fighters with the fight money. So, like, it kind of made the season pass completely obsolete. Yeah, well, yeah, if you're good at the game, you can just buy the characters with fight money. Well, not even if you're good. If you if you were just playing the game, right? You would have had enough to buy every character. I mean, because you you would have had enough to buy at least two characters if you played that shitty arcade mode they had. That little shitty like story mode. Mm-hmm. You've had enough for at least two characters right there, so it already you know you're not getting your values worth from the season pass. And then if you play the game, you know any more than that, right up until the point where the characters are made purchasable, you'd have had enough to just buy them all and maybe more. Yeah. So. Like that was uh, completely anyone who bought that season pass got ripped the fuck off. And also the the good the good clothes was high behind Zenny the fight pass too. So it's like fuck off. Huh. Uh, but underneath it all, what ultimately really matters is the fighting like mechanics and and they're good. And yeah, they were fuck. They were very solid. And and Street Fighter Five. The network play is pretty good. Yeah. And they're still working on it. They still have what season two coming? Yeah, season two is announced uh, with some more characters. I think is Akuma part of that. Akuma's part of that. Don't sound like you can just buy these characters outright. Because here's my problem with Street Fighter: you pay for a game. That is sixty bucks. That feels like it should be free to play. Like they just, they should just go like, here you go, get in there. You know, you want a Buki? Here you go. You know, I mean, yes, they give you a set of characters. They give you Ryu, or you know, it's like some of these characters are like, man, I wish I could switch out this motherfucker for someone else. You know, but that's what they give you. You know, I like a Buki. She's cute. You know, but that's that's just how that that is just some of these characters i go like i don't really care for you yeah like people like the oiled urian naked dude no one like you people are weird you, you talk about you talk about tracer being lesbian you people are crazy <laughs> i like i like my guys oily and wearing wearing a wearing tights and like people actually did tutorials to go like hey he can rip his shirt off and he can fight naked here you go like Gee, thanks. That's exactly what I wanted. I don't know. Maybe maybe they think they can move faster with it. But <laughs> uh, the fighting's solid, except for all the crazy shit that goes on with it. Uh, I feel like the game is still not complete. I feel like it's still an early access Street Fighter game. I mean, even yeah. having season two, you know, the game's, you know, having a season two of a game that's still 
you know, when season one wrapped up and you have season two this close, I, I smell bullshit on that, you know? You couldn't just give Akuma out for free for the crazy motherfuckers to go like, we're sorry. Yeah. Are there any other fighting games? That's four, but... Um... Oh, I thought that was five. So, uh, Nitro Plus. That's four, yeah. Token, King of Fighters. There's a Guilty Gear X-Rated Revelator. See, I'm not, I'm not sure how the uh, release releases work on the the Guilty Gear because I know there's Guilty Gear X-Rated Sign, and there's Guilty Gear X-Rated Revelator. Right. But like, what's What's Which, the like deal Exert on that? Is it Revelator? Out. Is Revelator just like a an update to the to sign or? Yeah, I'm not sure about Guilty Gear at all. Like the one it says on Steam said it came out in February, but you know what I mean? Yeah. Which is, uh, yeah, it's not fifty bucks, but you know. Yeah, Guilty Gear Exit Revelator released supposedly at least six months, so that game was a 2015 game. On, uh... Yeah, that game was a 2015 game on, uh... On PS4. Well, I suppose we don't have to have five if there aren't five. Well, Revelator... When did Revelator come out? I thought that was this year. I'm going to check Revelator just in a second. Like, shit's, like, confusing because you don't know. I, I guess it was last year. I know yeah. Exerd was last year. Yeah. This is Exerd or Revelator. That's, that's, that was the thing. Or Exerd Sign. Like, I don't even know which one's, like, the... Exerd Sign was the one last year, and then Revelator's the new one. Revelator was also last year. Yeah. Mm. Well. Like, they both, like, they both exert, though. That's the thing. Yeah, they're both. Yeah. Yeah, I get what you're saying. So I don't know if that's. I don't know if that even counts. It doesn't count, I don't think. Well, it was last year anyway, so. It's just confusing, man. Well, I think that if, you know, there wasn't anything of note, I mean, there's no reason to. Force five nominations. At least this year, at least we can say that there's there's been fighting games like you can actually put on this list. Not like yeah, I mean, we got we got four. It's pretty good. Yeah, like there's actual games that we can fight over, huh? But there's huh. yeah, but you know if there's you know if there was five games, I'm sure that we would we would take off one of them easy, you know. But I feel like the Street Fighter Four. I feel like needs to have that fight with the, with the votes, you know. I feel like yeah. King of Fighters needs that need that fight, and all these games need need a need a fight. I does um, is talking about Xenoverse count as a fighting game? Is it it's, a fighting game anymore? It's definitely is it a fighting game? It seems like it. It's got the fighting game moves. I was gonna add WWE Two K Seven, but that's not a fighting game. Put Xenoverse Two in there, I guess. 
I don't know if that's a fighting game. I guess it is a fighting game. It has characters. You fight people. Uh, you fight people. Yeah. That's uh, I didn't play Xenoverse 2. I didn't play Xenoverse 1. I either. played it. I played it. And it's definitely a fighter. You definitely run around and you can pick a characters and fight them and all that stuff. So, like a fighter. You can definitely have a fighting. You know, it has a meter. Like a, yeah. like a fighting game. So, yeah, it definitely has a meter. All right, fuck it. Xenoverse 2, then. <laughs> All right, that's that's your fight. I like that. I think the next two categories are going to be scarce. Yeah. Oh, yeah. We might we might want to combine these. Yeah, I was thinking that, too. That's why I put, when you said best sports game, I put Forza. Okay. Just, that's just that's, that's it, why they do that, yeah. Just like, call it sports, I think. Yeah, that's that's what I did there. I went like best driving game. I went like, well, I put, I, and then I saw, oh yeah, yeah, you know. And then some people might go like, hey, yes, we we are aware there's more sports games, but we don't play Madden. Yeah, I, do, I don't play Madden. I don't yeah. care about that. I, I mean, I mean, I I just want to just point that out. People are like, you're gonna forget Madden. Or this, or NHL hockey's always great. You never talk. Well, or FIFA. Let me, yeah, let me explain why that is not even worth our time. Because all that's all that's going to happen there is we're going to have we're going to have FIFA, right? We're going to have we're going to have Madden. We're going to have the uh, NBA, 2K, whatever. Mm-hmm. And then we're going to have the hockey equivalent. And then whoever people are just going to vote whatever their favorite sport is. Right. It, it's yeah. really not going to be about the game. Um, uh, and let's be honest here. Like most people that are gamers aren't really the people that play those games, you know. Yeah. And then even how do you compare? You know, the latest. Yeah. How do you compare a NBA hockey? game from the latest NHL? Like doesn't like they should be like rated differently. Like you can put like PES soccer versus FIFA soccer, right? Because you know? those are the same sport. But I feel like even yeah thing like sport is like you're just gonna pick your favorite sport if you even care about the sport you know sports in general yeah which i i don't but uh yeah so that's my thought with that game or with that category Uh, i don't think it's worth even nominating you know the major league sports games because first of all those games don't really change very much they they just really every time you get a new one of those games most of what you're getting is just an updated roster for the players in the league at that time yeah that's really most of what you're getting. I, I mean, I, I don't play much of those games. I played like the UFC games before. Um, those are fun, but those would be more probably better suited under like a, I don't know, like a fighting game or something. The way, the way that they're played. I mean, they are more, you know, they're complex. They're just as complex as fighting games, but they're just more realistic. Yeah. But uh, yeah, they're, they're not. I mean, they're just not very imaginative games. And I think the only real I mean, as far as what I can tell, you have we have Forza Horizon Three, right? That's for sure. Mm-hmm. Uh, Steep came out as a snowboarding game. Can you ski in that game, or is it just snowboarding? Uh, it's snowboarding, skiing, wingsuit, and uh, parachuting. Okay, so that's like thrill-seeking sports. Yeah, yeah. it's definitely sports. Um, yeah, so I, I really don't I really don't know what else. Trackmania Turbo. It's. Mm-hmm. Uh, 
I really like that game. The I VR mode is the, the VR mode is shit. But Trackmania Trackmania fills that hole of like arcade racer that doesn't quite exist. Like most of the arcade racers are really grounded in reality now. Even though they're arcadey, you know, like your your um your need for speeds or your burnout types yeah. of shit. Uh, Trackmania takes that to like the extreme and goes, "Hey, we're gonna put like we're gonna put like rockets on the cars or whatever, and we're gonna put like loop de loops on the tracks, and we're gonna put these like flight zones so you can just launch yourself, and maybe you'll miss the landing." But when you do, you can just hit the button and you'll restart at the last checkpoint and you can just keep going. Like Trackmania is like it's a time trial game, really. Like yeah. you go online and you're like versus like two hundred other like ghost players, but you're all like live there. So it's like two hundred people on one track and really you're just fighting like and you can set your country, you can set your um yeah, you can set your country and you can set your state. Um, so you can compete on like every level versus like worldwide versus your country and versus your state. Uh, and right. just you can you set time trials on on the track and it has a uh, track builder too. So um, there's like names in the track mania uh, industry, uh, track building industry. That like build tracks. That's like all they do is they just make tracks, and uh, people race on them and try to get the best times and shit. So it's just it's, just, it's a game about fun and togetherness. Yeah, it's just a beat beat the clock kind of a game. Yeah. While share blasts in your headphones, so you believe in love after love, and you're yeah. a pop simulator. <laughs> so so the the old track mini games. That's what that's about. With this one, you can't do that because they don't have uh, they don't have dedicated servers, Aww. which sucks. Which sucks. That's the best part of Trackmania. Listening to horrible Euro pop and share Star Wars Metallica. I, yeah, man, it's it's it's. I, I, that, believe me, that if if there would be no doubt, this would have won best sports game if if that was a Trackmania we got, but. Uh, racing around the track and do you believe in love after love <laughs> i mean that, that that's that's the that's a track mania anthem that is the that yeah. is that game i mean any if you walk into a game if it's not playing love after love i don't know i don't know how to live myself yeah it's a it's a sadness but I mean, it's still, it's still a solid, it's still a solid. Um, I just want to say to everyone, I'm serious when I say that. I mean, th- that that is not Trackmania if it doesn't play Love After Love. Yeah, that that's what Trackmania was, man. It was great because they would put custom like soundtracks, uh, like on the track itself. So you'd play, you would load up a track, and like a a song would play, and it'd be like a random ass song. People be like, okay, I can get down with this. And most and, of the uh, time, it was share and Europop. Yeah, a lot of Europop. But that's, I mean, that's what it, that's Trackmania, dude. That's that's the Trackmania culture right there. <laughs> they love share and Europop. One Sounds song like from AIDS. Share. They, <laughs> hey, like pure ear aids. 
It can be, but at least they're not playing like Justin Bieber. I mean, I can get down with some share, man, but they really love love after love. Fuck share. <laughs> I didn't say share was great. I'm just saying that that's what they like. All right. Well, so what do we got for this? We, we got, I mean, there's not really much to say about Forza Horizon 3. I mean, it's a. It's Forza in, Horizon 3. It's in, it's in Australia. And uh, it's in Australia. And it looks nice. It, 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 Australia is definitely a very nice place to drive, it seems like. Uh, people seem kind of nice there for some damn reason. Uh, I would love to spend a vacation in that Australia. <laughs> but, I, but And then, yeah, but I mean, you know, as far as the game goes, it's... It's better just, than 2, which 2 was yeah. like... You get to drive in beaches and sand and get to break the law. So that sounds amazing. Yeah. Another complaint here about like hand holding. Uh, Forza always features fucking like this insane, like, it's, it's like they, they insult your intelligence, man. It's just really that simple. Well, like, Forza, like, they, they bring the game to a complete stop. Complete stop. Hey, stop right now while I explain to you what the fuck an online game is dude this is great you're gonna love it you can play it's called xbox live and you can play with your friends but even if you don't have friends you can play with total random strangers they'll just show up in your game automatically and you can challenge them to races doesn't that sound like fun okay we're gonna show you how to do it now and then we're gonna let you play the game okay now you can play the game they do that. Yeah, well, the, every that game, fucking thing. That game caters to people. To okay, so I got this feel good buddy, you know, IRL, and uh, you know, he's a cool guy. Uh, he's a fucking gym rat, you know. He doesn't play video games, and uh, yeah, but, dude, he was like, "Oh no, fucking, you know, that's how he talks." For his protein shake, his hand. Forza Horizon Three, it's coming out, man. Like, I'm so excited. I'm like, okay. Like, that's the kind of people that you know. Yeah, and I get. Well, I, I get, I'm not saying only those kind of people play the game. I'm just saying like. I get you don't cater game. to those people. Like I get that you can like account for that, but account for the people who don't want that and just let me skip the shit. Like if you're gonna like completely stop my game, I should be able to be like, okay, no, I already know this. Let me just hit the B button. Let me just hit the start button and skip it. But no, it just forces you to sit there and get droned at by this fucking woman who's going to treat you like you don't know what a fucking... Whoa, dude. What's wrong with women? Why do you say woman like that? Nothing. Just, in this that. He's like, he's like this fucking woman. Nothing. Fuck it's back to me. And Forza is always a woman. Well, this time you're the... You, you own the Horizon Festival. Sorry, explain. Yeah, I'm the owner, and, now, and they're still fucking droning at me, trying to explain... Oh, so I have a problem How with to this. start a race. Also, I have a problem with this with this game myself. Uh, uh, Forza Horizon, thirty bucks on on Amazon. Uh, I'm uh, they put my name as a girl's name. My name's in the game for once, but they didn't put it as a guy's name. Fuck off. Oh yeah, so you can you can set your name, and um, they have like different predefined names that they'll actually like say they'll like pronounce it. And uh, they didn't have wasabi, but they did have wallaby. <laughs> <laughs> so that was wallaby. Uh, like, fuck yeah. <laughs> That's an actual name. People name their kids wallaby. Yeah. Uh, I wouldn't name your kid wallaby. 
How would you like going? Recommend. How would you like going through life being a small kangaroo? Yeah, but I mean, then when you play video games, it'll say your name. It'd yeah. probably be weird in uh, Australia, but probably be dope. Like anywhere I think, else. I, I think. I think they would just probably just your name would just be Wally, wouldn't it? Wouldn't be Wallaby. It'll just go like, "What's up, Wally?" Oh yeah, yeah probably. Yeah. Anyway, we digress. <laughs> Fucking okay, wall- Wallaby ice cream here. Wallaby ice cream, and I am girly. Yeah, it says my name. Like, how are you today, Raymond? I'm like, I'm a fucking... And then I'm like, fine. If you want me to be a girl, I'll be a girl. Fine, I'll own this bitch. I'll race, I'll race you. I'll race all of you. I'll race all of you and beat your candy asses. But it, it's, it's great. It's fine. And then we got Steep. Steep. It's, Which is a... It's a snowboarding game. Uh, snowboarding game. I mean, it's. Uh, I watched Wasabi play it on stream for a while. It looked, uh, you know, it's a snowboarding game. Uh, you set you set challenges for other people to beat. You do like crazy shit, and then uh, other people try to beat it. It's, uh, as far as that's as much as I know about the game. That's pretty much the gist of it. Yeah, I'd imagine it doesn't go too in depth. Like you just do nutty shit, and you go, "Hey, you fucking try to do this," and then you try to beat other people's shit. Or like you re- you record it and like share your um your tricks with people and let them like watch it or challenge it. It's pretty. It's pretty. Um, pretty much like stomp the yard, but snowboarding. Yeah, or like you got served. Right. Shit like that. But is it a good game? I enjoyed it when I played it. I don't know if I you know pay you know a top dollar for it. That's a $60 game, isn't it? Yeah, it's 40 right now on Steam, though. Yeah, I mean... Probably cheaper on Uplay, but... I don't know. Maybe, like, I'd wait until, like, 30 I'd pay 30 for it. But, I don't know. Other than that, I'm not sure if I'd... I'm not sure if I'd... Like it, it'd be like a lasting experience. Like it'd be if you had friends that were all into it, and you were all set challenges for each other, doing crazy shit. Um, and it'd definitely be a a dope ass experience to just piggyback off of each other. But alone, I don't think it's. I don't think it's. It stands up as like you know. Yeah, sounds about right. We got anything else? Uh, no, no. Is that five? What did you play? You played WWE. I did. How's this year's product? Uh, Goldberg. It Goldberg. It's it sucks. No. It's it's wrestling. I mean, to me, to me, it's the same thing as they, they try to make a realistic game, so it's basically lumped in with the rest of them. Let's lump in WWE 2K17 with Madden and the rest of the NHL and the basketball games. That's Oh, dude, you know what? I got one. I got a good sports game. So this is like the... This is pretty much like the Rocket League of sports games this year. Well, maybe not the Rocket League, but that's a little Lucille Ball. That's a little high for this, but Lucille Ball. 
This oh is my how, God. This is how sad sports games <laughs> is. We're nominating events that don't exist anymore. <laughs> it happened, dude. Yeah, we uh, let it happen. Yeah. It's called a push me, pull you. <laughs> it's just general jousting. So, you know, it's kind of like general jousting. Um, well, this, I'm already sold. It's a game where you're a, you're too like you're you're too human. What's it called? Push me, pull you. <laughs> so you're you're two teams of humans that are like attached, kind of like cat dog. Yeah. Oh my god. Let, let's is... get some. Let's get this on the stream. I want, oh I want to see this. my god. Just looking at the thing is just nuts. All right, here here it is. Here is this is so it's, what the hell is this? This is definitely is general jousting. Why is that on the list? This is what the what? The, what? So the, the objective is so. Oh, that's a sports game. All right. You you control both. Uh, you control both of the uh, sides of the thing. With um, and it could be either like a two-player game or a four-player game with um, like each button on the each person on a on a stick, but um, you control each like side of the uh, of the worm, I guess you want to call it. And the objective is to take the ball from the center and get it into your side of the court and hold it there until until your um until the timer fills. Oh, I see. And then, yeah, you got to like try to prevent the um, other team from like stealing the ball from you and then taking it to their side and shit. That is weird. <laughs> it looks kind of fun, though. I'll be honest. It definitely looks fun. Yeah, I can go with that. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> All right, that's four. That's four then. Yeah, I didn't know that was released yet, but. I know there's another one. Oh shit, man! There's another one. There's no like indie one like that. That um. Yeah. I, oh yes. Okay. Is this out? It is. Okay. Video ball. Yes, video ball. I knew. I knew. See, I, it, it takes me a while to think of these. Um. How did I miss video ball? Isn't that, I know that one. So yeah, this is pretty much the Rocket League of uh of this year, I would say. Yeah, video ball is uh yeah, I know what you're talking about. So it's pretty much remember back in the nineties, a little like tabletop game called uh Crossfire? Yes. This is almost like that, except you're not like static on the side of the court. You can like drive around the court you're just a little triangle and you're on a court and there's like um a ball and you shoot uh projectiles at the ball to shoot it into the um the goal on the other side of the court okay uh yeah really really simple like mechanics you can either do like pop shots or you can do like charge shots and it's very customizable as to like what the court is and how many balls are on the court and stuff like that. Um, and yeah, that that's a really fun game. 
Well, all right. Then we got our five, then. We got five games. We figured it out. I did it. I discovered it. Forza Horizon 3, Trackmania Turbo, Steep, Push Me, Pull You, and Video Ball. Sounds great. All right. Not, not, I don't want to rush this through, but can we get the best Xbox games? Yeah, let's go on there. Uh, looks like we got, can we, I think obviously. I know this is best Xbox games. Can we change this to best piece, uh, best Windows Store and Xbox games? It's kind of what it is. Uh, this includes yeah. Play Anywhere games. Yeah. I mean, is there any not those in this list? I don't really think those exist anymore, to be honest. Yeah. I mean, you can say, like, oh, Quantum Break, but that's that came out on PC. Yeah, Later. these aren't these aren't exclusive. They aren't really exclusive games anymore. They're like they're more like Microsoft exclusive games would be a better way to say it. Yeah. Uh, these include play anywhere games, so we gotta have to. We don't have a choice because that's just the way Xbox I mean, is on. The more Otherwise, I, they have no exclusives. I don't want to say they don't have exclusives, but it's just mostly just Xbox and Windows 10 games. Yeah, like. it, it, but even saying, even saying that makes it sound like it's a PC game. You know, but it, it really just... It, when I mean Windows Store, you can only yeah, buy yeah. it on Windows Store. Well, the, the idea here is that these are the best, best games that are... Obviously, you can play most Xbox games on PC right now. I'll tell That's you the way this. it is. But these, these are the best on Xbox. If if Xbox can... I don't know why Xbox can't do better than ReCore, then it's doing badly. Dude, ReCore is a good game, man. You really hate ReCore, man. I expect a lot better for a game that falls apart at the end. I'm I'm just saying. I expect a lot better. I'd rather I I'd rather have Quantum Fake than have the Recore, but I think I think this is the list. I don't think we can do anything more than this. I think uh, Gears of War probably has to go on this list. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that's pretty obvious. Uh, Quantum Break. I, I I don't know how you guys feel about it. I um, I thought the mechanics were cool. Like as far as the um the powers that you got. Uh, I don't know. I, I hated the story. Um, I didn't really hate the story, but like, I it, it was it felt just so like whatever to me. Um, yeah, I agree with that. I beat I beat that game in like, you know, what one sitting. I you think. know what we didn't add on this list, which makes total sense. So you played it. Let me type it in. Uh, yeah, like I thought Quantum Break was okay for what it was, you but you forgot that one. Oh yeah, yeah. That's definitely. Yeah. Dead Rising Four was that good? It's better than Recore. <laughs> better Recore doesn't knock Recore off though. It better. Um. Oh, as of now, we got. Gears of War 4, Quantum Break, Forza Horizon 3, Recore, and Dead Rising 4. So that's two, three, four, that's five games. Ah. Oh. Yeah. Yeah, so I mean, we already talked up Gears, we already talked up Forza, we already talked up Recore. 
Quantum Break. I mean, it was I, the the things they tried to do with like the real the 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 live action thing and the fucking and the game. Well, here's what I the way they pitched it was there was going to be a TV show that uh you know aired alongside the game's launch and depending on how everyone in the world played the game it would affect what happened in the TV show so you would tune in next week not knowing how everyone played the game and then you would tune in and be like oh shit this happened because fucking people were dumbasses and didn't play it properly or whatever that's the way it was pitched which would have been a lot cooler than what we got. Yeah, that would, been, that would have been interesting. It would have been new. Yeah, because you played both the antagonist and the protagonist during the story. So, like, like during the gameplay parts, you would play the protagonist. And then during, like, the... And then there would be, like, a, a little prologue section afterwards where you would play the antagonist. And you would make a choice... That could either fuck you or fuck you less. And it's like, okay, well, like, whose side am I on? Like, who am I making this decision for? Like, of course, like, if I'm playing the protagonist, I'm going to, like, not fuck him. Or I will just to see what happens. Like, it, it didn't really, like, it, didn't ha- it had no impact, like, the choices you would make. That really, they shouldn't just, they shouldn't have had it at all. Right. Um. Yeah, we're talking about Recore and Horizon Three. Mm-hmm. I kind of agree with you. There's long, long lines of Quantum Break. I mean, the mechanics are good. What the rest of what they try to do is a little, eh? They were maybe a little over ambitious with it. Quantum Break and yeah. Recore at the very bottom. Well, they're all well, equal aren't, here. To be really honest, right to this nomination. <laughs> right. It's all up to you guys. But yes, they would be at the bottom normally. They barely then, uh, get on the list. Dead Rising Four. I, I still haven't played enough to. Um, you played. You know. What I do know is it's not. Uh, it's not open world anymore. To, well, like as the, as the previous games were, they're more like you have levels now. So you have missions, and mission one is like. Uh, mission one is its own open world, kind of. Like a section, huh. so like they're still pretty big sections. They're just not like, you know, once you finish level uh, mission one, you can do mission one again and, and pick up whatever you whatever you missed. But you can also move on to mission two, which is a completely different section. And then like mission three is a different section. That seems kind of interesting, actually. Maybe in a good way. Yeah, I mean, it, it lets you, because there's no time limit anymore, it kind of just lets you kind of just leisurely go about things, kind of explore at, at your will. That's nice. Uh, try things out that you might not not, not have tried. Uh, but the boss fights are, like, not interesting anymore. And I, I haven't played, I haven't played most of the previous Dead Risings. But at, at times in this one, I was, I was you know, I'd be fighting a boss, but it'd be so like, like brainless and like easy that I I wouldn't even know that I was fighting them. Like, they're they're so like non-eventful uh, in Dead Rising Four. That's kind of just whatever. 
But at like at its core, it's still Dead Rising, and they 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 made a lot of updates that I don't know why, but people like just don't like that the controls are good now. The controls <laughs> aren't shit anymore, and people are like, "Oh, it doesn't have any fucking charm now." Like, no, the controls are good now. <laughs> so, like, I don't I don't know. People like hate that the controls are are like usable now. <laughs> Because like it's more like it's more I guess arcadey yeah it's more intuitive but like you know you can carry multiple things now you can carry multiple like health pickups and they're all the same where in the previous games you had to like fumble around like if there were more like if there was a bunch of shit on the floor you have to fumble around and try to pick up the shit that you wanted like it's it's probably the best update they made. But people hate it. I'll never understand it. People are weird. So is that is that cover it then for yep. Xbox? Yep. I think it does. Yeah. The next one's gonna be a rumble, everyone. You guys ready for this one? I'm ready. I'm ready to get into this. Alright. So PlayStation, the Church of Sony. The best console ever created, except for they made it dog shit this year. They made ugly as fuck. What the fuck were they thinking? Triple stacker. It's, it, 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 I look like I can break it with my face, my butt. I feel like that thing looked flimsy as fuck when I look at it. I'm like, oh, man, that thing looks cheap. You talking about the Pro? Yeah. That Pro looks cheap. So Just what do we got up first? Oh, obviously Uncharted 4 is going to... Uncharted, Uncharted. Do, 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 we did talk about this a bit earlier with the first section of character. Yeah, with Nadine and uh, yeah, I think Uncharted definitely gets on that list. Definitely, uh, you know. Yeah, I will say Uncharted is the least game here, um, which is why it's kind of like in my like tier. It's probably the lowest. Uh, because storyline is fantastic, uh, graphics and animation are like I mean, there's stuff on PC that doesn't even like come close to like the level of detail in Uncharted Four. Um, like stuff like that, they're they're masters in their class. Now, when it comes to like actually playing the fucking game, uh, I am not as you know impressed. Uh, it's just not this being the f- fifth Uncharted game. If you count the um the Vita one, it's just not as fun anymore. It just it just seems like they're you know just painting by numbers at this point. Like it only exists now to just give you that story. Really, really, what you want out of it is a story, but you have to play the boring game to get it. Hmm. Alright, should, should we have it? I don't even want to talk about it, but I just want to throw it out there. Uh, you know what game we're, we're missing off that list that I just added? What's that? Uh, you have to see and believe it, which I, I can't believe. How, how did we miss this? It's, 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 it's Res Infinite. Oh, I didn't play it. <laughs> so good. It's it's it has this guy in a suit that comes out and he's and he's glowing. I mean, 
you can play it without VR. You don't have to get the game with VR, but it's it's res. Yeah. Totally playable without VR. But that's the whole point of it, is to play this game in VR. And a hundred... But, like, isn't isn't Res, though, isn't that a re-release, kind of? Kind of. I mean, from what I know, the only thing, like, new in that is, like, they added one, like, new, new level. And then they ported it to VR. But I'm pretty sure, like, everything else is, like... Just like a re, it's like a it's like a remaster without having a remaster in the title. All right, all right, I, I see your point. Uh, the other one, I guess we didn't talk about is I know this is probably not going to make the list, but uh, the Last Guardian. Ugh. Ugh. Uh. Not a bad game. Not a bad game, from what I hear. It's just you know, I can't. Uh, I don't know. I have I have an issue with how that game performs. Like I feel like in the ten years that they um, finally decided that hey, maybe the PS3 isn't the right choice for this, so let's put it on PS4, and we still can't get it to run at thirty. Years, yeah. Uh, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not about that. Mm-hmm. And it has nothing to do with it, like, quit rounding up and making them look worse. Hey, man, calm down. I didn't play it, so I can't, can't, I get. I didn't play it. I'm sure I'd enjoy it if I played it. You have but, it. Yeah, because like, uh, you know, I I like I I love Team Ico. It's just I can't like I feel like they're trying to sell me a PS4 Pro. Yeah, it's just so I can play the game, you know, at a stable that, frame rate. I don't think that game's worth that. Also, it gets real chuggy at four four K on the PS4 Pro. I, I heard it gets real choppy, which is weird. Now we're getting to PC category with TVs and stuff. Alright. Was well, on the list or not? Or hold for now? It'll be on there, because I don't know what we have. It, well, right now, as we'll far as five. I can tell, um, we got Uncharted 4. I think Ratchet and Clank will likely make the list. Resident Clank is probably the highest as it can get on this list right now. According to you. And then um Let It Let It Die, maybe? Yeah, that's exclusive. Yeah. Um I put Smite in there, but that's not exclusive, so disregard. Uh it did come out on PlayStation this year, but it is not yeah. exclusive to PlayStation. But it is best game on a PlayStation ever, so sort of think about yeah. well you know that's... <laughs> king of fighters was definitely a exclusive you just want to put that there so yeah i'm going to put that there 
Yeah. So Uncharted, uh, Let It I, I like Uncharted 4, Let It Die, Ratchet and Clank. Um hmm. no, there's more to uh, this. I played a lot of uh Tomorrow Children. But I don't know if I'd be comfortable having that in a top like a top five. I don't know if I'd be comfortable with that. That seems a little bit of a stretch. I get what you're saying. Yeah, that let it die definitely. Let it die is 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 definitely. Uh. Well, yeah. I guess we're gonna have to start stretching if we uh. Uh, the Tomorrow Children is not bad. The way they released it is kind of just a little shady, I think. Where it's a paid game now. As far as I know, it's still like unfinished. You're pretty much like it's it's early access and everything, but the title. And that you can buy the game now, and then when they finish it whenever that is, is going to be free. So like pretty much if you buy it now, what you're paying for is the premium stuff that the free people would, you know, have the option to pay for. Uh, and it's like a, uh, it's a survival game. Not really a survival. It's like a crafting, uh, like, game with uh with friends you you pretty much you get a you build you try to build a city uh from nothing so what you do is you go out and mine for resources and bring it back the whole the whole premise is that you're like it's like all for one kind of thing and there's like commu- communism undertones in it what yeah, the game's actually really weird. Like you're a child, <laughs> you're a little girl, and you're going out and Great. working. And depending on how much you contribute, you get you like get uh, paid and shit. So, so what takes number five then? Does that take number five? Spot five, fifth spot, the last spot. Here's my thing. I feel like we need to put a VR. Well, we have a section for VR, so no. Yeah. So we're going to go with that or King of Fighters 4? Hmm. Well, I didn't play King of Fighters. I did, but if you guys want to knock off King of Fighters and put that there, it's fine by me. I don't care. I don't have a PlayStation. No say in this. Oh. I'm just saying that that's that's where I'm at with that. So for anyone wants to wants to do that, so I'm fine with that. So there's that. All right. So there's your five for PlayStation. Uh, this is gonna be uh, here. We go. You guys ready? You guys ready for best Nintendo game? Did it, did it, did it, did it. 
Well, first, let's get rid of one. Star Fox Zero sucked ass. Or there's people that really like that game. Those people are idiots. Okay. Those people don't know. Those <laughs> those people have no idea what a video game is. They might they must give it to their their two year old and go like, "Look, honey, you can play you can play with Star Fox," and he can go wee wee and then die, and then there that that'll be that'll be the four year old game for everyone. And it's like, how's the game? I died, Daddy. Good, good. We're all gonna die. Is there is there anything? positive you say about Star Fox Zero before we just write it off. I mean, gotta be something. Yeah, there's Yeah, there's something positive about it. it you know, it the the cartoon was very nice. Leading up to it was quite nice. There oh, the 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 menu theme, uh when you get into battles really nice. That's probably one of the most badass theme I've heard all year. And and then it falls apart at Andros. Andros was like the worst. Like it, it's fine up to Andros is what I would say, and then it just becomes a frustrating pile of bullshit. Is what I'm saying. All right, so I'm comfortable putting Tokyo Morale Sessions at the top of this list already. Mm-hmm. We already kind of talked about that. Uh, we also talked about Pokemon Tournament. Mm-hmm. Pokemon tournament was good. I feel like I can go right underneath Mariah Sessions. Paper Mario. Now, I didn't play that. so eh, It's a solid Paper Mario kind of game. I'm just saying it was it was good in that in that regard, you know. In that regard, it's definitely that. Uh, Pokemon Sun and Moon, definitely. I added Kirby. Oh. Oh, well, really, this category was best Wii U game. Right. Oh. Okay, then that's the list, then. <laughs> because, yeah. Then there's because a list. Hand, handheld as its own category. Then that's the list. Then there is. was Kirby this year. I don't think Kirby was this year. Yep, Robberverse. Is that? That was this year in June. What the fuck is that? I never even heard of that. That's what? just come and go. What comes and goes? Oh, Wait, Kirby? what's it called? Kirby. Uh, it's called Kirby. Uh, it's called Robberverse. It's it's an amiibo game. Came out in June and had amiibos and all kinds of support for it. Yes. I can't even like I can't even find that in like a Google search. You sure it exists? Yeah. Well well if that's our five right there, then I say that's our five because it's not like people are gonna vote Star Fox Zero because if if you do you people are crazy. So what are the five? Tokyo Mirage Sessions, Pokemon Tournament, Paper Mario, and what else? Star Fox Zero. Star Fox Zero. Mm-hmm. Anything else? That's four. 
sure there's another one like Steam World Heist, but I think that came out on multiple places. Didn't that come out on multiple multiple places? Uh, oh, yeah. I, I, I'll add I'll add Ron Bow. Yeah, I'm gonna add Ron Bow to that list. Ron Bow. Yeah, I'll, I'll show you. It's 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 exclusive. Run bow, R U N B O W. Yeah, let, I'll I'll show you. It's a runner kind of game. Oh yeah, I have seen this. Yeah, this is on PC, isn't it? If it is, it is. But it's definitely on Wii U. If it's on PC, it's on PC. I'm not. It also says it came out last year, but did it? Yes. Oh yeah, it came out last year. Oh. I mean, I guess that's it. I mean, the Wii U is kind of dead. Wii U is, yeah, it's on its way out. Yeah, the Wii U is kind of dead. Well, great job, Wii U. Nice knowing you. All right, time for the bloodbath. You guys, ready for the bloodbath? Best PC game of the year. Yep. There's. Should be interesting. Did XCOM come out this year? Yeah. I'm not going to add XCOM. I'm just saying, did it come out this year? Huh. That was a hard one. The Witness definitely came out on PS4. This doesn't have to be exclusive. Right, okay. Just yeah, because every fucking thing, every PC game got ported. Except for Civ and XCOM. Well, XCOM did get ported recently. Yeah. Doom, Starview Valley, Oxenfree, The Witness, Overwatch. Firewatch is also on Xbox as well now. But I don't think that's the best PC game. Yeah. So we already talked about Overwatch. We talked about Doom. Yeah, I think both these games, particularly Doom, shine... The brightest on PC. Yeah. Um, especially with Doom, just the way that the game's played. You, it's it's hard. I think it's hard to play that game with a controller. Why isn't Laser Fear on here? Uh, it can be. It's not. All right. Um. So, yeah. So, Overwatch and Doom, I think, are... I think both these games shine on the PC... Uh, Civilization Six is definitely a contender. Yeah, I put Civ there. I didn't uh, put I Civ. Why not? I mean, I, I haven't played it. I mean, I did. I played it. Seriously, I played it. All right, we believe you, dude. All right, yeah, dude, chill out. <laughs> yeah, so I can I can vouch for Civ. Uh, now the Witness, that is a game. I got a little intimate with. Mm. You know what I'm saying? What does that mean? He got he got puzzly in that. I got like I got a little little down and dirty with that game. I never finished it. It's a long ass fucking game. And like if you like if you're not playing it consistently, like if that's not the only thing you're playing for like however long it takes you to finish it, you'll probably never finish it because it's a puzzle game. And a lot of the puzzles require you to like you have to know how to solve it in order to solve it 
And if you don't know how to solve it, then you kind of have to like relearn how to solve it. Which sounds weird because you think all puzzles you gotta know how to solve, but like this one is like it's an open world first person puzzle game. And every puzzle is pretty much the same thing. You draw a line and that's it. It's pretty much the puzzles, you draw a line. Sounds fucking riveting. The rules change, like there's different rules, so um, like some puzzles, it's as simple as like drawing a line from start to finish, like a maze. But then they start adding like colors to it, and you're like, okay, what the fuck does the color mean? I know this. Oh, sorry. Yeah, so like they'll add a color to it, so like oh, you'll be given you'll be given like the same exact puzzle. Maybe it was just like, hey, draw a line from point A to point B, and that solved it. They'll give you the same exact puzzle, but here this time, there's like a square on it and you're like okay what the fuck does a square mean and all of a sudden is the, the solution you did for the previous one doesn't work anymore so it's like it adds these rules on top of you know what you already know the simple you know drawing a line thing and that's what um makes this game deep as fuck um and the open world nature of it is that if you can't like solve a puzzle in most games in most puzzle games, if you can't solve a puzzle, then you're fucked. You know, you can't progress. But in this, you can just walk away and go to another puzzle. Maybe you learn how to solve this more intricate puzzle. Maybe you learn how to do that somewhere else in the world. So, like, it, it encourages you to just walk around and just explore. If you can't solve a puzzle, just leave it alone. Maybe come back to it later. Maybe explore somewhere else. Maybe you'll learn something simpler. You know, maybe you'll learn a new mechanic like, oh, okay, I saw this somewhere else. It was way more complicated. But here it's a lot more simple. And I see, you know, I, I, I know what the colors mean now. I know what these shapes mean now. Uh, and, yeah, it's, it's, it's really cool. It's like a, um, it's almost like a Metroid game where, like, hey, you, you need the missiles to get past this door. But instead of, like the the missiles being the object you need to like progress it's like the knowledge is what you need to progress like oh i learned this so now i can actually get through this door you know what i mean that was really that was really cool about it it wasn't like it wasn't your character leveling up it was your like intelligence kind of felt like it was leveling up um makes sense and that game gets crazy like there's um i don't want to get into spoiler territory but there's a lot of like the things the game does with the environment that you kind of learn as you like play, you kind of like see things. You're like, huh? That's crazy. Yeah, it's it's a really really good game. All right. Yeah, I like well, okay. I never played it, but I mean, uh, the only other. I mean, we've already talked about um, Overwatch, Doom, and Civilization. Uh, um, Oxenfree, one I, go ahead. Oh, I was gonna say Oxenfree. I didn't really um, explain. That is probably the most like convincing. Like the dialogue in that game is probably the most convincing dialogue you've you've ever experienced in a video. Well, not in a video game, but in a video game where it gives you choices, like dialogue options. 
and you're like choosing dialogue options, that is the most like natural sounding dialogue options in any game because it encourages you to uh, interrupt people while they're talking to get your words in. Um, you know, where any other game, it would be like like Mass Effect. It would like stop you and like give you time to actually pick your like option. In this game, it doesn't. It says, hey, these guys are having a conversation. If you want to say what you need to say, you have to interrupt them. And it, it just gives it like it gives it that quickness of like dialogue that like really like nothing ever like sounds as natural uh, because they just they want everyone to sound they want everyone to get their words in and they don't want you to miss anything. And when you do interrupt people, they're like they'll go, OK, well, as I was saying, or they'll go like, so, yeah, they'll like they'll, they'll come back with that. So they'll, they'll finish what they were saying, but they'll like they'll they'll like start it out with that with those um those like starter words to kind of like transition back into what they were saying is really fucking cool. So how would you So I got to bring this up cuz we talked yeah. you know we're talking about PC games here and uh we talked about Shadow Warrior 2 earlier. Yeah. Which is actually currently exclusive to PC. So how how would you would you rather play these games over Shadow Warrior 2? Um See, they're different because Oxenfree, you kind of just play once and kind of just have your experience and be done. I would get rid of Oxenfree and add uh, Shadow Warrior. Uh, I would get rid of, I would rather have Oxenfree, but I would probably get rid of the witness for it, for Shadow Warrior. Okay, I I can see that, but I'm just, Stardew Valley's not moving. That would be Suicide. Yes, Stardew Valley has to stay in there because that is probably the most like game. Stardew Valley is the most game here. Right. It is like um, it's like Harvest Moon combined with Animal Crossing combined with like Legend of Zelda. Like here's here's how I see it and. It's not that. It's like I see Doom, Stardew Valley, Civ, and wait. Doom, Stardew Valley, Overwatch, and uh, let's. I was gonna say Civ, but I think that's that's more than five, isn't it? Uh, right, right now we got Overwatch, Doom, Civ, Oxenfree, Shadow Warrior Two, and Stardew Valley. So one of those has to go. Narrow it down to five. I, I think I, I think if we talk about what we what we can't move, I don't think we can move. Uh, apparently, would, we can't move Stardew Valley. And I would move Oxen Free with Civ, but that's that's totally up to you guys. I would I would be okay with that. That sounds like the right move. What's the move here? Get rid of Civ. Get rid of Oxen Free for Civ. Okay. So that'll leave us with Overwatch, Doom, Civ, Shadow Warrior 2, and Stardew Valley. Yeah. Yeah, it sounds right. Hey, I agree with that. I mean, I, I uh, can't attest to Oxentree's merit, but... I feel like oh. Civ needs its day in the in the vote. By the way, free is like... free is like maybe $3 right now on the Steam sale. So if you've not... If you've not tried it... 
it's it's a hell of an experience for 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 some pretty cheap cash there. Yeah, I feel like it it needs its uh it needs its day in the sun. All right. Well, that brings us to indie games. Yeah. I like this list right here. Oxenfree, The Witness, Stardew Valley, Hyperlight Drifters, Salt and Sanctuary? Yeah. I'm sure there's a lot of indie games that people are like, what about this one? Yeah, here's the thing. It's just so damn... I mean, indie is such a broad term. Also, how many indie games get released? I mean, you know, like, we're still waiting for Rust, and we're still waiting for subnautica and we're still waiting for other things you know uh yeah, you're about steam there's a lot of them that just fly under the radar but like killing yeah. floor got released you know well killing floor is not that great so I'm, I'm just saying like you know there's countless indie games out there um i'll be honest i don't want to mess with any of these like i like firewatch but i don't think like if you, you're not gonna put Firewatch over Oxen Free. Yeah. My problem with Firewatch is only half of it is good. It, um, half of it is good. I mean, it's not horrible. The second half isn't horrible, but like it's just the game's short too. Yeah, yeah. I mean, Oxen Free is short, but it like the whole thing is like super good. Whereas Firewatch is like, yeah, the first half is like amazing, but the second half, I'm just yeah, it peaks. Uh, yeah. a game a game should peak towards the end yeah if you're interested but if that, that game does peak too soon so I, I really have no issues with uh oxen free witness stardew valley hyperlight drifter and salt and sanctuary I, I don't yeah i don't see a problem with any of that i mean you, we can argue fury and all those others but i'm not going to dude fury is good though yeah, but I just don't want to mess with this. I'm like, oh, that that seems that seems right. I mean, you know, Fury sounds good. You know, like this sounds good. All right, that's easy. I, th- I think the next section shouldn't be too bad either. Yeah, that, I'm I'm not I'm not trying to move it along. I'm just saying that 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 looks right. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, if it's good, it's good. Um, and we're getting to the point here where we've already talked about lots of games. And right, we're gonna yeah. start, you know, seeing them come up again. So it's not gonna be we're not gonna be talking about them again. That's uh, redundant unnecessarily. So All right. we'll talk about them if we haven't. But now we're on handheld games. The only one that wasn't uh, on this list was Rhythm Heaven Mega Mix. Yeah, that that belongs on this list actually. And I uh, played that. I, I can vouch that I've absolutely played that. Uh, Bravery um, Seconds not on that list, but I don't think that's going to make it anywhere. But uh, really, I think we got another fine list here. Yeah, Pokemon Severed. Now, Severed is a uh, is a game that many people haven't played because it's only on. I think it's on mobile now, actually. But it was on uh, Vita. Okay, and it's fucking it's fucking good. So it's like a, it's a dungeon crawling game um, or, you know, like an old school dungeon crawler where you just you just have like a maze and you just walk forward. It's like that. But then it gets to like kind of like Infinity Blade combat where you're swiping to like um, defend yourself and you're swiping to attack and stuff like that. 
And the whole objective is to sever the limbs of uh, the stuff you're fighting. And you can um, you collect their, their limbs for like um, upgrades and shit. Okay, so not to move on, but the... Alright, so that stays... I don't see anything to add or not add. Oh, I've got one. Five. I'm trying to have five in here. Pokemon Sun and Moon, we've already talked about that several times. Uh, add rhythm, add rhythm, have a mega mix, and that should be the list. Yep, that's on there. Uh, Monster Hunter Generations, and then Fire Emblem Fates. Yeah, that those count as one game. Pokemon and Which, Fates count. Monster Hunter is a bit of a gray area because they re-release those games all the time, so you're never sure if the Monster Hunter you're getting is like a new Monster Hunter, or like how much of it is new, or you know. Right, but we, I think we can just count that as a new. It is monster. New. Yeah. So, so what was the one you said? Is the Mega Mix Rhythm Heaven? Yeah. So I got Pokemon Sun and Moon Rhythm Heaven Mega Mix, uh, Severed Monster Hunter Generations, and then Fire Emblem Fates. Is that right? Yes. Yeah. Okay. All right. So. What a list. Okay, this is best mobile games. Uh, they all suck. Good list. Uh, hold on now. Hold on now. <laughs> What's up, Wolf? Yes, Wolf. Hello. Um, uh, actually, these games sound okay. Okay, so I don't play a lot of mobile games. Matter of fact, I've played one all year, and that was Lost in Harmony. Uh, now, let me tell you about Lost in Harmony. It is a rhythm game. Uh, it's like an endless runner rhythm game. Uh, so what it does is it plays like a soundtrack, and it goes um, the 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 um, the the hazards in the while you're like running. Uh, well, you're not really running. You're like skateboarding. You have your girlfriend in your back, and you're trying to show her like. The edges of the world before she dies or something. Um, so while while you're on the skateboard and like running, the hazards that come at you are like timed to the uh, rhythm, the the um, r- hits of the music that's playing. And the soundtrack is like mostly original. It's like remixes of like classical music mixed in with like electric music and like. Dub the soundtrack's really fucking good, um, and uh, yeah, it's like a rhythm game. You're you're tapping and swiping the screen based on the soundtrack, and it's a uh, it's really fucking good. And the the artwork is like amazing too. Hmm. Two and a half out of five stars. Interesting. Mm-hmm. Two and a half out of f- where, dude? Where is it that? Fucking like app store, dude. Oh, we're gonna go after kids and app stores now. They're- yep. Maybe on fucking Apple, where they expect a goddamn shit to serve them lunch, or they expect you know they expect to get pandered like microtransactions or some shit. This is an actual game here, okay? They don't like actual games. <laughs> they don't like actual games. Who? The app store. Yeah. They're complaining about Super Mario Run being ten bucks. Yeah, Pokemon Go, uh, not a very good game. No, you can't deny it's a phenomenon. 
the social impact that that had. Yeah, it's hard to not have that on. I mean, we're talking about mobile games, so we're not. You know, I mean, I I feel like Pokemon Go needs needs to fight it out, but I I felt like for that summer it was unstoppable. Yeah. Like yeah, I mean, it was, yeah, the impact of it was. I mean, you've never really heard about mobile games on the news before. <laughs> Let's just say that. Mobile games on the news? Fuck, they dedicated segments to the thing. You know, they came back and went like, Pokemon Go, hot, hot game. Pokemon Go. Like, I, you couldn't escape it. You listen to politics. Hey, you heard about Pokemon Go? Oh, look, they're catching Pokemon. Pokemon Go. Go this. Person got shot. Like, for a while, it was all the stories was like, Another dead body found in Pokemon Go. Okay, all these people are drowning. <laughs> Another dead body found in, in Pokemon Go. <laughs> yeah, someone found a dead body again. Uh, in Australia, they destroyed this park. Now they have to put up these signs that say, like, stay off the grass, which is crazy. Another person got shot in someone's lawn while trying catching a Jigglypuff. And the game's okay it's it's pokemon you go around you catch them it's nothing really you know if you like pokemon and it brings out your inner pokemon and i see people playing it on the bus and now they have now now they have the thing now you go 25 miles an hour and your car tells you you're going too fast because people were pokemon and driving which is freaking crazy yeah all right clash royale okay i can see that uh i'm gonna add mitomo because I spent too much money Mitomo, on it. Mitomo, not even a game. It's a game. It's made by Nintendo. I spent money. It's a game. You have uh, you have claw machines and shirts and stuff to wear. It's a game. Uh, I wouldn't consider that a game. It's more like a, like a almost like a social network. It's a it's a it's it, yeah. I mean, it's as much of a game as like Facebook is, right? Yeah, but I, I I have a skirt and I'm I'm pretty. Yeah, but playing dress up isn't a game, really. It's the best dress up on, on the app store. Do we do we have anything better than Mitomo to put on there? It's <laughs> we could put Super Mario Run. Okay, well, see, that's a game. It is a game. Yeah, I think that would have to go on there. I mean, as far as the profile goes. And for anyone out there, the game's release as we record this on December 22nd. So, did I miss one here? I got Lost in Harmony, Pokemon Go, and Super Mario Run. Did I miss one? No. Uh, Clash Royale. Oh, yeah, Clash Royale. Uh, So, Clash Royale is like a MOBA mixed with Tower Defense. Um, and I haven't played much of it only because, like, well, I don't play a lot of mobile games. But what I did play of it was like really cool. I mean, the like, because it's just like one-on-one, like mano y mano type stuff, and like the rounds are like are really quick, uh, which is what you want out of a mobile game. But um, it's a good game. From what I hear, like the microtransaction stuff gets a little, uh, could get a little out of hand. But a lot of them. 
Yeah, but like ignoring all that, like the game, like at its core, is very solid. Do we have a fifth? Uh. Do we have a fifth? So Pokemon Go is definitely that. And let's see. We might have a fifth. Is I, yeah, Mitomo's not going on there. Was a uh, Fallout Shelter this year? No, that was last Kingdom year. Kingdom Hearts was this year. Kingdom Hearts got translated in January. And people like that. Fallout Shelter was last year. Yeah, Fallout Shelter was last year. Uh, it was not really... Um... Did any of the Go games come out? Like, did Hitman Go come out this year? I don't think so. It would have been Lara Croft. Oh, you know what? I think is that Deus Ex go out? Yeah, Deus Ex goes out because those games been this were, year. Those games were good. Yeah, Hitman or I don't know if that's what's called Deus Ex Go, but yeah, I'm gonna check the store real quick to see what the yeah that was this year. Okay. Dude, I, I, I Apple Store like scores are so much lower than uh Google Play scores, wow, man. Hitman Go is way long ago. Okay. Yeah, just put just put Deus Ex on there. All right, Deus Ex <laughs> Go. Dude, why is the fucking yeah, dude, the App Store like score is so much lower. First of all, it only has 39 reviews on the App Store and it has 10,000 times that on on fucking the Android Store. Literally 10,000 times. There's 39,000 reviews on it on Google and 39 of them on fucking This is how you could tell. There's a there's the uh like this, this, this um disparity between disparity, like, disparate. That's what I meant. Between uh, like you know, Apple and Google, is that I don't know. I mean, I'm not playing games on Android, but people are, and they're voting up good games like this. Where fucking I don't know what the top shit looks like on on Apple, but. Okay, I'm sorry if it looks like I'm not doing anything. It's the top games, new games we love is Silly Sausage Doggy Dessert. And it's got Pocket Yum. Gamer's Gold Award of 910. You'll find yourself enjoying almost every second of the game. This is the shit they're shoveling to us. Uh, FSD says Seven Nights is the best mobile game. But that, did that come out this year? If it did... Uh. It, it did. If it, yeah, he likes playing that. If it came out this year, let me check that real quick. 
because that no that was last year okay and it oh. has 13 reviews on the app store and 300,000 on the google store what the fuck is up with like the app store man app store's crazy that's uh, I don't know. That is weird. I don't understand why it's like that. No one's but, playing games on fucking Apple. Because we're fucking busy, oh, dude. Trust, working. Me, they, trust me, they are. They just don't want to vote for them. I guess not, man. That's why good games like this are getting overlooked. Yeah, but it's mobile, dude. Uh, gives a shit. Yeah, but there's still good stuff on mobile, like Lost in Harmony, which is gonna I mean, win. I just played that game for like five minutes, you know. Well, you, you need the, the music on. Phone game. You need the music on. I know, I did. I was muted. Well, you can't mute it. You gotta. You I was gotta muted. I muted my mic, so you oh. didn't hear the music. Yeah, it's a good game, but it's like it's a fucking mobile game. Like, how good is a mobile game gonna get? Well, I mean, you don't want fucking like Uncharted on your phone, you know? We gonna you play don't it, like. Like that's the only really thing don't. about like the Nintendo Switch that like <laughs> like I fully intend to never plug the, the Switch in, but like I'm not gonna play fucking like you know Uncharted like while I'm at the goddamn dentist office in the waiting room and shit like why that's just not like or that's not how I want to experience the game, dude. Like I want to like. I want to sit down and experience the game. I don't want to just have it out here like muted while I'm waiting to get my teeth checked. Like it's fucking ridiculous. All right. <laughs> Let's go on to the next thing where you're going to talk for 25 minutes about by yourself. It's okay. Here here we go. Get buckle up and buckle in. So I guess I'm the only guy that did VR. I'm not going to talk about it that much because you can't explain VR to people yeah, who haven't can. like tried it. You can't. It just doesn't work. You can totally explain VR. Just, just it's a big headset. It's, a, it's a TV you put on your head. Well, we all know what VR is. Yeah, you just can't. Experience. You can't really ex- explain the experience. So, like, when I say okay, hot dogs, horseshoes, and hand grenades, it's probably the best like shooting. Uh, that you can get in VR. I've tried a lot of them, and this one's uh, really good because uh, it's more realistic. So you have to, like, if you pick up and like an M16, you have to know how to work an M16. Must uh, be hard for you, huh? Well, I mean, you know, I get by. You know what I'm saying? You know what I'm saying? <laughs> All right. Uh. Yeah, anyway, it's like, you know, like, well, if you want to, like, throw a grenade, you got to pick the grenade up, you got to pull the pen, and then you, like, toss it, which is simple. But if I wanted to, like, shoot a magnum, I'd have to, you know, pull it out and open the barrel and, like, load it up, like, you know, round by round, and then close it up. Yeah. Close it up and, and pull it back. And then now it's ready to fire. And I think like, or like, um, most of them, you got to like pull the safety, uh, like stuff like that. You have to manually, uh, reload the clip, uh, stuff like that is like, it, it really like gets you into 
you know, the immersiveness of like firing a weapon, which is really cool. Um, which also could be used as like a training simulator kind of, uh, you know, if there's a, a weapon you want to get some like experience with beforehand, um, you can load it up in that and it'll kind of, you know, give you that experience. Hmm. Uh, Space Pirate Trainer is probably the like the one that most people experience. Uh, I have a Vive, so uh, Space Space Pirate Trainer comes with the Vive. Uh, I think it still comes with it. You can basically play anything on the Vive, can you? Yeah, there, there's ways to, to like load up uh, Oculus stuff on there too. So, and you can't really go like now. You can uh, now that the Oculus Touch is out, you can just get those five games too that and those yeah. lighthouses so if you're like oh yeah uh space pirate trainer is hard to explain well it's not really hard to explain it's pretty much just a shooting gallery there's like a bunch of robots flying around you and you just have to shoot them but it's it's probably the first one of the first things you'll do if once you get a vive and so like that mixed with how like fucking good it is like it's good at what it does it, it just it's a testament to how accurate the controllers are how accurate the tracking is how accurate when you play with the headset on you have to rely on like the surround sound from your headset to like know where the where you're being shot from and you can dodge it and shit like that like all of your senses are like at work in space pirate trainer and and uh it's it's one of the most like perfect like experiences of a uh of like being like that sh- that shooting gallery and it doesn't make you sick and it doesn't make you sick make make some people sick more people are prone to that stuff than others uh rec room is the greatest it's it's right now I, I would put that at the top of this list uh rec room is a social experience. So what you get is uh, you get a uh, play area. It's pretty much like a lobby, but there's like other players in it as well. So you can see there's, there's a microphone inside of the, the headset and you just, as soon as you walk in there, there's a bunch of other players and they're all talking to each other, calling each other names and, throwing like ping pong balls and you can play ping pong with them and you can play beer pong with them or you just throw darts around and throw basketballs and stuff like that and that's just like the the lobby there's like a bunch of like other mini game sections that you can go into and you can like form a party with people and like form a party you like fist bump each other and that like forms a party which is really cool uh, you can like <laughs> high five each other and uh, stuff like that. You can like play charades. There's uh, like paintballing and stuff like that. It's 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 really it's uh, like a really cool like social thing that you can just get together a bunch of people just around the world and like pretty much just hang out as if they were like with you in real life. I'm gonna show some footage of Rec Room. Sorry, because I want I yes. want people to show what. What is happening? Yeah, so some footage for that because uh, it's really cool. Yeah, I'm gonna. Yeah, here's some footage of Rec Room for anyone that wanted to see what it what it looks like because, like you said, uh, he's like look like he's actually, 
Rec Room is actually completely free to play as well. And I think that's the most cool thing about it is that they 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 have like so much like stuff here. It's it's crazy that they can do it for free. Oh, absolutely. But yeah, I, I would definitely put that at the top like of like ex- experiences to to have in uh in VR. Uh and then I have Google Earth there. A Google Earth I wasn't as impressed with as some people only because like it's not a game. Well, not that it's not a game because uh the um like the 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 category is best experience. Mm-hmm. So it doesn't have to be a game really. But uh what it is is a Google Earth. It it uh it's the entire like Google Earth like map. But they have special like certain sections that are uh modeled in 3D for virtual reality. And but it's not like it's not everywhere that's like modeled in 3D. So like they'll have like Tokyo's fully modeled in 3D. You can go down to ground level and like kind of just walk around and like experience it like in s- to scale. And it's really cool when you do that because you can like walk up to like Mount Fuji and like walk into the center and like get like a real like it's almost like scary how like you know puny you are and like how big like some of the rest of the world is. Uh, like I walked right into the crater of like the volcano, and like, but like it wasn't like a real thing. But uh, the like where that where it like falls apart for me is that the 3D model stuff isn't. It's not like it all looks like paper mache. Like it's not convincing enough to where I can like look at it and be like, wow, man, that's like really cool. Like it's it's cool, but it just doesn't look good. Uh, it's just not convincing enough for me to really be fooled. And the other thing is that there's like not not everywhere is modeled in 3D, which is tough to do, I know, but like there's some spots where you think would be modeled that aren't. Like I wanted to go visit the uh pyramids of Giza uh in Egypt and they're not modeled in 3D. I mean, one of the seven wonders of the world, or however many there are now, you'd expect like each one of those to fully be modeled and they're not. You know, and that was the first place I tried. I was like, man, let's go see the pyramids, man. Let's go see the Sphinx. And it's just completely flat. It's just not like not cool at all. And I imagine they'll like update it and stuff like that, but that completely like threw me off. But you can actually like zoom way in to like, you know, one to one scale and you can zoom all the way out to like planet scale. And when you do that, it's really cool. Because you can see, you know, the planet, and you can actually like, you can kind of create a scenario where there's like a solar eclipse, or a lunar eclipse, and stuff like that. And that's really cool. Uh, yeah, it just makes you feel puny and insignificant. Huh. And then, uh, yeah, and then I have raw data on there, which is like, it's a horde like survival mode. You you play like you can either you're I guess you're like a ninja, but you're like a you use guns and like you know, guns and shit. Uh, so like robots come at you and you like you can punch the shit out of them, or you can shoot them up, 
And I guess it's like a tower defense game because you can set up defenses so you can set up like turrets and shit. And it's the most like it's the most fun I had in like a where like your your brain completely turns off and you completely get immersed in the world to the point where you take cover. Uh, you can take cover behind some of like the uh, the landscape. Like there'll be like maybe like little like tables and shit set up, and you can take cover behind you know when you duck down in real life it ducks down the game hmm. but when your brain is completely fooled and you like try to like you know like lean your weight against some of the the cover to maybe like you know maybe you want to like put your weight on it and aim your shot up a little better so you can get like headshots and stuff like that uh when you do that you, you just fall over in real life because you know that table wasn't there in real life but you know in the game you try to lean your weight against it uh you know your brain just is completely fooled uh like that was the first time that happened to me <laughs> where i was like oh fuck there's not a table here i'm falling right now uh but yeah there's like you can get a sword and you can uh you can reflect projectiles back uh with the sword uh it's really cool um I haven't tried Res Infinite. I know that's most people's like pick for the PlayStation VR. I haven't tried any of that, but I hear good things about it. Mm-hmm. Uh, one thing that I've heard about um, is the Subnautica VR. That I haven't uh, tried. I want to try. I didn't know it was in VR. Now, I played the game a lot, and it's a good game. It's a really good game, and I've watched videos in the VR and like uh, read about it, and it's supposed to be really good. Um, I think. I mean, obviously, I can't, you know, I can't say it's good because I haven't played it, but from what I've seen, it's regarded pretty highly. Apparently, the the sound plays a big part of it, from what I've read, the ambiance, the sound, and stuff. Because I mean, you know, there's parts in that game where, kind of where you start out, it's pretty it's somewhat shallow water it's it's very crystal clear then like as you kind of progress deeper and it gets murkier and murkier and the sounds become you know you can only you can only see a few feet in front of you and you hear all it just gets quieter all you can hear like the creatures around you it's supposed to be real real fucking spooky (laughs) uh something you should try out yeah i'm just memorized with this rec room trailer with this rec room uh sorry Rec Room was great. Like that, that's gonna be. I'm, I'm, I'm just mesmerized, and I'm like, damn it! Why is VR porn not a thing yet? Oh, it is. Yeah, I know a it's thing. a thing. I mean, like actual gaming. Like, hi, here's a virtual, really detailed oh. woman you can fuck. Human like, cease to exist. Like I look at this, and I'm like, we're almost there. We are that close. That that's all I'm saying. It's like we are so close to this. If they can perfect that, women of the world, watch the fuck out. Yeah. But yeah, I guess those are my picks. All right. Mm-hmm. Uh you didn't get job sim? I have it, but you know it's a very limited experience. There's not much to it. I mean, the the novelty of it is that it's probably one of the first things you you try because that also comes with the Vive. But I mean, it wears off real quick, 
it's, it's really good experience, but this is not a very lasting one. Okay. All right. So next one. Uh, uh, wait. We do we have our list? Yeah, we got the list. I got the list. Okay. Okay. Just wanted to make sure that we have it. And best art direction. Uh, Abzu. Super hot. Hyper light drifter. Uncharted. Ratchet and Clank. I added Fury. Just because. But Fury is really good. I did like that art style. I like FZU as well. That's, you know, if anyone wants to knock off a game, I would say Ratchet and Clank, but that's just me. I would on it. I mean, Uncharted 4 for their art direction? I mean, really? Yeah, I mean, it really has really solid art, but I can see... I mean, we we call it art direction instead of saying, like, graphics, because graphics, like, really specific... Like, what do you mean by graphics? Do you mean it has, like... The most realistic graphics or like you know that's why i say art direction because art direction means how well does your like art style mesh with what your game is okay it's pretty much what that means so like yeah so i think in terms of like uncharted 4 uh yeah the art direction there is like hey we're going for like realistic realism here and it looks good and it's not only the art, we're talking like art, um, like graphic style, uh, animations. Um, kind of, I think, like inside should be in here as well. It's a porno. Yeah, inside's definitely a good art direction, but it's a porno. <laughs> Are we talking about the same inside or? Yeah, we're talking about that inside, the one that, oh. the limbo inside. Yeah. It's a porno. Oh, well. Oh. Also, what's what the hell is with all the names this year? Abzu and Inside. You know, for art direction. I mean, just weird names. And Fury. Lots of one-word things. The names, dude. They're cool. So. Well, yeah, bro. I'm fine with taking out, like, Uncharted or Ratchet and Clank for Inside. Yeah, Russian Clank. Uh, I mean, I it's, don't know about it's that. It's a pretty game. I mean, but yeah, but it's Russian I mean, Rush, Clank. Russian and Clank. They they like see what they're going for is that like Pixar style, like cartoony, like animation thing. And now, right. and it really fits. Like they really nailed it with that. I feel like that this category is like fucking. It's it's difficult because it depends on what really, kind of, it depends what you like. Like for yeah. me, I prefer I I tend to just fucking play games that are you know the most realistic looking. It's just the kind of games I play, so I prefer that type of art style. Like I like Doom's I guess art style. I like the graphics. They're okay, all right. Gnarly it is. You know, at the same time, like Overwatch, you know, that's got a great art style, doesn't it? I mean, it does. Yeah, I mean, it really does. I mean, you can and then, but I don't know. Like I'm just thinking of like every game I play and the art style meshes with it well. Subnautica has a great art style. It's early access, though. Uh, even No Man's Sky. Yeah, yeah, No Man's Sky definitely has a good art direction. Not a good game, though. I mean, yeah, I mean, I think most people don't really care for the game, but I mean, the art style in that game is really good. That was the thing. That my 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 thing. I picked what five games that. Uh, 
I thought had the best art style. Like, there's there's ones I didn't have on here. Like I said, uh, which one did I just say? Oh, Inside. Like Inside is very, I, really fucking I think, good. I think Inside should be there. Okay, how about everyone pick one game they want to put in for now, and then we'll hash out the two. So we'll we'll get three done real quick. All right, Hyperlight Drifter. Okay, you're doing Hyperlight Drifter. Uh, I'll go to bat for Fury. Fury and uh, I'm trying to decide between Doom and Overwatch. Huh. I I want I kind of want to say Overwatch because animations are more prevalent in that game. The animations in Doom are good too, but I mean they weren't. I don't know. They weren't as exciting, I guess. I mean, some of them yeah. were. Some of the demons were. But a lot of them were like, you know, they, they were canned animations. Yeah. Like the big, you know, the big juggernaut looking guys always ran at you the same way, pretty much. And uh, a lot of your, like, your your kills, your uh, your melee kill things, you know, when they're glowing executions were. There was some variation, but there was, like, very little. Um. But then you got to think about the entire cast of Overwatch and all of their specific, you know, ability animations. How they how they worked yeah. all that out. Like like Lucio, like Lucio has like one of the coolest. If you think about that character as a whole, like, wow. He's so fucking cool. Yeah, I would I would definitely give it to Overwatch over Doom. Yeah, OK, I'll go Overwatch. then. so that leaves two spots. Now, I think Uncharted 4 like belongs on this list yeah simply because there's there's like i said earlier there are pc games that don't look anywhere near as good as uncharted 4 plus like the master class like the animation the facial animations like the the movements like it's all like fucking masterfully done you agree with that i do okay i do all right i'll add it then uh it is it is definitely a masterclass in what the PS4 can do and it's outstanding in every way. And then I, w- I would probably give it to Inside over Abzu and Superhot. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. Inside has to get its porno release. Alright. Uh, I mean, I'm not opposed to that. I got my pick in. That's all I really care about. Ghost game ever Inside. All right. Uh, up next is uh, Wasabi's specialty, male performance. <laughs> yeah, dude, I'm really good at performing, dude. All right, let's see. Let's see who's who's performing. Oh boy. So, am I the only one with like choices for this? Yeah. I have. Uh, I don't give a like. I don't think about types of things when I play games as much as I sh- I do but I don't I haven't thought of anyone really I don't really think about it but when it's really good I'm like fuck dude like that's I just don't play games like most of the games I play are multiplayer so I mean you know there's no story really in a lot of games I play I guess I play Gears uh But I didn't feel like anybody there was like blowing it out of the water. I guess felt like a gears game, you know. 
Yeah, I, I noticed there you put you put Phoenix, Phoenix Marcus up there. Yeah, JD uh, put JD. Oh, you put JD. Okay, Alex. Okay. Yeah, Spartacus plays JD. Excuse me. Spartacus, the guy Blensand. from the, from the show. Yeah. Blensand. Liam Liam McIntyre, the second Spartacus. Yeah, yeah, because the first one got all fucked up. Yeah. I didn't know that. I watched I, I watched know. that show like twice all the way through. Yeah. And I it's really like he was he like he was really good in his performance as JD, I thought. See the thing is that when I did the playthrough of Gears of War Four, I was drinking whiskey and I got blackout drunk that that, that night. Oh. So I remember, you remember like there's a little a little bit of the end I don't quite remember. Yeah. But I digress. Now, I put some picks here as like filler because I don't have five. Really, I had like two. I had Nolan North as Nathan Drake. Yeah, that one seems pretty good. Which, I mean, come on. Like, he knocks it out the park every time. And then I had uh, Alex Hernandez as Lincoln Clay from Mafia 3, which. I wasn't a huge fan of the game, but like his uh, performance in it, like was like stand out. Within the first like couple hours, I was like, "Holy shit, man!" Like, I never even heard of this guy. Like, I don't even think he has an IMDb page. Does he play the main character? Yeah, yeah. And he does like a really good job at it. And I don't know if they do like motion cap with that as well, but like. That was another game where, like, the facial animations were like, wow, man, like, like, there was actually times where I couldn't tell if they were, like, doing that, like, um, remember L.A. Noir? Yeah. Where it kind of looked like that good, where it was like, well, L.A. Noir kind of had, like, little, like, glitches here and there, where you can tell, like, it it was, like, breaking. But, like, Mafia 3 was, like, really fucking good. Like, there's a point where Lincoln, like, snaps in the beginning where I was like holy shit man this guy's out for fucking blood <laughs> like and that was really uh, when I knew but those were really my two like solid picks where I feel like firm on uh, and the other two have Liam McIntyre's JD and Gears 4 or Hank was he also? He wasn't Hank, was he? No, I'm just saying. Wait, Firewatch. You're thinking you're two. Oh, yeah, Firewatch, man. Like Firewatch is cool. Uh, yeah, okay. I'd probably put Firewatch guy over, over, uh, over JD. All right. Yeah, Hank was cool. And uh. Uh, definitely yeah then I was like reaching for this one I put Brian Bloom Captain Reyes Infinite Warfare now that one I have no like firm standing on if there's anyone we can place him with then hmm. we got we got what do we have I just went to the bathroom so right. oh. but uh we have uh Nathan Drake Lincoln Cray 
uh, JD Phoenix and Hank from oh, Hank from Firewatch. What's his name? Oh, that's right. I don't know what his name is. Rich, Rich Summer. All right, Rich Summer. Is that S O M M E R? Uh, yeah. Does he have a last name in the game? I can't remember. He's just Hank in the game. I'm pretty sure it was just Hank. I mean, he married a psycho bitch. Okay, so that's that's four. Um, I can't really think of any. I mean, if we can't think of any, let's just add Lucio. <laughs> Lucio. There you go. Yeah, I'm down for Lucio. <laughs> Actually, I am. He's like the only. Let's break it down. Who does his voice acting? Who knows? Can you fucking look it up for me, dude? Sure. Piece of shit. Lucio. I mean, bud. Let's break it. I'll figure it out later. Alright. Best female performance. No, the, fe- uh, the female performances are the ones that I, I like. Um, that really, I don't know, that really hit me. Because it's not like often you get a female, like a good female performance. So like when they're good, they're fucking good. Wow, oh, dude, what are you trying to say? Here you go again. What I'm just saying is like tons of male characters in these games, and not like a lot of female ones. So when yeah, there is sure. a good female actress, it they tend to stand out a lot more. Um, so these came easy for me. Uh, Sissy Jones is Delilah, Delilah from Firewatch. Yeah, I agree with that. Like she was completely like, probably the like best on it. Opinion. Yeah. Uh, and I have Erin Yvette as Alex and Oxenfree, which she was a. She was in a lot of stuff this year. The voice but, of Lucio um, is Johnny Cruz. Is he uh? Does he have an IMDb? Is that what you're saying? Yeah, or, I mean, is he like a? Is he somebody? He's. He has one credit. Oh. oh. <coughs> now. Got a lot of money. Uh, let's see. I also have Laura Bailey. Right. As Nadine in Uncharted Four. Now, Laura Bailey is my favorite voice actress pretty much ever right so like when i played uncharted 4 and i played through it and not once did i like know that laura bailey was nadine because usually she does when she like does voice acting she's acting as laura bailey like her voice pretty much never changes right but for Nadine, she came up with this accent that, like, I was fooled with, like, immediately. Like, I thought that was just, like, some black chick doing, like, some type of, like, European voice. And I was like, okay. When I found out it was Laura Bailey, I was like, oh, shit. 
I was completely convinced that Nadine was like this person. Like it not like not for a second did I think like, oh man, Laura Bailey is really good at like doing that voice. I was like, oh, that's like Nadine. I thought it was just yeah. I just thought it was like a person. Yeah, I understand. Doing their voice, right? Um. So like that alone, I was like, man, she was able to just like turn. And I don't know like if there's anything that she like just like went somewhere with the voice like that before. Because, yeah, like I said, I, I'm good at, like, pinpointing that voice. Like, she was in, um, she was in Gears. She was a Catwoman. She was, uh, a lot of things, like, this year in the past, too. But, like, she, like, nailed it on Nadine, I think. Nailed it on Nadine. Okay. Nailed it. So she's really good with Nadine. She's really good with Nadine. I I like Nadine a lot. Also with Uncharted Four, you're also doing the um, like performance. You know, includes like mocap and shit like that. Um, she also did the mocap for Nadine. Now she didn't do like the karate parts. I'm pretty sure she's fucking doing fly kicks and shit like that. But I'll can have some pictures of her on Google Images. Uh... Uh, it's okay. I shouldn't have led with that, but uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, she's pretty cute. Oh yeah. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. She's a looker. Also noticing. Eh, never mind. I'll tell you later. <laughs> you know what I'm talking about? No, I don't actually. Oh, okay. <laughs> I'll, t- I'll tell you later. This is fucking. This is uh. Y- you don't get this kind of content without going to our Patreon. I'm just joking. <laughs> This is behind All the right. scenes content. All right, so I, I think the list is good. Uh, we got T. Jones from Firewatch, Aaron Yvetti, Yvetti, Oxyfree, Laura Bailey, from Uncharted Four, uh, Jamie Gray uh, from Infinite Warfare. That's four. Um, I'm trying to think of any other. I don't have a fifth. Diva. Yes, Diva. All right, we'll do Diva. <laughs> I was thinking. Uh, I was thinking the girl. The only other, I was trying to think of a female character. The first one that came to mind was the the girl from Shadow Warrior Two, but I did not find that acting. To be <laughs> oh yeah, particularly. Uh, or if uh, she were like, she I was, was like, I was thinking about May. <laughs> oh no. I was like, I'd uh, say Diva. I'm, I'm down with Diva. Diva's down. Now people are like, were you just are you just filling people with Overwatch characters? But yes, so, yes, we are. <laughs> we just pulling them out of their ass. Like you need you need uh you need someone a male voice casters, but they're so good. Yeah, uh, there was there was another chick in um in Mafia Three that was really good. No, we're we're, uh, we're, we're I'm committed to Diva. I'm committed oh. to Diva too. Okay, okay. nerf okay. this. Like that's so good. Nerf <laughs> this. The world's worth fighting for. And she's got so many lines. She does. She's right. a gamer, dude. Okay. I know. Best soundtrack. Best soundtrack is fucking Doom, 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 Doom for me. Doom, 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 Doom. I can't do that. There's really good soundtracks, man. I know. Just for me, man. Like, my favorite, Doom. Uh, I'm a metalhead, so, you know, I'm kind of biased, I guess. But 
that fucking music in that game got my hair standing up in my back. Like I was going, dude. It got me going. It, it meshed so well with what you were doing in the game. I mean, you're slaying fucking demons, you know? It's You're slaying Hellspawn. You're the Doom Slayer. He's got these fucking gnarly guitar riffs going on, chugging along in the background. It just yeah. went so well. It was really good. I agree with that. Doom doesn't move, period. Yeah. Um, also, I think a solid one for here is Mafia 3. Yes, I actually never played the game, but I have watched a, cu- a couple videos on it, and the music is probably, in my my opinion, the best part of that ga- of that game. Yeah, the game has some issues, but the music you cannot deny. Yeah, like the the selection they have is amazing. It, it really feels like you're in the time period. Can we? Okay, we'll go down the list, and then we'll argue about the others. Uh, now. I think another solid one here is Fury. Right. Um, let's see. A lot of it is like ambiance, ambiance, but um, like it's like really good shit. They got a lot of uh, different artists to to work on that soundtrack. Did I put Firewatch on there? Firewatch has good music, but I don't think it's Firewatch does have good music. I don't think it's like. But it's not, it's more ambient than anything. It's not something. Well, yeah, but it, it plays the role of what it needs to in the game. Right. Uh, yeah. I, I would say Firewatch. For me, Firewatch is there. Um, I haven't played some of these other games that you guys are nominating for or heard them, so I can't say. But for me, Firewatch is there. I'm not going to argue. I enjoyed Firewatch, the whole thing. And that if I enjoyed the whole thing, I must have enjoyed the music, too. See, I yeah, don't I felt the music at all. I don't remember it at all in Firewatch. I remember it. I mean, it wasn't like meant to be flashy. It just kind of it 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 flowed with the story. I mean, it's not like a deal breaker for me. Doom is a deal breaker for me. Yeah, well, I'm you have I have your back on Doom. Doom was does have really good music. Yeah. Like you, like we can't I feel like uh, Oxen Free and Hyperlight Drifter and Fury have to be on this list. I feel like. <laughs> oh, I, what about No Man's Sky? Yeah, I feel like No Man's Sky. Oh fuck, I forgot about No Man's Sky, dude. Yeah, some solid music. There's God some damn good it. music in it. Not, not to sway the judges or anything, but I'm gonna play a little bit. Oh, of I'm it. typing this shit. Okay, okay. Fury Fury definitely has to be there. Okay, Fury. I think No Man's Sky should be there. What do you guys think? No Man's Sky does have really good music for a game yeah, that sucks. For a game that's boring as fuck, does have really good music. The music wasn't the issue. The music worked with what the game was supposed to be, I think. It would have yeah. been great with it. I mean, they, it just felt right. Like when you first played that game before you knew it was you weren't getting what you thought you were getting. Like when you just started, when you that first two hours, like, and you weren't like you know disgruntled yet. Like the music was so good with it. Like, you you didn't like you actually. I don't know. I thought it was really good. Yeah, yeah, I agree with that. I think the music in No Man's Sky is really good. I put Sun and Moon. I enjoyed the music, but I don't think anyone else did. So that goes. I've yeah, never Pokemon particularly not, enjoyed Pokemon, Pokemon music. Not taking a slot, dude. Are you kidding? <laughs> <laughs> 
it's not getting a slot. I'm just saying I'd rather put No Man's Sky over Pokemon Sun and Moon's music. Alright, I'm putting No Man's Sky. Unless someone stops me right now. That's that's just my opinion because I know that the I can listen to the No Man's Sky soundtrack and be happy. Yeah, it worked with the the game. It worked with it. Yeah. The game didn't work, but it worked with the game. That's all um that's what we're talking about here. Um so, so that leaves you with the uh, Oxy, I think Oxy Free or Hyperlight Drifter. Oh man, I would say Oxen Free. Yeah, Oxen Free. I felt like it was more, it's more important for that game, and it worked really well. As far as this music goes, I mean it's important in both games, but important in every game. But it really mattered in that game a lot more I think if his music would have been bad or not as good you would have noticed it more in Oxen Free yeah so so that alright so we got it then so we got uh, Doom Mafia 3 Fury No Man's Sky and Oxen Free good picks mm-hmm. alright that leaves us to Sleeper Hit of the Year and basically this is games that did not get enough recognition uh, did we did we go through uh, indie? We did. We did. We went through indie. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Really yes, yeah, so I already already talked about Hitman. Yeah, I'd agree with that. And let's see. I already talked about Severed, though. So I would really say on that, but Let It Die would be probably in here. Let It Die, yeah. Because nobody, like, that game just came out of nowhere. Yeah, it did. It came out of nowhere and came so late. Yeah, like it just popped up, but it's a really good game. But it's just like nobody knows about it. I feel like I, I feel like we'll be the only ones to add that game to a list, and that's fine. I mean, that's good. You know, that yeah, got another job. You got on another list up there somewhere on the PlayStation list. Yeah, but I'm just saying, like for for us, that's good. I'm glad we got to catch this game. Yeah. I mean, I don't even have a PlayStation, but I mean, I did the video with Wasabi and it was like, I was surprised. I mean, for being free, especially, like. Yeah, it seems like a solid game. Hitman, Severed, uh, Blitzbreaker, and I had it Rhythm Heaven, but I'm fine with Let It Die. I'm fine with Hitman, Severed, Tricky Towers, and Blitzbreaker and Let It Die. Yeah. Well. Okay. I'm not firm on Blitzbreaker and Tricky Towers or Severed. <laughs> Blitzbreaker, uh, Blitzbreaker is like... Man, see, no one played this game but me, which is a shame because it's really fucking good. It's like... It's, it's, it's like Super Meat Boy, but you can't run. Jesus. So... That's the best way to describe it. Instead of running, you uh, launch yourself in a, in a direction, and you keep going that way until you hit something. So it's like, um, so it's like a fast like puzzle platformer where you can't, uh, yeah, you just can't run. Any direction you hit is the direction you're going until you hit something. 
So there's a bunch of, you know, they, they put, they give you, uh, you know, they put shit in your way and it kind of stops you, you know, like spikes and shit that you probably don't want to hit. So you got to kind of get your timing perfect. You got to get your, your aiming perfect. Shit like that. This game looks like a Game Boy game. Yeah, it, it has a, you know, an aesthetic to it. It looks like like a like this game would be great on Game Boy Color. Yeah. Oh yeah, I wish it was on like a, a mobile or a handheld platform. Like on Vita, it would kill on Vita. Well, uh, you can buy a cheap notebook and no run on it. Seems like it would run on anything. A toaster. Yeah, but it, yeah, this is this is a solid game, man. Like um Yeah, like the the Meat Boy comparison is like no like like no like you know chump thing like that's a huge uh thing i think like the controls are like just as tight as as meat boy yeah it seems like it took some some skill yeah um but yeah that that's a it's a fantastic game that no one played just because i don't know it's it's like I don't know. It's like probably like ninety nine cents on Steam right now. It's it's a great game. Looks like that. Looks about ninety nine cents. Looks it, it looks, is ninety. It's ninety eight cents. I I think this is a cool thing. Uh, but that's that's just me. I think the game looks pretty rad. Which game is this? Wait, which game is this? It's on the screen. Which which Blitzbreaker? Blitzbreaker. Is this better than Rhythm Haven Mega Mix? No. Uh, I mean, uh, to me, to me, I'm just looking. Uh, yeah, I'm just looking at it, and you know, it looks like a cool game. It looks like a game I'd probably play for like. Well, the guy that's playing isn't very good at it. Well, that doesn't matter. It doesn't matter for it what we're doing here. Not really. Yeah, he's he's pretty much a. He's not really scrubby. he's not really showing the the, the highest skill ceiling. I I just don't. It, I mean, it's it's nice. It looks it looks like a fucking. It just doesn't. I'm not impressed. Okay, no. you don't judge it by looks, man. We're judging uh, it. I'm just looking at it. The game. I'm looking at Rhythm it. Heaven's not going to impress you. It, probably not, but I'm not easily impressed with games. But uh, <laughs> what's what I'm saying? When you when you play it, you will be. Because I don't think I would fucking, be. It's that fucking tight. I don't like think I, I said, would be. It's it's Meat Boy, dude. Okay, this I don't is think the I new would Meat be. Boy. All right. Well, I'm just saying, you know. Not that impressive. There's no other sleeper g- games that there's nothing else. I think Hitman is definitely mm-hmm. the sleepiest. Is this what is this what you bring me, Wasabi? Dude, fucking this fucking this fucking quality just because you just because you this fucking Game Boy color game. This is you what you got a fucking me? book and judge it by the cover. I'm looking at the gameplay. That's the problem, dude. I'm looking at the gameplay. It's not like I'm looking, looking at the at fucking a, looking at a guy who's good at the game. Play. I'm it. looking at a guy play the game, and I'm I'm thinking I could probably play this for like ten minutes, and I'd fucking get bored and go jerk off. The game is it's ninety eight cents on the Steam store right now, dude. Yeah, and it looks like it'd get about ninety eight cents worth of my time. Is what I'm saying. No, dude, this game is is, is fantastic. Is what I'm saying, dude. I believe the guy that's playing that. sucks at it. I don't like. I said it doesn't matter if the guy's good or not. It does matter because no, I'm, looking, I'm just looking at the gameplay. I don't. You know, I don't need to see a pro playing a game to, to know that I like the. I don't. You like, do though watching, because he's not playing it like Overwatch, a fucking. If I'm watching Overwatch, do I need to watch a pro play the game to understand if I want to play the game? 
No. No, but Overwatch doesn't like speak for itself, dude. You have to like watch that for like a lot. I mean, this game speaks for itself. It's just that the guy playing it sucks. Speaks for itself, then it doesn't matter who's playing it, then, right? I, I'm just saying, it doesn't look that impressive. God, that's what I'm saying. What, what I'm saying is, there's a lot more to it than what this guy's showing you. Because it, it looks like the point is to like, you know, collect the shit, and then you know, you get the star, and that's it. And then next level, and it gets harder and harder as you go. I'm guessing it's a skill-based game. That's what I'm saying. Okay, most games are skill-based games, but. Yeah, so if you don't have the skill like that guy didn't. Now look at this shit. This is Rhythm Heaven. <laughs> Looks nuts. Dude, what is this? Is like, this like a reading on, simulator? Like, come oh. on, man. <laughs> well, at least, at least fucking... I don't see you bringing anything to the table here, you know? I'm just saying, dude. Everything's in early access. Oh, I will get the early access. I know, but everything's everything that is sleepers and what is this? He's they're fucking. What, play, what am I watching? Fucking... What is this montage of? <laughs> what is this? This is a rhythm game, but I turned off the sound. Play fucking Blitzbreaker and then tell me that you don't like it, okay? It's ninety-eight cents. It's I'll probably end up returning it to get my ninety-eight cents back. Oh my god, dude. Insane, dude. Is there nothing? Is there nothing else? Like, let it die is like a real game. That's a real fucking game. I know that because I had to spend a fucking hour explaining it to you. You were explaining it to me. It was for a goddamn video, you piece of shit. Blitzbreaker speaks for itself. That's what I'm saying. It speaks. You can see the quality in it just by looking at it. You can see the quality, the great quality that it is. Gameplay mechanics, dude. You don't need flashy fucking presentation. Alright. See you, you kids nowadays, man. Just don't get. Okay, first of all, we're the same fucking age. Back in the days, back in the days, they had to make games, you know, play good instead of instead of looking good. Just because it looks like a fucking Game Boy Color game. I'm just saying, dude. Like, I can look. I look at the game, and I can understand all the mechanics instantly by looking at that game. I watched a dude play right. one level. I understand all the mechanics possible. You don't though, because it, I do. It, it expands I do, upon that. Please, I do. Trust me, it. I do. I, I understand it. I don't. That game's not as complicated as you're making it out to be. It is though. It is not. It's not. Ceiling not it. dude. It's deceptively simple. Oh my god. Use the fucking arrow keys to move your fucking dude around, and you don't get. You don't run to the spikes. Like it's deceptively simple. I'm not Once saying you play it's easy. It, you'll find I'm just out. Saying, like the depth of it is not there. There's depth to it, man. No depth to it. I'm telling you. I'm. That's not an experience. At it, you play that game. You're not. You don't get an experience out of those those kinds of games. Yes, you do, man. No, they're you they're like super, you look at Super Meat Boy. They're you're like, like yeah, I get it. You're fucking, games. Yeah, I get it. You fucking run and you jump. There's there, there's depth there, dude. That's what I'm telling you. You don't look at Super Mario and go, you're running, you jump. You don't look at Super Meat Boy and you go, you're running, you jump. It's simple. It's fucking. There's depth there. That you don't get when you're just looking at it. You have to fucking play it. So you're telling me that if I watch somebody play Mario, I'm not going to understand that I got to run and jump to get through the the, the essentially a puzzle you're or a platformer. See you're going to run and jump, but you're not going to get like the depth of it, man. You're not going to. Oh, get... you get the flower and you can spit fireballs. Like, okay, dude. Like, I'm not saying Mario is a bad game. I'm just saying, like, where is the what? The... Why are you comparing Mario to that game? First of all. I'm comparing it to Super Meat Boy because it's the same thing. It's deceptively simple. All right, I'm going to settle this. 
Let's get rid of that game and put Titanfall 2. Titanfall 2 should be there. hundred <laughs> percent. I don't even think of that. Yeah. yeah, let's get rid of what was that shit called? We don't get rid of it because we only have four. Then yeah, add we'll Titanfall 2. Get rid of Rhythm Heaven. Yeah, all right, all right, fine. Get rid of Rhythm Heaven. I don't have Rhythm Heaven on the list. I got Hitman, Let It Die, Severed, Tricky Towers, and Blitzbreaker. Five games. Which one's going? I say the one I just saw. Blitzbreaker. No, 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 no. Blitzbreaker is going up. Blitzbreaker is going up, man. Well, Hitman's not going, and Let It Die is not going. Those games aren't going. Blitzbreaker is not going. And then you got to go. Nothing has to go here. Nothing has to go. All you do is. All you do no. is add Titanfall to it. Ti- no. no, that's six, dude. No, we're not this, is thing, this is the thing we fight on. This is the one. This I'm is just... the one. Out of everything, this is the one. I say it goes. I Okay, it goes then, dude. I mean, there's already five. We need, like, I gotta get rid of one because Titanfall needs to go on here. No, 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 no. Okay, if, 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 if anything goes, it's Tricky Towers. All right. I don't care which one of these shitty games goes. Chicken. One of them. Blitzbreaker is staying on that list, so. <laughs> I, I hope you know that's not going to win. <laughs> it's all right if it doesn't win. It's nominated, which is enough. People are going to be talking. I mean, like, yo, oh. check out this Blitzbreaker. No, they're going to be like, why the fuck is this on here? <laughs> and then when they see it's 99 cents, they're going to play it, and they're going to be like, yo, this wins. I'm, I'm just saying, Titanfall 2 should be on that list. Yeah, I put it on there. I'm, I'm just nice, nice call, by the way. <laughs> I got I, a little tunnel vision there with the zombies bullshit, but <laughs> you guys are you guys are insane, man. Blitzbreaker shouldn't even come. That shouldn't even be a question. <laughs> that like that's on the list, man. Yeah, so Titanfall two, which I, I can't believe that I we took this long to not think about. Like, oh yeah, Titanfall two. That should totally be there. Everyone should know. Everyone should know about Titanfall two. Even yeah, nobody needs to know about Blitzbreaker, but whatever. <laughs> Everyone needs to know about Blitzbreaker. Yeah, it probably took some fucking dude like fucking three days to make that game in his basement. Like, <laughs> what? Are you kidding? <laughs> right, let's Jeez, just move this, on, this, dude. This is the. I got time for your fucking bullshit. Disrespect right. here. Next. Mountable. Next section. Most anticipated game. <laughs> yes. The game you most look forward to in the coming years. Indeed. Death. <laughs> Fucking Blitzbreaker 2, bro. Yes. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, your list of games is Zelda Breath of the Wild, The Last of Us Part 2, Below. That's also a porno. <laughs> Cuphead, Uncharted, The Lost Legacy, God of War, Horizon Zero Dawn, Death Stranding, Ukulele, Persona 5, Red Dead Redemption 2, Fractured Butthole. I was like, that's a game? Yes, it is. <laughs> I was like, that sounds painful, but yes, it's a South Park game. Stand K2, Windjammers. Well, digging through your pile of shit here, I can find a couple gems. Uh, pile the of shit? Us, the Last of Us 2, I think, deserves a spot. Uh, what else we got? Uh, God of War, the new one. What was that? Which one is it now? Whatever. God of War. God of War. Uh, wait, there's a caveat here to this one. Um, so... You got to put as many as you can for this. So last year, I think we had like 30. What the fuck? Why just put five, dude? No, because five is not enough because this is like the most subjective thing we have. Oh, God. And it was like a lot. This covers like anything to like the future that's been announced. That's a lot. Yeah. I don't got time for this shit. So, I already, I, Last of Us 2, uh, God of War, Red Dead Redemption 2. 
or my three, I, I think. The idea was to just add whatever the fuck you like wanted, and that would make it to the list. Because what what we do is you choose. You don't vote for just one for this. You vote for your top five, and the top. This is like a top five that's voted on. Okay, so I just get to make up games that I want to exist. Is that what you're telling me? No, anything that's been announced that you want to okay. play has to have been announced. It. Yeah, has to have been confirmed to be coming out. Yeah. So what about like Fallout Five? That's not confirmed to be. Announced. Not confirmed, right? Yeah. yeah, it has to be a game that is uh, so not a Elder unicorn. Scrolls Six. Not a game. There's I been mean, like leaks of it. Said but. they were working on it, but that's I mean, probably not going to come out next year though. There's not a trailer that says this is a product. Yeah, it doesn't have to be next year either. It could be like. Oh, that's true. All right, I'm adding Scalebound to that list. The game's gonna suck, you know. All right. Yeah, but you know. It's it's gonna be over. It's gonna be like the Last Guardian. Never come out. It will never come out, and then it finally will. It'll be like oh. Yeah. yeah well, it actually, Just might run at sixty frames though. That'd be nice. Yeah, as far as I what I can really think of, I mean, I can only really think of The Last of Us 2, which would be awesome to play. God of War. There's a trailer out for that. It looks badass. Yeah. Uh, Red Dead Redemption 2. Better be fucking good. Uh, I would add Rust to that. It's not really... Um, I mean, yeah... It's just early access games are weird. Like, obviously, I anticipate them. But we have a section for best early access game. Mm-hmm. So I think we should just... Here's the thing. I like this list. I think that list is fine. I think it's fine, too. I have nothing to really add to it. Like, I, I could say Gears of War 5, but, like... That's not enough. Just, I just played Gears of War 4. That's yeah, yeah. That's not you a know, and there's no there's no official announcement yet as well. I guess Days Gone. I could add that. There's another yeah. PS4 game. Days Gone. I mean, I'm sure we could add like a whole. I'm not excited for it, but like if we wanted to add Resident Evil Seven, but I'm like that game's coming out next month. Oh shit! What's that game? That ju- was just an alpha for a weekend. Breakaway. Hood. Oh, Breakaway. What is that? Uh, it's a pretty sweet looking game. It's better than Blitzbreaker. I mean, come on. It's now. like uh, it's like if you took a uh, Rocket League and combined like some sort of combat to it. They're not cars though, but it's like it's like a five man. I think it's like five man teams, and you uh, you play as like it's it's kind of like a brawler mixed with like Rocket League. It's really strange sounding, but it's really cool. Like you, your objective is to get the ball into the other person's goal, essentially the other team's goal, and you can like uh, you can like attack people and kill them, and they have like they'll like respawn. But you also like set up like barricades and stuff. It's it's really interesting. It's really hard to explain. You have to look it up. Uh, breakaway. You have to look it up to really understand how it works. But it looks fucking sweet, dude. It, it's like a I don't know. It's fucking nutty though. It's nutty, bro. That's, I'm, I'm putting it on the list for me. Um, and then The Last of Us 2 and the other ones I said kind of cover it for as far as State of Decay 2 would be kind of sweet. The first one was cool. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I would like to see some I would like to see some multiplayer 
or at least some co-op yeah. thrown into State of Decay 2. If if there's no co-op, at least co-op, I don't want it. I'm not even going to play it. Yeah. Unless it's like godlike. Like I'm not. If it's just like the same game, like some updated graphics and stuff, I'm not going to fuck with it. There needs to be co-op in that game. That game is really fun, but like I just wish I could play with my friends. Yeah. But yeah, the list looks good to me. Yeah, well, there's lots of games I want to add to them. Like they're coming out real soon. I'd rather add games that are not coming out in the too soon future. Yeah, right. Like Breath of the Wild's coming out in March or whoever, whenever that thing's coming out. So that's that's near future, but that's not future enough. You know, it's still kind of in development. It, it has a date. It has like a date. You know, it's kind of. It has yeah. It has a date. I think anything because I mean that game's coming out so. Uh, yeah. I mean, I guess it works. You could technically, you know, nominate it. Yeah, I'm not. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna question it. I'm just saying, like, hey, that that's just my rationale. Yeah, but that that list looks fine to me. We're not gonna name it all off on stream. Okay, it's time for the big daddy. Yeah, this is the one. Doesn't need a gun to get respect up in the street. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. it looks kind of sparse. It for for it being the big daddy. Well, we've talked about it. We talked about every game really that is relevant up till now for the past six hours. So I think we are prepared to put five forward. And uh, you better not try to pull any fucking bullshit, Wasabi. What kind of bullshit? You don't pulling out no fucking bejeweled two or some shit. <laughs> Just say it. I mean, I would definitely deserve a spot on this list, but <laughs> all right. Nominations for game of the year. Yep, nominations here. This is the sweaty one. Yeah, this is the sweaty one. Everyone needs to uh, take a shower after this one. I, I'm going to just come out and say it. Overwatch, right? You can't not have it. I mean, that's my game of the year, prob- probably. Yeah, you really can't not have Overwatch. That that can't not make at least the top five. Yeah. You almost, not, you almost cannot make a list without Overwatch. I mean, we all own it. Like People that aren't even like serious gamers own this. Like it, it, It's... It's like the biggest game to come out in a long time. That's like reached such a large audience. It's on every single platform, you know. Yeah, it's probably the game I played. I probably played that the most this year. As opposed to playing it a lot last year, you know. Right. But yeah, Overwatch is definitely... Definitely up here, stomping with the big dogs. Yeah, might might be the big dog. That'll be up to you guys, though. So. Um, what do you think for another one, Wasabi? Uh, I got Doom on there. Absolutely. Uh, now, Doom, like for me, I don't know about the rest of you, but it like reinvigorated my like my love for like first person shooters. Also, like the it reinvigorated my like the 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 hope I have for like the return of the first version shooter, you know, like the, the quakes, right. Uh, Quake legends. Is that what it's called? Quake legends is coming out and, uh, unreal tournaments coming out. Like, I, I really want the return of like the, the classic old school shooter. Yeah. And, uh, yeah. Doom is like a good, like start for that. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, with that. To, yeah, to me, to me, Doom 
it, it it's fucking it's so badass, man. Like you play that game and you just feel like a fucking boss, you know? No, I'm not I'm not gonna disagree with you as much as I no, Doom is definitely the game that yeah, Doom and Overwatch. Yeah, I mean the, um, the experience of the Doom Oh, oh, oh Uncle Dolph was here making the argument that the multiplayer sucked. Yeah, it it wasn't great. That, it w- it wasn't great, but fucking the single player the, made up for it tenfold. The single player, yeah, single player was so good that it. I mean, it overlapped any, you know, shortcomings that the multiplayer had. I mean, if you bring like what was like lacking in the mix, Overwatch didn't even have a single player, and like right. Are, are like are we gonna like dock that points because fucking oh it doesn't have a single player? Yeah, also, but it also didn't try to. Also, yeah, it didn't try to, but also Doom has the snap map mode, which is really nice. Yeah, it does have snap that. map is pretty much like a little big planet first person shooter. Like the stuff that people are doing in Snap Map are like, how the fuck do you even like like they're doing some crazy shit in Snap Map. Yeah, some guy made like a sideshow, like a carnival, like, uh, like, uh, carnival, like shooter. Okay. And I was like, how I the fuck do you that. even, how the fuck do you even do this? Yeah, I remember. I only could really mess with that when it first came out. There's still a good amount of stuff for you when it first came out. Yeah. I mean, it was tons of extra shit you can do. I mean, I, I don't know. What for me, Doom? Like, I'm not expecting the multiplayer to be amazing. Uh, I that fucking the story on that game was so good. I mean, it really wasn't even about how good the story was. I mean, it, it, the gameplay was so good, and the music going with it, and like the gun, the weaponry was awesome. The attachments, like the not reloading thing, was fucking cool. Like I liked it. <laughs> it was just such a. It looked the game looked amazing. Yeah, it was just a wonderful game. It is a wonderful game. And then I think, I mean, we're just going to have a lot of shooters in here. I think Titanfall 2 was kind of like the best of both worlds. Like, it had a really good campaign and it has a really good multiplayer. And it's getting overshadowed by the big names. Yeah, like Battlefield 1. Yeah, I'd agree with that. Yeah, I'm I I'm for Titanfall 2 to be on that list. I think that is definitely a game that should be on there. I I don't think it's I mean, I wouldn't pick it for the number 1. But, but it should be it should be fought over. It, it, to me, a year without Overwatch, Titanfall 2 could easily take it. If Overwatch didn't exist, Titanfall 2 could win. Yeah. Yeah. That's how I feel. Yeah, those are the two best shooters of this year. For multiplayer, anyway. Right. Uh, I honestly think you can't have a list without Uncharted. I think you can. I think you can, but I think it's a little hard if it's not there. I don't think it is hard. I think it's very easy, actually. Uncharted is not a good game. Mm. It's a good... Story. Experience. It's a good story. But the act of playing the fucking game that's there is just it's pretty much a chore that you have to do before you can enjoy your story I see what you're saying that's how I feel about Uncharted like I love as as much as I love Uncharted 
I just don't think the gameplay is fun anymore. Like I can climb, like when the characters start making jokes about how often you do certain things, like it's not like self-aware. It's like you, you, you know it's a problem. You're trying to make fun of it by poking fun at it, but it's not fun. Like, oh, if I have to slide down one more slope, I'm going to get real mad or something like that. Like they say, it's like, oh, yeah, we get it. We're sliding a lot. Yeah, there's a lot of sliding in this game. <laughs> yeah, it tries to be like uh, humorously self-aware. Yeah. But it really just makes you think, why didn't they just not have it? Why didn't they just make the game different than here instead of having to make fun of itself instead of, you know, making a different mechanic instead of sliding down the same fucking hill again. Yeah. Like I refuse to give uncharted another pass or naughty dog in general. I can't give them another pass just based on story alone. It's not happening again. Okay. Um, Ratchet and Clank, which we both liked and I don't mind it being there. I really liked it. Yeah, Ratchet and Clank is probably my like personal, one of my personal games of the year. Yeah, I've, I'm, I'm right with you on that. Definitely great. That's that's all I'm gonna say about. It. I'm not sold on that shit at all. <laughs> all right. Well, I mean, I don't you can't get me wrong. Look at it. You can't just look at it. I, I played Ratchet gotta... and Clank when I was younger. I mean, but I just like game of the year. Ratchet and Clank is game of the year. Yes. Is he even a contender for Game of the Year? Yeah. How? Why? I mean, we've explained it already, but... Well, who, who's Ratchet talking about... Who the fuck's talking about Ratchet and Clank? Like, We are. Not enough people, really. We are. Thank God. Like, and that's the whole thing. Like like I said, people want... There's this, there's this want now. There's this want again for games like Ratchet and Clank. So when Ratchet and Clank comes out and it's as good as it is, that paves the way for the ukuleles that are coming out. Uh, it paves the way for like the 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 tie uh, tie the Tasmanian tiger to get like funded all of a sudden, like on Kickstarter. It's such a success. Like people want these games again, uh, and Ratchet and Clank is a perfect fucking example of how good these games are. Okay. In my opinion. In my opinion. If you have something else to put there, then that's that's fine. I don't. I, I, I don't know. I mean, I I can think of other games that I enjoyed a lot, but that I like Shadow Warrior Two is really probably one of my highlights for the year. But I can see that. I, I you know I mean I can see game of the I year see. good. Yeah. I don't know. I mean, it's a really good game. There was some issues with it when it first came out, but I mean, it's a really good game. I guarantee you that like. At least most people our age, you fucking hold out a show them a, you show them a video of Shadow Warrior Two and then Ratchet and Clank. Most of them are gonna probably pick Shadow Warrior Two. I mean, with younger yeah. people, it might be different. Even, even not necessarily. I, I don't know. It's but, up uh, to them. So I get what you're saying. I just don't see it reaching like the heights of like Overwatch status. Not even close. You know, even like, like think, Titanfall. Think of what like. like if you think back at like the Game Awards, they fucking put up Inside for Game of the Year. I know that's a lot of people's Game of the Years, but like 
No. Inside. I mean, I didn't like I played that game. It just I didn't really. I mean, game of the year was not anywhere near the back of my mind. It's like me nominating Firewatch. Yeah. And I'm saying that and that's, you know, the big show, the Game Awards put inside up for Game of the Year. Hmm. And they also put up Uncharted 4. So I think there's room like you know, obviously they're reaching for something to 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 grab onto for their picks. I don't know if that's a testament to how weak the year was for Yeah, I mean standout games, but I will say that, you know, there wasn't a lot of games this year that really I mean we've talked about a lot of the same a lot of the same games that keep keep kinda coming up as we go on through the show because there just really wasn't that many like And they're good games. They're good games, but like they're just there's a lot of other games this year that just they just weren't good. Like Dishonor 2, for instance. Like I don't really think the game was is bad. It's just like it's not like who's excited about it? Only yeah. Bethesda. There's people that really like that game. Yeah, I liked the game. I liked the first game. I've played through it twice. A games that like 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 Doom, I've played through several times. More, I played through more than twice, uh, and I've gone back and played certain. Like I, I don't know, like. I guess I can understand if you guys want to put Ratchet and Clank. I played through Ratchet and Clank multiple times. Like that, like I said, that was the first time. Because you know how I am with games, man. I usually just, I mean, I usually never even finish a game, let alone go back to play it again. Like Ratchet and Clank was one of the first times that I've done that in years. I can vouch for that as well. It is, it is a great game to go back to and play. It is, it is a great game. Is it game of the year? I would. I would say almost. I would put it up there with the rest of them. Yeah. But that's right. that's me. All right. Can we can we discuss one elephant in the room? You can throw it out or throw it in. I just want to just nominate Pokemon Sun and Moon. Nah. All right. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, no, I'm saying I'm saying no. Like I wouldn't I wouldn't nominate that. I, mean, I, I I don't I don't back that nominate. Okay. I, I mean, you can argue if you want. I just... I'm not going to argue. I'm just throwing it in there for that, for, for reasons. This, you know, people going... I mean, we got Overwatch, Doom, Titanfall 2, Ratchet, and Clank. So we got one more spot in, like, Pokemon. Like, well, we still got, like, what about Shadow Warrior 2? What about... Uh, what about fucking... What was that other game? What about what about like Gears of War? Like compared to compared to Pokemon, I don't know, man. I'm fine with. I, Gears I guess I guess you know I'm biased. I mean, everyone's biased. No, but... no, no, no. We got a Ratchet and Clank. Well, I want to hear your opinion. I'm not. You know, if we added Pokemon I, Sun I... and Ratchet and Clank, that would be two kid games and over. You know, like we got our we got our 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 family friendly game. So I'm not like like no. Yeah, I mean it's just like Pokemon games. Like you know the Pokemon game. Right. I don't know. Like to me, Shadow like Shadow Warrior 2, man, like we talked about this I talked about this earlier, like, you know, that game really stood out in what and what it did, like the ambiance of the game is just completely different than like all the other, you know, shooter games that came out this year. Like, yeah. A whole different feeling playing that game. And the and like the the very like fluid and 
complemented combination of melee and uh you know guns were just so good like it was just so cool and there's so many different types it was just i don't know like uh, that game was but very yeah. unique to me i would i would be comfortable putting shadow warrior I would, I would be okay I would back with that, that, but before we put Shadow Warrior there, Gears? Just just throwing it out there? Uh, I would not. I wouldn't put Gears on there. Like, I think... I, yeah. I'm, okay, so for my list, my top five Gears, but you guys muscled in Ratchet and Clank, I, if I had to make a decision between Gears and Shadow Warrior 2, loved Gears 4. Loved it. I've been a Gears fan as long as Gears has been around, but like Shadow Warrior 2, like Gears is Gears. Like, you know, it's Gears, man. Right. Like the game didn't do anything crazy different. It was a good game. It was a great Gears game. But like, like I said, Shadow Warrior 2 was like new for me. And it was like, oh, this is fucking cool. Like this is All different. Right. It's All right. This, you, uh, yeah. you swam me for Shadow Warrior. I'm just, I just wanted to hear the argument for Gears before I, I made the, uh, you know, the, yeah, I mean both both great games. Just like Shadow Warrior Two is like, it's like it's fucking spicy, you know. Yeah, I want to make sure that every argument's been heard. I don't want people like you didn't argue this or that. I'm sure that's going to come up, but I want to make sure that everything's been considered. Yeah, I mean we're just you know three three people. You know, I'm sure people have other opinions, but that's how I see it anyway. Yeah, that's how I see. I okay, so game of the year is Overwatch, not Uncharted. I think there's room here to... So, I'm just looking at it. We got Overwatch, Doom, Titanfall 2, Ratchet & Clank, and Shadow Warrior 2. Uh, I'm sure you'll notice there that there's four shooter games on that list. Yeah. It was a good year for shooters. Like, that's the... It yeah. was. But those, those are the big big things that came out, for the most part. Yeah, I mean, that's the... I mean, I, I get what you're saying, but it's yeah. been a really good year for shooters. I'm just saying, like, if, if I think, I mean, I think that Titanfall 2 could get knocked out if you can make a good argument for, like, a different game. I think it could happen. I'm not saying, I'm not saying I would do it because uh, I like this top five, Minus Ratchet and Clank, personally. Um, like I said, I'd, I'd put Gears in there. I, I like for, I like shooters, but, uh, there's no way. There's no way Gears beats Ratchet and Clank. By the way, yeah, I play. I play a lot more Gears than I did Ratchet, but I mean, right. But that, that, a like lot of that's because, like, I see. I just wouldn't play a game like Ratchet and Clank. I'm not that kind. Of, I don't play those kinds of games. Like, I'm just not that not kind of gamer. To, yeah. Not to be anything, but that would that would be literally we would nominate nothing but shooters for game of the year. Well, I play more than shooters. I'm just saying, right. like, I just a game of the year. Like, I would never play Ratchet and Clank. Like I would play it if someone like gave it to me for free just to try it out, sure. But like I wouldn't buy it, right? Self, it's not that I. That's, I, guess, I mean, I played that game when I was a kid and it was cool. I guess my so argument, I play it, but. my argument for for keeping Rising and Clank is it's it is a different type of game because all these are shooters and I'm fine with that. I mean, these. Yeah, you know, yeah. Well, my, my, not, my, I don't have it in there because it's different than a shooter. I have it in there because I genuinely think it is better. Than everything else, right? And I'm not. I'm not even. That's not what I was trying like, to say. As a, as a game, no, no, no. I, I'm not trying to say take Ratchet and Clank out. Right. Okay. We already argued that. You guys keep it in. I'm saying that we have Overwatch, Doom, Titanfall, and Shadow Warrior Two. Is there not any games that you guys played? You know, anything else that you could argue is better than one of those games? 
Like, like for example, Uncharted Four. There, there's no argument there. I mean, I don't have a PlayStation, so I can't argue this myself. But no, I mean, I just not argue a game? against it. It's just I'm not. Out. Uncharted is just not. It's not a game to me. I'm not going to argue it over Ratchet and Clank. I'm I'm not in for that kind of fight. Uncharted to me is just not a game. It's not enough of a game. Like the game that's there, I'll say this. isn't good. I'll say this. I enjoyed Ratchet and Clank way more than Uncharted. Take that as you will, but I would. Okay. I yeah. that's just how I see it. Well, I'm just playing devil's advocate. Like, is there right, right? Because right. okay, so I'm looking at the list and I see, you know, see, I see what we have right now for the five, and you know, out of those, uh, not not for me, not not counting Ratchet and Clank, uh, Titanfall two would be the weakest link there. So, like, you know, I was just wondering if anybody had a case for another game that they enjoyed this year, um, that that they think could, you know outshine any of those whether that be uh, you know i try to four or like something else Blitzbreaker. no all right no. we're done <laughs> no. all right that's enough no no Blitzbreaker. no i think I like think, stardew valley i know people love the shit out of that game yeah yeah i mean i'm sure it's gonna come out in other people's lists and i'm and i'm fine with that but do we really want to take titanfall 2 for stardew valley i feel like doom and Overwatch are absolute locks. Right. Yeah, that's how I feel too. I feel like Ratchet and Clank is a lock, dude. I'm, I'm not saying take it out. Talking, I'm not saying take it out. You can leave it there. I'm yeah, not saying I know, take it I know. out. I'm just saying, mm-hmm. if we're talking locks here. Right. Yeah. If we're talking locks, for me on this list, Overwatch, Doom, and Shadow Warrior 2 are locks. Titanfall 2, I, I, you guys are locked in on Ratchet and Clank. I'm okay so Titanfall, with that. Titanfall is the only like waiver. Yeah, that's like my wavering one, like where I could be swayed by a good argument. But if there's nothing else to give me, like, all right, I I'm mean, just trying to play devil's advocate here. I mean, if we're not going to go for Uncharted Uncharted 4, then not really. I mean, Titanfall 2. I mean, I'm not going to make the argument for Firewatch. I'm not going to make the argument for Mof- Mafia 3. I'm not going to make the argument for Abzu. Okay. I'm I'm just I'm just saying like those are I'm great just, games. Yeah. I'm just not going to make those arguments because I don't feel like those are those are the games yeah. that I I feel should be there. You know, okay. I think the other problem is that between the three of us, we haven't played enough stuff to really say to have like a complete you know uh, like Venn diagram of of what's you know. What could sure. be covered? We played a lot, but we didn't play. We're not. We're not yeah. professional game reviewers. Yeah. Okay. I just wanted to. You know, it's a big. Uh, this is the big one. I haven't, so I I haven't played sure that. We're good. Stardew Valley could very well be over Titanfall, but I haven't played Stardew Valley. And we're not. We're not big Souls fans either. So you know, we like it, yeah. but we're not. You know, some other person would put Dark Souls three over. You know. Right. Yeah. Yeah. For sure. Somebody. Absolutely would. Yeah. Somebody would probably put a real diehard Dark Souls fan put that game over every game on this list. Right. I'm just I'm just pointing out that for for me the way I look at it and you guys I I I'm I'm fine with this list. Yeah, I am too. I just wanted to make sure that we were doing our due uh, due diligence here with this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, I mean, I I I get what you're saying. We should consider 
all the options, but if it's the only, if we're the only three and the people are listening are not making the argument for the five that we put out, I'm saying that's fine. That that's my that's my opinion. You know, unless someone argues like, yeah, oh, Dark Souls three, you didn't consider this or that. I'm like, speak yeah. now or forever hold your peace. Yeah, this this is where chat should chime in and get their their licks in before yeah, we speak we lock now. this because yeah, we are we, we are we are going to lock that list and I'll I'll tell you I'm fine with this list you know Shadow Warrior Ratchet and Clank Overwatch Doom nothing I'm missing Titanfall two I you know I know they're like there's two they're they're shooters but they're they're so different in what they do and they do it well. Yeah, I'm good with it. I mean, that's the thing that I'm saying. What they do, they do it well. So, any of those wins game of the year, I'm fine with. Yeah. Um, you know, I, I think that, that you know, <laughs> that's just me. You know, I'm, there's not a single one I would say to me personally that would go like, you picked that? And I'm like, I get it, you know? You know, these are, you know, these, these are, these are those games. So, all right. Should we give it another minute or should we lock them? Lock for a game of the year. I think that's good. Nobody's listening anymore anyway, so. Well, they should. They absolutely <laughs> should. Pause it then. It's game of the year. All right. Game of the year. There it is. There's your list. All right, so let's get to our to the the silly ones, not the silly ones. The novelty award. The now the novelties. These are just for funs, you know. Funsies. This one's my favorite award. Period. Love this award one. Love it. Love it. Is this one have to be in list form because it's novelty? Uh, I think we can. I think we can get five for this. I feel like we can. Yeah, I feel like I we think. totally can too. Yeah, we don't need to adhere to the strict rules. We'll get what we get for these ones. I think it's fine. Um, no, so first of all, you know, well, we don't need to really talk about that at this point. But uh, okay, well, you go ahead. Explain, explain what this is, uh, Ravens. Uh, this is well, I call it the Golden Pinky, but basically, it's the game that's most overhyped and didn't live up to expectations. Also, it's games that. Are, are are hyped and lived up to expectations and everyone just went ah pink you know just went crazy about it so it's both it goes both ways yeah well this yeah this is called it's called the dark star award um right the, but it's described this, as the game's most overhyped and didn't live up to expectations i feel like a lot of games didn't live up to expectations this year there's not a game that was overhyped except for pokemon go that didn't live up to you know that didn't live up to expectations and grew to hypeness. It's the only one I, but that's just it. But uh, the list is No Man's Sky, Division, Quantum. Someone put Quantum Fake, but that's pretty funny. Battleborn. <laughs> that's me. All right, uh, Mighty Number no. Nine, the, the Last Guardian. I put Pokemon Go and Star Fox Zero. So I'm gonna go ahead and like tell you what you can remove from this list. Oh, okay, buddy. Because they just don't belong here. I already know what you're going to say, so go ahead. Is Battleborn. 
Battleborn believes on this list. That game sucks. I thought that, I thought that yeah, first of all, that game sucked. I thought that game sucked. And it was so I I was so it did not suck, dude. It was it was a little bit it was a little bit of a hype and then it, it was a little shitty. It was a little shitty, all right? Okay, was, you know, and hold on now, hold on now. I'm not on the defense force for this game or anything. I'm just saying. I enjoyed what little the game had to offer for a limited amount of time. All right? Okay. When I found out this game was coming out, I was like, oh shit, these guys made Borderlands. Those were fun games. This is going to be dope. Look at how many people I can play as. There's so many. This is going to be fucking badass. <laughs> then I played the game and I was like, what the fuck is this shit? Yeah, this game's um, horrible. Why is this fucking to... Sylvanas ripoff trying to tell me what to do? Like, what is happening? They try to uh, defend their $60 price tag with, with their campaign. That only had like eight missions. Yes, it was which bad. is ridiculous. It was, the it campaign was bad. was bad. The campaign was terrible. But I thought the like first person MOBA thing that they were doing was like fairly well done. I thought like like that's the part that I actually enjoyed playing because uh, <sighs> it wasn't even like they were even going like full MOBA. It was almost like MOBA light. Um, and they had like different maps and different modes and stuff like that. And I don't know, it felt like a beginner's MOBA that you can kind of get into pretty easily. Now there were people who played it like a first person shooter and kind of like pissed me off because it was like, that's not how you play the game. But you know, when you get in there with people who know what they're doing, it's, it's a lot of fun. The, my, the issue with the game was there weren't enough people that were doing that. They weren't going in there and playing it like they knew what they were doing. Uh, so, yeah, the most fun I had with that game was when it was still in beta and it was free. And I had people who were like knew what they were doing to play with. But, you know, when it came out, no one fucking bought it. And I didn't have anyone to play with. But I still stand by the competitive parts of that game I really enjoy. <sighs> lackluster man i just wasn't fun it wasn't fun it ran on 30 on consoles it was it it, i wanted to puke yeah but this was a horrible 30 this wasn't like at least that game hits 30 yeah that game ran like a a really crappy 30 like a very stuttery jittery shitty 30 that game is garbage all right, well, let's just get a few things out of the way, I think, is what we should do before we nail out the five here. No Man's Sky is going on this list, right? Do we? There's no disagreement there. Well, yeah, No Man's Sky is on that list. There's Everything that's been said about that no game denying. is, everybody knows, we don't need to fucking reopen that book. There's, Done. We all know what's wrong with that game. It's a There's a myriad in the history behind that game. We could go on for hours, which we're not. Yeah, and done to death. We all know. All right. Uh, another one that is a potential uh, division. The, the the division. Now, uh, now hold on. Now, it's on your list, bro. Oh, it is on my list. Yeah, it's on the list. I think fucking. <laughs> I thought uh, it'd be like, all right, yeah, let's do it. Fucking. I think division didn't needs to be spared. It it doesn't really suck. It's 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 okay. 
My problem with the division is that the Tom Clancy name on the front of it kind of ruined it because yes. I I think that game takes itself way too seriously and there's not enough room to like fuck around with it. You know what I mean? Like they can't get they can't go destiny with it and get like fun with the weapons, which right. is like the most interesting part of like any like MMO RPG is the loot you find. Right, yeah. The loot in that game is completely uninteresting. It's just lackluster. It's like you want you want to look cool, right? That's what it's all fucking about. Yeah. And in Destiny, say what you will about that game, some of those guns are fucking badass looking strapped to your back. Like you just look badass. Yeah. It's like I got the fucking Galahorn. That's right. I fucking got it, bitches. Like look how fucking cool it is. Yeah. It just looked have like it looked an, unique. Like there's no there's no like piece of equipment that gives you any real bragging rights in the division. Like, you know, people don't really see you coming. It's like, oh, look at this guy, man. He's fucking, he's all decked out. Like, you never see that in the division. Yeah. And another thing about that game is, now, this is, I guess I'll, we'll kind of keep comparing it to Destiny because it's kind of what we have the best to compare it to. Um, the whole bullet sponge boss thing, fucking annoying, dude. It was not yeah. fun. And Destiny, that was that wasn't. I didn't feel that. Well, that Destiny group. does that in the like the strikes and shit. Yeah, but it's, it's different, bad. man. It, it's different in Destiny. Like, I don't know. Like, you, there's still like. I feel like there was more options in Destiny. There was different guns you could use that did. You know, Maybe. If, you, if you if you grinded for the better guns, you could really fuck shit up. Uh, but I don't know. I mean, it, it just wasn't the same feeling it was really boring and i think it i think it kind of ties into a lot of the weapons that you had like it, i don't know it, and the bosses weren't very interesting to me like the big guys they just weren't very interesting to me and yeah it was, just, it was just really that game to me it was just bottom line really fucking boring that's it it was just boring it was fucking gray and boring colorless yeah. i thought and that's the thing because i actually prefer the division like gameplay i prefer that over like a judicial like first person shooter like destiny even though destiny like nails i mean it's fucking bungee they know how to make a shooter right but i just prefer like the cover shooter mechanic like i like to be more methodical about it yeah i don't have a problem with cover shooters yeah yeah it's just I really don't i mean i love gears you know it's a cover shooter it's a cover based shooter i mean yeah it's, uh, my 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 qualms with it aren't really about the mechanics per se. Like yeah, the, like the New York the setting is perfect. The yeah. Dark Zone is probably the only cool thing about that game, but they squander their yeah. opportunity to make it like really, you know, a worthwhile thing to 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 do. Yeah, because you just have the the. It's just more like NPCs that are in there, and yeah, you run right. into like human players, but everyone's too like chicken shit to really do anything to each other so it's really like uh, you know and uneventful it could have been it could have been they could have put more into it to make it more interesting yeah but but they just the way that you're introduced to the game then you go to the dark zone i think that had a lot to do with the uh the the, the pussy floating around that happened in the dark zone yeah because you kind zone. of get 
If you, you shoot just, someone, you, just, you you're like, oh, I shot you, ha ha ha. It just didn't feel like it mattered. The, Z- me. the Dark know. Zone was weird and stupid. It could have been something cool. I, I mean, I can think of, you know, you can think of a thousand ways it could have been awesome, like, but it wasn't. So I don't know how you feel about putting it on the nomination list. I think it belongs there. Mm, we still got something to go through. All right, let's yeah. talk about, I think one that I, I agree with um, is Mighty Number no. 9. Did you play it? I played it. I played a little bit, and then I got oh, said, fuck that. God, yeah. there is. I think people were a little too. I don't know why I keep being the voice of reason here, but like on your list, dude. I know it's on my list because I I do agree that it was didn't live up to ex- expectations, but like I played, I I played most of the game. Like I played all the way to the final boss, and it was pissing me off, so I never beat it. But uh, I don't know. Like I. I'm not a huge Mega Man fan, so I didn't go into it thinking like, oh yeah, man, it's going to be the next Mega Man, dude. I'm so excited. I just went into it like, yeah, people seem excited about this game. I guess I'll try it out. Right. And I don't know, like as a game, I thought it was fine. It had like this combo mechanic that kind of has you um, thrusting yourself into enemies, but not knowing if you had like because you had to like shoot them, but you didn't have to kill them. You had to shoot them enough times to get them into like an absorb state, so you can uh, absorb their their strength. But you had to shoot them just as many times as you had to before you killed them. So it was this kind of like risk versus reward thing, where you had to know, like, you had to have enough skill to know how many times you had to shoot someone, uh, a certain enemy, before you can, you know, uh, kamikaze them without getting hurt to absorb them. And I thought that was a really cool mechanic. Like, no one, no one talks about this, by the way. It's but a- I thought that was a really cool mechanic, of like, yeah, I man, if you got enough skill, man, you can shoot this guy three times. You shoot him three times, you can kamikaze him and and, and steal some of his power. So it's- like, when you see it, when you see it done, and you do it, you can do it like really quick. It's like a really cool game all of a sudden because you can. I don't know, you, you can, you know, traverse it, like, really quickly, almost like speedrun style. I felt like it didn't know what it wanted to be. It, it wanted to be Mega Man, but it, it, it wanted to be fast, but it just didn't... I felt like the smoothness of it wasn't there. Like, that's... Yeah. I felt like, okay, dashing into, the, into, the, into those guys is fun. I like dashing into them, but when you fuck up a move, holy shit! Like you know, sometimes I'm dashing and then I miss that. I miss that. Uh, that jump and it just fucks you. You're like, why did I miss that jump? Yeah, and again, that's almost like. I mean, that's part of it. Like the movement isn't like perfect. Like it doesn't feel great most of the time, but. When you're able to pull it off, it's, I mean, it kind of, it's kind of, you know, it's rewarding. It just feels rewarding when you pull it off. Yeah, I mean, I'm not going to, you know, I thought the uh, dashing mechanic's good. If they make another one of those and tighten up the actual controls and not yeah. come out on 14,000 consoles. <laughs> uh, that's pretty much the only positive thing I can say about this game, though. 
Like I thought that mechanic itself was cool, but th- the rest of the game around it wasn't executed very well at all. So, I mean the the bosses were annoying as fuck. I just wanted to say something positive before we slammed it. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm not I'm not all for positivity in this one. I'm like, yes. Did it have a really cool gas command? It yes. Was the was the opening song good? Yes, that's about it. Is is the game is the game playable? Sure. Does the game suck on Wii U? Absolutely. And I don't know why anyone would this this game is just insane. That's all I'm going to say about that. Uh, all right. The other thing I hate about this game, not to move on, is the bosses are just awful. They like, oh, Beck, I want to clean you off or something, but I hate you. And headline, boss attacks Beck, correction, twice, fuck off. Yeah, there was one <laughs> cool boss. Uh, one cool boss I remember fighting was like that, uh, that sniper. Yeah, that was remember. cool. He was like in the, he was in the White House or something and he fought yeah. him. Which was completely like, it didn't make any sense at all, but like. Like, why is he in the White House? Like, what's what the fuck's happening here? But uh, I thought that that was a pretty cool because, like, the whole stage was like, uh, like a sphere, so it looped around, and you had to like go around and kill all the enemies while he was like sniping you from different spots. I thought that guy was cool, but I mean, everything else was. All right, not. the the last, the other one, oh, the last, <laughs> the this is not the last, but it's definitely our guardian, the last guardian. Um, can I just say, I haven't played this game, and I'm probably not going to. Now, I was initially excited to play this game until it came out. And see, this is why I don't pre-order things most of the time. It's because uh, the stuff I was hearing about this game just rubbed me completely the wrong way. Um, the per- The performance issues are number one. First of all, twenty-five frames, right? Twenty-five frames on base model PS4. For a game that took eight years, they should have ironed them out. Yeah. Yeah. When a game takes that long, I mean, you gotta have expectations that at least, at least, it's gonna run at a steady thirty on a console. Yeah. You know, at least I, I would hope you could get more out of it. I mean. But at least, at least that you're not, you know, eight years is a long fucking time to make a game and then have performance issues. Yeah. Now, I'm not like a huge like stickler for like console performance. Like I usually don't like when I played, you know, GTA 5 on the PS3 and The Last of Us on PS3, like those games barely hit 30 frames. But back then we didn't have a second tier of PS3 that they were trying to sell me that right. would run the game at 30. So I fe- it feels like, to me, like they're trying to... The Last Guardian is trying to sell me a PS4 Pro that I don't want. But obviously, if I want to run the game stable, I'm going to have to have. And I don't know. It's really shady to me. I agree. I agree with that. It seems like that's, that is a underhanded way of like this game runs like crap on your on your PlayStation by the Pro. It's like fuck off. But um 
I don't know, performance aside, I feel like people are trying to write off that the the uh, Trico doesn't listen to you and it's it's a gameplay mechanic. I'm sure some of it is, but there's a difference between like in a puzzle game, when I find the solution to the puzzle, you expect that it it should work the first time. You know what I mean? Like, if I find a solution, it should react the way that I found the solution instead of instead of being like, oh, I guess that's not the solution then because Trico's not like jumping up here the way I thought he would. Right. You know, it's hard to explain. Like, if I get I, what you're saying, I think it's a puzzle. Is... It's a puzzle game. If I find a solution, it's to work the first time because now it's going to leave me this impression that. Oh, I guess that's not the solution because it didn't work. And you try it seven more times and oh, that time it worked. What the fuck? You know what I mean? But yeah. Alright, what what else we got? My favorite, Star Fox Zero. Never played it. Dog shit. Is that a Nintendo? Yes. It, it gets better. Platinum Games and Nintendo made this vile piece of garbage. Yes, that Platinum Games that made us Bayonetta 2 and other great titles made absolute dog shit this year called Star Fox Zero. Boy, this game sucks. And it was hyped. And I don't want people to be like, oh, it came out. And, like, no, people were legitly excited for this. And what they gave us was a mess. <laughs> they basically, it, it is almost the equivalent of giving a shit sandwich to someone and saying that it's turkey and baloney. The controls are all, not, they're all motion based. You would think, oh, that's not should be a problem. You have to look down on the screen. You have to look up on the TV so you can see what you're aiming. If you aim on the TV, the TV reticle's always wrong, so you can't really look at the TV. And you have to look on the screen on the bottom, and that's wrong too. And you have to keep pressing X to make sure that your your reticle's right. And then you have to keep doing all kinds of weird shit. And it's like trying to. It's a horrible experience. Just just a miserable fuck of a game. And at the end, Andros is just that was just that's just where it where the straw broke the camel's back for me was Andros trying to get in there and destroy him and all that stuff. And then I I just I just had it. I just had it. That game is a control mess. That game is a mess. If they just had a classic mode to it they can just shoot and be Star Fox it would be fine but no they had to Nintendo bullshit it up and make it horrible it's an awful game for the Wii it's not even a masterpiece they they should have made this they made this game and they made it in the worst possible way they they said oh this is going to be the masterpiece the showman piece for Wii U it is I, I almost wanted to sell my Wii U after that game I said this thing is done this is the game that killed it. Fuck this thing. So, yeah, Star Fox Zero. 
All right. Fuck. <laughs> and then All I- right, so we got so far I committed to the list is No Man's Sky, Mighty Number no. Nine, and Star Fox Zero. Those are the from what I can gauge is uh for sure nominations. I would put Quantum Break there. I think Quantum Break was overhyped somewhat, for sure. It definitely didn't live up to expectations. Um, Because, like you were talking about earlier with the TV show, that was, you know, supposed to be going along with it. Obviously, that didn't happen, so... Well, they closed down the studios who were going to make that TV show. They, like, said, nope, we're not making TV anymore. Right, so, like, it... I mean, it... I mean, did it live up to expectations? No, I don't think it did. I don't, I don't know. know if there's much more to I don't know if there's much more to say about it. Right. I mean, it, it's an important note here that it does being in this category doesn't necessarily mean a game is bad. It just right. means that it was overhyped or and or did not live up to expectations. Now right. some of these games are you're probably gonna think are bad. It doesn't mean that you you think they're all bad, it's just uh yeah. we can have an argument over the division. I'm I'm fine with that. I mean, I think we already kind of did. Uh, yeah, but I, the other one I can see is Battleborn. But Battleborn, if there was if there was another list of dumpster fires, then I would say that one goes there. I would say Division would probably have a better place in the list than Battleborn, um, just for the overhype factor. Yeah, but that's Ubisoft that overhyped it. I mean, it it came, it did what it kind of did, and went. Yeah, I was going to say, too, like, Ubisoft was, that was when they were in their prime of making, like, bull shots. Like, that was around, like, Watch Dogs as well, where it was like, you guys aren't, you guys aren't bull shotting us, are you? It turned out they were. And then they, and they made Watch Dogs, too, which was good. Yeah. So would you would you say that Battleborn deserves a place more than Division? Yeah. Okay. I I'll say this about the Division, uh, or oh, not not Division, Battleborn. I felt like Battleborn had some had some hype behind it when it came out. That beta, like there was things behind it that people were excited about, and people were comparing it to Overwatch. And then it, it it was basically a flash pan, you know they it, you know they had their time in the sun and then it just fizzled. Yeah, I think I think comparing that game to Overwatch is a mistake. Yeah, I think that game was just it's not the same kind of game. Yeah, and also it came out during the Overwatch beta, and it's you know, yeah, you're like, well, what's wrong with that? I'm like, it's kind of there's a few things wrong with that. Can I just say the the Battleborn opening is dope as fuck? And that's about it. I mean, there's there's times when that game was fun, and like I said, just because it's on a li- this list doesn't mean that it's a bad game. It's just Overhyped didn't live up to expectations. It wasn't exactly what people thought it was going to be, or didn't live up to their vision of it. Uh, which definitely everything on this list that I played fit that for me. Um, Right now we got No Man's Sky, Mighty Number no. Nine, Star Fox Zero, and uh, so wait, hold, wait, hold on, did I? I'm fine with oh. Battleborn. Oh, 
One, two, three, four. Okay, yeah, yeah. No Man's Sky, Mighty Number no. Nine, Star Fox Zero, Quantum Break, and Battleborn. If you guys don't have anything else to say on that, that sounds fine. Good. All right, we got three more categories left. Both shitty games for shitty reasons. Yeah. Uh, next one is re-release slash remaster game of the year. Um, I feel like pretty this, self-explanatory. I feel like there's just too much of it. Yeah. Um, yeah. It's hard. I think this one's. We don't I mean, really get like, that much this year, though. I think Modern Warfare is definitely one. Yeah. Um. Okay, so. Day the Tentacle uh, is also definitely one. Is Taz, Tasmanian Tiger really? Does it really? It's not a good game, but. Does it, does it hold up to the standard of re release? It does, though. It does. They put well, this uh, is a the lot best. of work into it. So, and we're not holding ourselves to the five per category here. So let's just put what we think dessert. Wait, what is the best? What could run for the best? Yeah. So we don't think it's a good game. It shouldn't go on there. Like, like Skyrim Remastered, I wouldn't put it on the list because, I mean, I was playing that, that the, the special edition, and I was like literally running into the same old bugs. Like, uh, what was remastered about that game? I don't know. Better graphics. I, I, I could, I mean... It's pretty much just a graphic overhaul. Yeah, like that's all it was. Like there, there's bugs still. The bugs were there still on PC, and and uh, with the mods you could put on. That's dumb. The you, you can make the game look better than this than the than it looks yeah. on the uh, special edition. So base game still looks better with mods than right. And now I'm sure the mods have probably already come out to polish the graphics in that game. But like, what's the point? Maybe on console this matters more. But on PC, on the PC side, like it, it was like totally unnecessary. Yeah. Well, at least on console, you can fix the bug problem with mods again. You know, you get the bug right. fix, the bug yeah. patches. Right. But well, at least you can do that on Xbox. Can't do that on PS4. So if you buy this game on PS4, you're fucked. It's still a good game if you never played it before. Yeah, but, of course. I wouldn't get it on PS4. Yeah, so I wouldn't put that on this list. Uh, right now, Modern Warfare, Day of the Tentacle, uh, anything else that deserves? Uh, I put Twilight Princess there. All right. Yeah, I, I enjoyed that, except for the spider. Fuck that thing. Yeah, I put, the, I put that. I was going to put Dead Rising 1, but I didn't think that game was, that game was okay. I think it's up there with the best re-releases. All right. All right I think we're good there. Uh, yeah, I mean, there's. I'm sure there's others. If people are like, what about whatever? Whatever. This is novelty. This doesn't really matter that much, you know? All right. Then we got, okay, we have two more. Two more left, everyone. Buckle in. Uh, so this is the best DLC release of the year. Um, this is the best DLC to have come out this year. It it can be associated with a game that released last year. It just the DLC had to have come out this year. That's it. Yeah, they, so the game could have been released in uh, 2015, but the DLC needed to be released in 2016. Right. Simple as that. Uh, for me, it's Witcher Three uh, DLC Blood and Wine. Definitely goes on there. 
I put Fallout yeah. 4 Nuka World. I'm sure you guys will go, no. I didn't like it. The only thing that I didn't like... I liked I it a even... lot, but the only problem I, I hated was that whole gauntlet you had to go through to get through Nuka World. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I didn't, I didn't, I didn't care for it. It wasn't horrible. It just, like, it wasn't... Uh, I was a little lackluster, in my opinion. Yeah, that gauntlet that you had to go through was just a little too much. Yeah, yeah. and there were some issues on the PC side with certain mods. It was, like, leaving these giant textures, like, covering everything. You literally had to go into the command console to remove them. It was kind of a pain in the ass. Oh, great. Yeah, like, the whole thing, it looked like it was covered in, like, rusty stuff. Like, rusty, like, metal walls. And you're like, wait, what? Oh, that's So you literally, you had to go in the command console, select the texture, and hide it. Delete it from, like, you had to hide it from your vision. Parted. Uh, That's more of a mod issue, though, I guess. I can't. But, you know, it was annoying. I didn't even make it that far in the game, so... Yeah, all right. That's, that's you. But I, I enjoyed Nuka World. That what do you my... got? Uh, what do you got for yours, Wasabi? So I could just say like GTA Online, like in general, because it came out with like, uh, and I think the huge thing to note with GTA Online is everything they've added to it is free, which is a big deal. But they've added I don't know maybe five or six like prominent patches uh updates to this game but i think the most prominent was the cunning stunts one which added a lot of shit um like it it pretty much turns it into like a fucking like stunt racing game evil Knievel style you can build your own tracks and and um add jumps and stunts and shit like that uh, I think it was the most, like, the largest update this year, though. That's why I put that one specifically. Uh, yeah, that, I always thought GTA is, like, even just the racing in general was, like, that. it was like a mini game within a game. Yeah. The racing in that game was really good. The cars were cool. Like, it was like a racing game inside of a Grand Theft Auto game. It was really good. Yeah, they added a bunch of, like, stunt races they added a new um they added like a new mode or something uh like a shitload of vehicles um like a a bunch of other stuff like customization items uh like a lot of shit and that's just that's just one like specific update i mean they've also like added like biking like biker gangs and uh like what else did they add the um the high rise uh apartment things like i could just put gta online in general but if we're just putting one it it, I, it would probably be the cunning stunts one okay yeah i'm I'm down for that yeah that seems fun. Uh, it was fun i, I played gta online a, a bit i'm down for that i also see there you put a. Uh... I'm gonna ignore the division one, pretending like you didn't put that there. And uh, I went. Hold on now. Go to uh, Destiny there. Or Rise of Iron. Rise of Iron. Is there more to that? Is it just a Rise of Iron? Anyone play that? Uh, it's just Rise of Iron. I never I played you... it. It looked it looked good, but I was at the point with my Destiny relationship where I was like, 
I don't have time for you anymore, Destiny. You've 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 cheated on me too many times. Um, it's Destiny. I mean, your numbers go up. Pretty much, that's it. You know, is what you expect. It's not very a prominent thing. I don't think. Uh, there's wolves and shit. You can go to like a mountain and get some, see some wolves. Nice, dude. Other than that, it's destiny. More numbers. That's pretty much what that amounts to. Buy Rise of Iron, you get more numbers. But I'm not going to put that on the list. That's all you got for me. What's more important is the division survival. I mean, you can't just skimp over that because. All right, all right, I know. That's a pretty, a pretty. I feel like that that survival mode is like the basis of what that game should have been from the beginning. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Okay. Sure. Because with all the, uh, like the the King of the Kill shit that's come out, like H one Z one, and like what the culling and shit like that. Right. Like I feel like the division now is kind of like drinking some of that milk now. Like, wait a minute, we can do that, but on people the, like this shit, yeah, yeah. So and they did it and they pulled it off like very, very well. Um, but it's only like still again, it's only in the dark zone. You have to kind of like queue up for it and like get like taken there. It's not like something you can just like just do. Uh, which I hope they like expand it to that to just to just be the entire city, and it's just this, you know what I mean. Yeah. So you just you once you queue up for it, you just get teleported to like a random part of the dark zone, and you start off with nothing, pretty much. Yeah, yeah. The clothes on your back, and it just says go, and you just have to scavenge for equipment for food. Uh, you get cold, so you have to, you know, wear wear clothing that's warmer. Uh, you have uh-huh. to have heat sources. You have to craft your own uh, weapons or find them uh, while scavenging. Yeah, that's pretty standard with the the, the king of the kill thing. Yeah, like that's exactly how H one Z one works. Yeah. So yeah, it's pretty much the same, and it works very well so, yeah. in the in the division uh, like framework. Yeah, I can see that working well on that. In that I would, environment. I think the thing with DLC, if it, if we're going with free DLC, I'm not going to add Sombra, and I'm not going to add like Splatoon maps or or Smash Brother maps or Smash Brother characters because those are just characters. Yeah, I don't consider that kind of stuff really DLC. I consider DLC like a uh, an ex- not really an expansion, but. Like, Grand Theft Auto had an update, like a title update, like, here's stuff. I mean, it's a pretty, like, there's significant updates. Like, I wouldn't, not it's not really DLC, but at the same time, like, the stuff they've added, you could easily, like, milk that and make people pay for it. And people would. But they wouldn't kind of be out of the question for doing that because it is still sizable content. Yeah, I just don't want people to go like, what about this and this? Why does it seem so sparse? It's that that's the reasoning. Is yes, there's a lot of DLC come out, but this is is it is any of that good? You know what I mean? 
Yeah. Like how much how much of that DLC that you you want to plop down money on, you know? I never do. I only do that unless the the stuff is good. Like could we put Forza Horizon 3 Blizzard, you know, thing up there? Yeah, but we didn't play it. I don't even know that existed. Yeah, there's a Forza Horizon 3 uh Arctic Blizzard pack for you go race on mountains in Australia. I didn't even know Australia had blizzards or mountains. But I guess they do. I guess they have snow. So you can totally do that. Alright. Alright, I think we got everything we need out of that. Alright, it's time for Crack's favorite. You guys ready for the last one of the of the of the of the night? I am. Ladies and gentlemen, we're at the last list and it's Definitely, we we've been waiting for this one. That's a new one. It's a new category. Best early uh, access game of the year. No, this is kind of uh, got to be caveated because it's of the year. Um, it's not really how early access games work. Uh, so the way the way we're we're kind of defining this, it's it's the best. Essentially, it's the best early access game in its current state right now, this the, year, the right way, at this moment. The way it reads on the thing, it says the best EA game in its current state. <laughs> like that's kind of accurate too. Yeah, well, EA stands for early access, so I know. I was thinking about Electronic Arts. Well, like, oh, that kind of that's kind of that's kind of the same. Yeah, um, it could have entered early access at any time. Um, the thing about early early access games, obviously, are that they change as you know, development continues. So, you know, the game, when it comes out, it's different. It's, it should be drastically different and more improved as time goes on. So it's a best EA early access game for right now. And uh, I'm going to go out and say it. Rust is definitely on my list. Yeah. Rust uh, is a it lot. can't, it can't not be uh face punch or great developers. That game is, that game started off in the browser and now it's one of the most, it, it is probably the most popular early access game on the market right now. The other thing I wanted to talk about early access game was, uh, so what was, uh, Daisy fell off hard. Yeah. Did Daisy's, uh, there's some issues with Daisy. I mean, it's, it's kind of, I mean, people still play Daisy, but, um, it, it, they didn't, their developers didn't do anything for the longest time and, uh, they didn't fix the game. They didn't do what they promised they were going to do. Um, they weren't very good at interacting with the community because that's what early access is all about. It, it's all the whole point of early access is to get feedback from the community in order to make a better game. So when, when you when you don't really utilize that uh, that co- that uh, that communication, the game falls through. And they didn't do anything for the longest time, and then they try to come out with an update that fixed like a couple bugs, but uh, it just didn't. Didn't pan out for him, man. They they didn't. They just kind of sat on their asses way That's, too long. Did they, and uh, people did, don't care as much anymore. Did people? Did they think that they was gonna ride this Daisy wave for a while until like Rust? I, I mean, I'm not exactly one? sure. What what I what I tend to think is, you know, there's a lot of controversy around the, the Daisy developers, the original developers, uh, after the game was released. Uh, so so Daisy is a weird one. It started off as a as a mod. For Arma, and uh, and then it eventually got made into a standalone game. Um, mm-hmm. 
and that's that's what the Daisy we talk about now is a Daisy standalone, and a lot of people call it a money grab uh, because they they realize that they can make some money on this, and they uh, they put out this standalone game, extremely buggy, um, didn't do anything to fix it for the longest time. I think like the developer was like after it released, and they got like they made a couple million, like this dude went on vacation for like three months, like <laughs> it was this big thing. Uh, it's just a really buggy game. It's not fun. There's better games that do that do similar things out there as Daisy. Daisy is not we're talking about anymore, in my opinion. I'm just. Um, I'm it's just, just not. Yeah. No. Yeah. I mean, it was a very. It's a very prevalent. You know, when you hear early access, a lot of people still think you know oh, Daisy. It's kind of like a horror story for early access. But so uh, Russ is the uh, the new uh, survival game on the block. Not on the block, but the the game that is it, the throne. Rust is. Survival, in a way, uh, it, it's kind of focused on PvP as far as Rust goes. I mean, there are survival aspects to it. You know, there's food, water, um, there's cold that can kill you. Um, but the main focus of that game is PvP and base building. Okay. But, but Rust, Rust just has very good developers. They're like the uh, poster child for how to, how to do early access. They're a poster child. There's lots of good developers out there that use early access create a better game uh, and Russ really does listen to the community they put out weekly updates i mean you guys know i love Russ. i play it all the time uh to, to see where that game came from if you ever look up if you ever like google rust like legacy um that's the version the first version of Rust that was in the browser and to see where it is now it's like whoa because if you look at that game now it's a beautiful game it looks it looks amazing there was a graphics overhaul several months ago uh, that made it look even better yeah, so I mean, Rust is definitely on there. I'm not taking no for an answer. So we'll just deal with it, you know. Uh, my next one is Subnautica. Mm-hmm. Uh, this is a fucking awesome game. It's not a, it's not a multiplayer game, unfortunately. I wish it was. I wish you could play with some other people. Um, that's really my only gripe with the game. Uh, it's a really good game. It's it, if you haven't played it, check it out. It's I think it's only like 15 bucks, and it also supports VR. Um, essentially you just like crash land on this is a pure survival game you, you crash land on this planet which is mostly just a water planet there are some islands that they've added in recently but generally speaking you crash land and you're you're swimming in the water and it's fucking scary there's all these like alien fish like creatures in there it's just terrifying but the game is so beautiful the colors are awesome there's like coral reefs and stuff. They look amazing. Uh, you can go real, real deep once you, you know, craft better uh, oxygen equipment. Uh, it's fucking spooky. There's like these crazy giant creatures that you'll run into. Uh, some of them are chill. Some of them aren't so chill. Um, I'm scared of water in real life, so it's like a real thrill for me to like go in there and swim around. I could only, I'd probably shit myself if I did that game in VR. Yeah, I'm not a fan of ocean. Yeah, it's uh, it's an intense game and it's an experience, and the and the music is really good in that game too. I like water. I just don't like the ocean. That's um, all I have to say about that. I like the water. I just don't like the ocean. Another good one that I'm gonna have to talk about, or I'm gonna get fucking flamed, is Battle Right. Um, that's gotta go in a different way. That's not survival at all. I, I don't know if anybody here knows what Battle Right is. It's a brawler, I guess be a way to put it it's very uh it kind of feels like a moba it definitely feels feels like a moba but it's not like uh 
it's not like a tower. It's not like an objective based game. It's like just a straight up brawl. Like you just you fight and it's like I think there's two v twos and or yeah two v twos and three v threes I believe. Uh, you just fucking fight and it's awesome game mechanics. There's several different. I think there's at least ten or twelve different champions you can play. Uh, it's a cool ass game. Uh, Harley Max in the chat here loves it. I enjoyed it. It's hard. It's a skill. It's a very skill-based game. There's a uh, lots of tournaments and stuff for it. I'm hoping it does well. Uh, the problem with games like these that kind of come in early access and like immediately become competitive is uh, they don't people get people get bored of them and they kind of go away from them because they don't. There's no casual player base, which you kind of need to be. Uh, you kind of need that. To succeed so as a with game. like Smite or League of Legends, you can't really they can't really compete, right? So in Smite and League of Legends, you know you don't have to be, you don't have to play those games in a serious way. Like you know you want to win whatever, but you can play casually. You don't have to, uh, like it, the game caters to you if you just want to play casually. It, I'm not saying that uh, Battle Right doesn't. I just hope it doesn't get caught in that that uh. I hope they're not making a game to make an eSport because that's not how you should do it. You should make a game. If it becomes an eSport, great, but first it needs to be fun for everyone. Yeah, I feel like every every game bec- wants to become an eSport. And it's like, no, the e- they have to choose it for an eSport. You can't just force it. Yeah, this is Battle right on the screen right now. And I was, uh, correction, there's 17 champions. Yeah, and there's 2v2 and 3v3. Uh, definitely a good game. Uh, it's going to make my list. And then just some other quick mentions here. RimWorld is a really good game. That's like a... It's it's a... Uh, how do I explain it? Have you guys ever played that game? No. It's a, but I'm going to bring it up right now. Yeah, it, it's a... I haven't played it in a while. It was really fun. It's hard as shit, though. It's a hard fucking game. You, uh, you like, crash land on a planet, you know, it's typical survival, except, like, you get, like, you, like, rescue people, and there's, like, warring factions, uh, you gotta, like, build a settlement. Your goal, ultimate goal is to build your, like, spaceship to get back out in outer space. Pretty fucking cool. Uh, but it's very hard. One of the hardest games I've played. I don't think I've ever made it to space in that game. I just get fucking wrecked every time. Oh, I see it now. Okay. Yeah, that was. No, that was that's World of Warcraft. Wrong game. Oh, I was like, that's not it. Yeah, that's not it either. Sorry, I think this is it. Um, and then my last one, I have I have the calling in here. The calling is a good game, but it used to be better. That's why it's not making my list. Uh, the game used to be better, and they've done some things to make it not as good, which is stupid. But uh. It would have made my if we were doing this game show, you know, like six months ago, it probably, or maybe not six months, about four months ago, it probably would make my list. But now, it, I don't think so. Just the direction it's going. Um, but for my last one, I'm gonna say Paladins. Paladins was uh, yeah. developed by High Res, same guys that make Smite. Yeah, and, that uh, one totally goes on there. Yeah, that's a really fun game. Um, a lot of people compare it to Overwatch. I can definitely understand why. Uh, but the difference, the big difference between the two is this game is free to play, like all high-res games. Um, you don't you don't need to buy anything to play this game. It's, there's no, like, uh, 
I mean, you you have uh, I think they do like free like champion rotations, so you can always play the game for free. You don't have to buy anything. Usually with high res games, you spend like thirty bucks and you unlock all the heroes and all the future heroes, and that's kind of how it works. But it's a fun game and it's very similar to Overwatch in some regards. Uh, but it's pretty. It, I mean, a lot of people give it shit. They say I copied Overwatch, and there's a lot of uh, it, you know what disparity here because technically, I think that, I think technically, I'm I'm not 100 percent sure this game was actually out before Overwatch was. But Overwatch has technically been in development for like longer because it was originally being developed as a different game, as like a new MOBA from Blizzard. So it, it doesn't matter. Here's the thing about about game development: whoever came up with this concept first, or who stole it, whatever, it, they can't just create a game. They can't create this in six months and go like, "We copied Overwatch." You know, it's so important. It's so hard. You know, to yeah, do that. It, it doesn't really matter. This is a fun game. Uh, I definitely recommend trying it's it. Like, like I said, it's free to play. It's, it's I mean, this is like, a free game. Yeah, it's just it's like committed. everyone saying that uh, Overwatch copy Team Fortress. Yeah, yeah, it's the same shit. Like, there, there's definitely things in this game that you're not going to see in Overwatch, and some things you're going to be like, "There's a fucking guy with a shield." That's very. I, I recognize that. Like right there, you can see it on the screen. Right. So, uh, you know, there's it's the, a good game though, and the uh, equivalent right there. Yeah, like there's some things there that are. Yeah, uh, as far as I know, this game technically was in development before Overwatch. I mean, I remember hearing about this game before I really knew a lot about Overwatch, because I'm a, I'm a high res fan. I play the crap out of Smite. And another thing is, like, I, I don't expect this game. I expect only better things to come out, just because high res is a good company. They and, haven't let me down with Smite yet, you know. And it's also coming out for consoles, which is weird. Yes, it is. Uh, yeah, it's, well, it's, it's what Hi-Res does now. You know, they came out uh, just this year. They they got the uh, Smite out on the PlayStation, and now that's I think that's out of beta now. It's fully released on PlayStation. It's uh, it's been out on Xbox for a while. Yeah, it's and, it's, yeah. it's fun. Smite's fun on the on the consoles, but you guys play it on PC, which I can totally get. Yeah, so my so mine are going to be Rust, Subnautica, Battle Right, and uh, RimWorld, and then um, Paladins. Those are my my five early access games that you need to play. And uh, the great thing about all these games are, for the most part, I think all of them are at least twenty dollars or less, with the exception of RimWorld, which could be on sale right now with the uh, with the winter sale. But I think when it, it was forty dollars when I got it. But uh, you know, Rust was like twenty bucks. Subnautica is like. 15 or 20 battle right i think is like 15 or 20 maybe 30 but i can't remember but these are good games that you can i mean people i mean i've played like 500 hours of rust i've got that game for 15 dollars on sale like that's a lot of uh, time put into a game that i only spent 15 dollars on i spent so, a lot of time in left for dead too so i can understand that but still yeah if that's any testament to the quality of the game also it's a, well yeah and you're buying you're buying it up front for them to say hey this is th- this is 15 dollars right and and you're gonna get you know th- th- you're never gonna pay more that, that's the thing um at least at least with most of these games i've never with all the games that i've talked about Whatever they add new shit, like you get it, you already paid for it. 
you don't have to worry about like when the game actually comes out a full release paying for extra shit you're good you already bought the game now when the game comes out for full release it's probably not going to be 15 20 for a new player but since you opted in to help support the game and give feedback and help with the development by supporting it in early access you get it for cheaper essentially is what is what happens yeah once you got the key you have it yeah but like i said you know these games are from developers that i trust because you got to be careful with early access games you can get burned Oh man! There's every just I mean, there's a lot more shit games on early access than there are good ones. So you got to make sure you do you do your research. But uh, I recommend these games: Rust Subnautica, Battle Right, Grimworld, and Paladins. And that's me. Would you guys got anything? I'm not sure. I have one last game I wanted to put on the list. Uh, I I wanted to just touch on Slime Rancher, legit Slime Rancher. I wrote because for some reason that game shouldn't be legit, but it's legit. It's about it's about wrangling slimes and getting slimes. It's it's, it's an okay game, it's, you know, but it's legit, so it's not like a bad game. But no, I don't have a. I don't want to sound like I have. I don't play a lot of early access games. I should, but I guess my problem is some of these games. I'm like, I don't know if I'm gonna get burned or it's gonna work or anything on my on my PC. So you have to understand that. Genital jousting. Oh yeah, genital jousting. Uh, are we gonna I'm get not, in trouble I'm for not this? supporting that. I'm not supporting that. Are we gonna get in trouble Why for not? that? No, because it's it's consensual. Really, you have to consent before every match. <laughs> oh, uh, has anybody here played the long dark? I did. I did play the long dark. Did you enjoy that? It was hard. Is that still in early access? I'm sure it is. Um, because Harley Max is gonna kill himself if we don't if we don't put it on the list. But here's the thing: I just bought the Long Dark today, so I've never played it, so I can't put it on the list because I've never played it. It has great reviews, and I'm gonna play it. General jousting. They need they need vagina punchers. Wait, what? Uh, the only I only got two for this, uh, like two good ones, and we already spoke on the other ones I had. But we happy few. Is a survival game, but it has something I think a lot of survival games don't have. Is it has like an actual narrative, like it has an objective. Um, that yeah, I think most survival games don't have. And the actually the and the the narrative, the actual like stuff you're doing, like the story behind it is actually very interesting. Um. Yeah, I'd agree. Um, I kind of forgot about that game. Yeah, most people did, but I, um, like I've still got it installed in my in my uh, drive, and I haven't played it in a while. But the the developers are very responsive to player feedback. I actually went on the forums once and um, gave uh, some feedback to them, and uh, yeah, they're very like responsive and quick to. To, like address some of the the feedback they get, so they actually recently put out like another huge patch that like fixed and updated a lot of things. Um, so yeah, they're they're very. Um, I think that game's a good one to to look out for. And then the other one is, don't starve together, 
Now, is that early access? Now, that's what I'm doing right now. I'm starving together. I think so. I I'm mean, fairly certain that game came out of early access. It, no, sure don't it starve like the, the base model is out of early access. Starve that's together. actually one of the only, that's one of the only uh, survival games that released ever. And but, this uh, game is not in early access anymore. Is it not? Nope. I remember this game coming out of early access a while ago. Well then, never mind. Unless I'm on, unless I'm on like the wrong page right now. But yeah, man, it's out, I guess. Yeah, uh, I believe it's out. Good. Yeah, I have, I, I own this. Yeah, yep, it's out. Well then, it's been out, for, it's out for a while. But yeah, it is a good game. Genital jousting. I'm not putting that on there. Why not, dude? Like I said, it's gross, consensual. It's fucking gross, dude. But it's consensual, though. That's all that matters. Who made that game again? I don't remember. Uh, and something I'm looking forward to is uh, I'm not going to put it on the list because it's like really early access, so there's not a lot to it yet. But it looks like it's got some serious potential. Is uh, Osiris New Dawn? And I played that with you, Wasabi. Oh yeah. That game was pretty cool, but it, it lacks content right now, so it's hard. I, I can't content. put it on that list yet. Lacks polish. Yeah, I mean, there's some fucking cool shit, you know, about it, but it needs it needs some work. That fucking worm was terrifying. Remember that shit? The worm is cool. The worm was fucking cool. I need more shit like that in that game, and I'll be all about it. It seems like they only added that because No Man's Sky didn't have it. But... That's just my guess. I don't think that's necessary. I think that game has a potential. I can see potential with that game. I don't know if it's actually going to reach it, but it's not going on the list right now because I haven't seen enough out of the developers yet to you know really be sure. They have they yeah. have done some updates to it. It's probably a lot more shit uh, since last time we played, but uh, yeah. And uh, Astroneer came out, and that looks like it's supposed to be pretty good. I haven't had a chance to play it yet. Uh, I did buy it. I just bought it today. So hopefully I'll be playing that soon. I'm sure I will. But uh, yeah, I think that covers it. We got uh, Rust Subnautica, Battle Right, RimWorld, Paladins, Legit Slime Rancher, and We Happy Few. All right. So we don't, put that, we don't put that in order? No, I don't think it's necessary. No, put it in an order. All right, uh, we should start shutting shutting it down because I think we're I think we are done. Yeah, we are done. I yeah. yeah. Before we before I we sign off for the night, I I know probably you guys want to get some food, probably want to not pass out, but I want to thank everyone. I want to thank Crack and Wasabi for spending seven hours debating, deliberating, and doing all this, and for the people who ain't well. Hope you had fun too. Yeah, and uh, yeah, this this is really for like you and I, mm-hmm. or like for us. No, I, I I like doing this, so don't don't get me wrong. You know, because this... you know, last year, I don't want to say it was like a catastrophe or anything, but last year it was all my picks, you know, and I'm in no way like you know a a, a sample size of the majority. So, yeah, I felt like we we made some good arguments and made some good picks, and I you know I felt like I, I I'm very happy with this list. 
Yeah, I think we got good picks here this time. Crack, are you happy with this list? I am. All right. There's a few things, but I'm not going to cry over it. Yeah, some compromises were made. Yeah, but, I'm, uh, not, I'm not going to go, where? Why is this? Like, uh, that's good. It's more variety list than that's how we feel. So, I mean, you know, Blitzbreaker's in there, so I'm <laughs> happy, you know. Yeah, whatever, dude. Yeah, I'm not, not, not touching that. <laughs> uh, the last thing I'll say is, um, let's see, right now. Wait, not right now. Hold on. Right now. Hey, make sure. Uh, I think I know what you're about to do. Don't give Uncle Dolph any. I don't give him. I'll, I'll add it and then I'll remove his. Right. Yeah. But uh, right now, everyone should have 1,000 more GPs. I think. Yeah. I think that works. Check if that worked. I want to, before we sign off, just give two more minutes. Just want to say that I, I, you guys, are you streaming tomorrow? Oh, shit. Uh, me? Yeah, anyone streaming tomorrow or anything? Got anything upcoming? Um, I'll be streaming probably tomorrow for sure. I, I got a, yeah, I'm, yeah, I'm going to be streaming tomorrow. All right, so you're going to probably play Smite or? I might be doing some Astroneer. Astroneer, some, some Steve Holiday, Steam Holiday uh, stuff. I will be Saturday. I will, I might be having Forza Horizon 3 by, by Christmas Eve. Which, noise. Yeah, yeah. Which I gotta say, I did not expect because of Amazon. Amazon was like, "Yeah, we're gonna ship this on the 27th." I'm like, oh, "Whatever." And then it was like, "Oh, we shipped it today." I went like, "You sons of bitches!" What happened to the 27th? I'm sure if I called, they were like, "But we shipped it. Aren't you happy?" I'm like, "Yeah, absolutely." But when you meant the 27th, I was committed to it. A holes, but hey, it's fine. So it'll be going Christmas Eve. I'll probably be streaming on Christmas. Mm-hmm. I, uh, no. Yeah, I'm going to be... I don't want to say all me. day Saturday, but I'm definitely... I'm, you know, we'll do Mario Kart around 2, and then we'll do Splatoon. So we'll do a block of that, and then we'll we'll play Smash Brothers, and then probably Forza or Gears of War. And uh, I, I, think, I think Deus Ex came. I didn't check my mail yet. So I think Deus Ex. So we'll have a nice variety of, of of colors and paleness. I'll just say that on Saturday. All right, sweet. That sounds good. Mm-hmm. So I know it's okay. So that's what I'm going to tell you. So that's your weekend. That's your weekend, and uh, we're we're going to announce the uh, the winners this upcoming the not this Thursday, but the next one, right? Yeah, two Thursdays from two weeks from today. Two weeks, so Plan. not this, not okay. So not the first January one. The next one after that. Yeah, isn't it two weeks from today? Is what we're doing. Yeah, so we're is doing we're doing two shows and then the announcements. Not like two weeks from today, so that'd be that'd be the the fifth of. Okay, the fifth is fine. Yeah, the fifth. Okay, the fifth. So get your votes in. We'll. I I look forward to all of your all of your decisions and all that stuff. I think we did a fine job. I don't think you guys will be disappointed at all. Yeah, I'm gonna vote over at gameoverse.com. Yeah, FSD says Mario Kart Saturday, Splatoon, and Smasher. Yep. And I'm gonna go all the way to seven o'clock. So there's it's it's definitely we got you a jam packed week ahead 
Jam Pack Weekend, but there's going to be more games in the pike. So don't don't worry if you don't, you know. So there's more than that. All right, so I'm going to sign off and get this thing to, to Ice Cream and everyone else. I just want to say thank you. And uh, I hope everyone has a happy holidays, Merry Christmas, Happy Hanukkah, Kwanzaa, whatever. I had a blast. And, and thank you all, and good night. One second.